0: Want to get going here? So right off the bat, let me thank all you wonderful people who support us monetarily. Your gracious donations help us provide giveaways, produce more content, and generally give back to Legion Myth community as a whole. We have what 4750 YouTube subscribers, and we are thankful for each and every one of you. Remember, at 5000 subs, I have a fairly big giveaway uh called uh, "Here Have Max's Crap Giveaway," <laughs> as well as some gift cards for our international viewers. And, uh, yeah, I've shown off some of the items, but there's a big chunk of items. I'll get a list out there soon, so stay tuned and look forward to that. Check the description below for links to various Legionists sites, social media, Discord, merch, etc. We believe that role-playing games should take place in fantastic worlds, and the focus of the game should be on role-playing and having a good time. The core values of hashtag RPGate and any good tabletop group are escapism, not representation, entertainment over activism, and natural organic inclusion, not diversity the charity we support is the wounded warrior project a national nonpartisan organization whose mission is to honor and empower wounded warriors by the way on veterans day this year we're going to have a 24-hour live stream for the wounded warrior project so stand by for some information for that run a little behind on it but we'll get you that asap so please refer to the description below or take a little snapshot of that funny little guy on the screen right there for you for the link to where you can make your hopefully tax deductible donation all right, I got like a little, oh, I'm supposed, hold on, hold on, you didn't see us yet, you didn't see us yet. We go back to the beginning. See, I'm doing this out of order. Hello, Legionnaires, welcome to episode 160 of RPG Digest. You know, forget what we do in segment one and segment two, you know what we're doing today. We're going to talk to Kevin and Sean in just a moment here, so that's all that's important. But I am John Maxley Oshlow, your favorite curmudgeon critic and judge, along with me as usual, is my trans-dimensional mutant human, Brett Keith and Doug Grissimer. How are you today, sir?
1: I am doing well. I hope everyone is doing as well as I because doing pretty well. Feels, feel, feel right. Good. Feeling you good. know what a yeah.
0: transdimensional human looks like, right? A transdimensional
1: human um, looks like it uh, can look like a human. Looks like a floating blob. <laughs> that is that. No, no. Because no. it doesn't
0: need limbs anymore. It's all psychic powers. It's just It's not human anymore. Come on. The de- semantics yeah. matter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> when you describe a human two arms two legs a head a torso it's kind, kind of got that a trans it. thing when you're like a oh, big flying amoeba you know like it's different these well, things think, are
0: different. think of it as if it had arms and legs like a tyrannosaurus well arms like a tyrannosaurus rex and the legs like the arms of a trans anyway crazy all, all right. part of transdimensional tmnt <laughs> uh,
1: okay quickly what happened this week uh my my son got into door-to-door sales uh, it's a, you know, it's a school fundraiser thing, right? For their, for their trip to Cedar point in the spring. And, uh, there's a, if you get eight sales in the first 48 hours, you get a free gift. So was like, well, how do I get eight sales? I'm like, well, what are you going to do? Uh, I guess I go door to door. So I gave him a pointers. I gave him pens. I gave him envelopes for money. I gave him a joke and I sent him out the door. <laughs> You know what that motherfucker came back with? $500. 10 sales. Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: like shit. In one day.
1: like, <laughs> you kidding me? Motherfucker. I used to it, have
0: to do that nonsense. Like when I wanted yeah. to go to Russia, I used to have to go around like, I want to go to Russia I buy my candy exactly, bars. Right. I hated that. Yeah, I hated that. What it was. Yeah. and the, but But the thing is, it pisses me off
1: because I know that in a few years, that child privilege will go away and he'll be grown enough to be a man and no one will give a shit about him but me.
0: I mean, there are sales techniques for a reason, right? Even though, yeah. to be fair, sales. So I was in sales and I sucked horribly at it because I look at all sales techniques, even when they're as honest as can be, as they sound like gotcha. Like, okay, you're, 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 you're uh, what do we call those? Uh, uh, Motivational speaker, you're just a motivational speaker. Stop with the stop with the double speak. Tell me what it is like. And I had to learn all those dumb tricks, and I hated every one of them. But they work for a reason. That's why they told us in sales, don't hire somebody that's really intelligent. They'll try to buck the system because they see through it. You yeah. want you also don't want somebody who's really dumb who can't figure it out. You want somebody yeah. middle of the road that read the
1: script, shut the hell yep, up, do your exactly. job, and then you'll make everyone money. That's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> right.
0: All right, uh, my week, um, I had a week off work this week, and I did a lot of writing. I got 80 pages written this week. Oh, nice. Like, as in, I, I, well, I turned some of them in. You can actually look in the member. But apparently, you don't use Discord anymore, so uh, no. but it's in the members-only section. You need to use Discord. It's there for us. People ask you questions there. Um, but it's in, uh, It's it's well, 67 of the pages are in that section, chapters two and three. So, But, uh, yeah, but that's about it. I went on a couple of live streams. I forgot about one of them, and then... It's been a it's been a quick week. I got to go back to work on Monday and I'm not looking forward to it. No. All right. One other uh, point of business here before we get started, and I'm going to put this on the screen. So let me present this. Uh, I want to do a shout out and a thank you for last week for Mark McKinnon being on the show. And he was talking about absolute power. Now, I know we got Kevin and Sean here in just a moment, but there are only four days left. Okay, only four days left for this backer kit. And I'm going to put the link in the chat right now for this, but uh, if we can push that at least over the twenty two thousand mark that would be awesome so uh Mark's a stand-up guy no matter what you might think of some of the you know the the meanings he has in the book he doesn't force you to do it he doesn't call you out he doesn't do anything like that he's actually been a really stand-up guy we like him so uh you know check that out and if we can push that over twenty two thousand that would be amazing so the fact that he comes on here knowing that you guys might not be his audience i I think that says a lot about him so Anywho, go ahead and check that out. Let me get that off the screen now. And one other thing, and that's, uh, let's start talking about some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles before Kevin and Sean get in here, all right? So, uh, don't want that one, don't want that. Okay, we're gonna do it off the weekly update. I'm gonna have to look over here because it's really tiny on my screen there for right now, so. Start down here, the beloved, out-of-print, Teenage Mutant. Okay, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) Don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Role-playing Games and its sourcebooks are sought-after collector's items that have enthralled generations since its release in 1985 as one of the first licensed TMNT products. Yeah, it's revised. It's not the black text one. But you know what? It's good enough. It's actually freaking awesome. They're returning to print as two deluxe hardcover collections of the RPG and source books. And we're going to find out. I've had questions like, how many source books is it? Is it all of them? Does it include Trucking Turtles? Does it include the GM screen? I don't know. We're going to find out. Each is being completely remastered by industry veteran Sean Owen Robertson and presented in full color. And Kevin, oh sorry, Shona, uh, and present in full color. And Kevin Eastman, co-creator of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, will also provide a new painted cover. By the way, a lot of people said that they really like the layout of Titan Robotics. I think we got some good things coming, folks. Oh, bonus materials includes an array of new artwork, never before seen behind the scenes info and art, plus remembrances and tributes by renowned comic books RPG creators, including Eastman, Peter Laird, Freddie Williams the second... Stephen Cummings, Sophie Campbell, David Peterson, and many, many more. Quote, this is incredibly exciting. I am 1000. It's not even a real number, but he's 1000. <laughs> bring this historic and original TMNT role-playing game series back in a truly deluxe collector's edition that will thrill original fans and open the door for new ones. I love that last part, by the way. Said Eastman, you know, the creator. I've made all of my archives available for expanded behind-the-scenes content, as well as a few top-secret surprises you need to be part of. Stay tuned, top-secret, man. See, I get nervous when I hear top-secret. I work in a classified environment. Whoa, whoa, stop! Trouble. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, on the strangest Kickstarter, the Kickstarter campaign launching... This Halloween. I'm going to be at work. That is so unfair. I will not. Oh be. Oh my God. Working one. on
1: Halloween. That's almost as bad as your birthday. Jesus.
0: Yeah, but I'm not going to be number one. I was going to spam click that thing. <laughs> I want to be number one. <laughs> I don't <laughs> well, think you get like extra prizes for that, but all right. All right. Makes all you right. feel good. I get to roll in the number one. All Who's right. number one? This guy's number one. We'll offer, a, we'll offer a host of mind-blowing Kickstarter-exclusive TMNT miniatures based on the role-playing game, dice sets, variant book covers, it's all getting all comic booky on us here, art prints by legacy TMNT creatives, a card deck, and more, including special stretch goals. Oh, we're going to have some questions about that. To entice role-playing fans and TMNT fans alike. All products ship in 2024. Hey, we're already in October, folks. That's not far away. Of course, I guess it could be December, right? But, you know, hey, it's not that far away. To be among the first to hear about the entire exciting slate of releases, creators, exclusives, and stretch goals to be unlocked with your support, be sure to go to the Kickstarter page and subscribe for updates. And I'm going to put that in chat now, while hopefully Heathen Dog brings in our two special guests for today. And There we go. There's the link <laughs> to the Kickstarter. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. <laughs> how That's are you? How
1: are you doing today? We're, we're, good, we're you know? uh we're <laughs> surviving. <laughs> surviving. Okay, I, I imagine it's been uh, pretty hectic this last uh, couple weeks. Yeah. It, it's, extremely. <laughs> it's been nuts. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But a good so, good crazy. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. We're we're glad that we can finally
1: talk about it.
0: <laughs> I am I am been... angry that you kept this from me for however long it was.
1: Yeah. <laughs> was personally, this, you, know, you know, personally offended by it. So. I was. <laughs> It took nine months. So, oh, wow.
2: That's apparently fast by Hollywood standards. So,
1: nah, still so.
2: Still so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, that's how I felt. But, you know, but Kevin's like, Sean, this is this is going really well. Yeah. <laughs> We're just really ambitious. And yeah.
0: Well, so, Sean, you've got a little of experience in this in the past, right? With dealing with the, uh, well, not just Hollywood types, but the comic book industry and so forth.
2: Kevin, especially. Well, yeah. I do. Yeah, sure.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say Sean? You yes, said, yeah, so, no, I'm showing my <laughs> nerves, man. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've, yeah, we've had
3: uh, a fair share of experience with, with Hollywood and um, I'd say generally speaking, it's been uh, really nice working with Paramount. They, they seem like they, they understand our business. They, they try to understand our business. Um, and the, certainly the gentleman who is handling approvals He's he's a big fan. We knew we were doing pretty good when our first meeting. Everything was like very formal, very businessy, and then we start talking about the game, and and you know, and and he's like, yeah, yeah, I know. My original Team and books are on the shelf right behind me, and we're like, <laughs> all right,
1: <laughs> this is gonna be good. <laughs> Exactly. See, I, I have the revised version too. I I have it over there. It's not mine. It's it's a uh, it's Cthulhu's. It's it's a uh, it's my, oh, my my friend Sean.
0: Oh, see, now somebody shows up. Oh, with see, black he's China. got the original with the <laughs> yeah, black tie. This, this is I my should, first copy. Right? This
1: is the first
2: RPG I ever owned. So. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if it's
0: the first one I ever owned, but it is. No, yours was Robotech. Uh, I didn't know. I actually just recently got a Robotech. I played yep. Robotech. I didn't own it. Yeah. Oh wow.
2: See, and that's a big distinction because I realized I'd played like big red box D D with my friends. I played some D6 Star Wars. Um, but I didn't really get into role playing. I didn't read the rules. You know what I mean? And so yeah. when I went this really is what turned me into a it converted me from like a TMNT comics fan into a palladium fan, really. Because then I got into ninjas and super spies and heroes of limited and rifts. Mm-hmm.
0: Strangely, I I have no comic background in this. I mean, you can even look at my bookmark here for this one. I'm, I was trying to speed read through this today. Oh, it's uh, so it's a great book. So Actually, mean, it is great. it is really good, but I am not a comic book guy. So, I I got into this by I, I was a BattleTech player, and then I'm pretty sure that I played uh RoboTech before I played Team but I think Team is one of the first games. Obviously, BattleTech was the first games I ever bought, and I ran it, I played it, I loved it. I didn't even realize it but i played it in the theme of the actual comics because i played it much darker than the Mm -hmm. cartoon no yeah it's it's definitely holds a place of nostalgia and it's a game i would run given the opportunity i would run it again right now
2: it's a it's 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 just a like it's it's one of the best you know i guess versions of the plating system and it's just so pure it's adventure combat skill checks you know it's 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 there's not there's another stuff to confuse you.
3: <laughs> well, well, when when we got the license, so so I am a comic book guy, as I've mm-hmm. said many times. <clears throat> so it was one of these situations where I was trying to get the uh, the first issue, which I, I didn't realize until recently they had only printed like three thousand copies on uh, the very first printing of TMNT the guys. comic. They're making it out of their well, yeah, they're, they're yeah. Were, yeah. They're just you know two buddies, you know, who who, who loved comics and wanted to throw together a little it was a one shot in their mind. Kevin and Pete threw together this fun one shot that combined some of their favorite elements of, from their favorite comic books, which was Frank Miller's daredevil. Um, and, uh, the X-Men and some other stuff. And they just threw it together and it was supposed to be a one shot thing. And it just, they got, you know, caught lightning in the bottle. So back in the day, so, sort of like the, uh, low-end version of wizard magazine there was a publication called the comics buyer's guide it was actually kind of a newspaper kind of thing it came out once a week and there were ads in there for it and you know and and talk about it and i'm like i need to get this thing And, and finally i was able to grab a copy of uh number two and it was right around christmas as i recall and i i get done reading it and i turned to my wife and i said man this would be a great uh, role-playing game if we could expand it to include all kinds of other animals and uh the phone rings and it's some guy a writer well a fan with aspirations to become a writer and I've he's seen like, manuscript. And, and he's like did you you know have, have you heard of team and and i'm like yeah i just got done reading issue two and he's like i think it'd make a great game and i'm like eh, i just said that uh, um, and, uh, he wanted to take a shot at writing it. I said, sure. You know, we tracked down Eastman and Laird. We got the rights. You know, they say I was their second license. I contend I was the first. <laughs> um, but, uh, whether we were first or second, we were just right there. And then, um, uh, you know, the whole time I kept, uh, you know, at, at that time, Eric Woodgick and I would, would talk almost every single night. Uh, he worked midnights and I often worked late at night. So he had this time period at his job where he's basically just sitting at the desk, you know, watching computer stuff uh, and and hitting a button, you know, once every two hours. Best job ever. Yeah. (laughs) So we would talk for two, three hours and we would just, you know, talk about all kinds of different stuff. And he he really became uh, enamored with the turtles as well and with what I wanted to do with it so when the other manuscript came in and it it had none of what we knew needed to be in that, that game. What you'd asked for. Uh, yeah, no, it's, well, this guy right away, it was a matter of, you know, this other writer felt that no one wanted to play other animals and that it was all about turtles and you know recreating the
0: comic. I've never played a turtle. Yeah,
3: actually (laughs) neither have I. And, uh, uh, I don't know if Eric did even, um, but, uh, well, as game master, I'm sure he did. But uh, so fortunately, Eric and I had talked about it so much um, that when I told him what happened, that this manuscript came in and it was bland and just missed the mark had none of the things we've been talking about, we've been talking about it so much, and he was even spitballing. Well, yeah, Kev, we can do this. We can do that. We, you know, you should have these these, these growth points and. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds great, Eric, but, you know, this other guys working on it. And so when it came in bad, <clears throat> Eric was like, yeah, Kev, well, let me do the, 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 you know, the, the the, animal this. And I'm like, okay. And then it'd be like, yeah, yeah, you know, I don't have time to do anything else, but, you know, let me do the animal powers. And I'm like, okay. And then it was like, yeah, Kev, I, I don't really have time, but let me, and the next thing you knew, he wrote the whole freaking thing or 90% of <laughs> it and i'm like eric that's that's great and, and we had just talked so much conceptually that he was really on the same page with what i wanted it's the fastest book he ever wrote for me or for anybody um he banged it out in like four and a half weeks wow yeah and, and it was magic i'm mean, in mind we had talked about it and what would work and what we needed what we in the game for like five months prior to that so he was just like you know Ready to go. In fact, he had, he had developed a couple of things already that he had been play testing with his own group because Eric just loved game concepts and you know rules and all that kind of stuff. So when when the other manuscript was insufficient, Eric was ready to just dive right in and and did and, and cranked out a masterpiece. You know, it's just it's 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 perfect. <laughs> it was everything I, I I wanted to be. And we had I can't tell you how many calls. I mean, we probably spoke five times a day um, just on the turtle stuff, where he'd call me up and like, yeah, I got these ideas for, for, for growth steps and you know, biology, what do you think of biology? And I'm like, Eric, it's fantastic, it works really well. And he's like, Yeah, yeah, I am gonna play test it tonight. And then he'd call me after he had play tested it, and we talked for you know another hour uh and, and how that worked or not. And then, you know, he and I play tested it, and um, it was just but it was just you know, and we were young and we had time, so it was just psh, 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 You know, so when I say he wrote it in four weeks, I mean, God knows how many hours a day he was putting into that between playtest and and writing and us talking through every point. Um, You know, he probably spent 15 hours a day, (laughs) most days on that thing. So uh, it was truly inspired. And, you know, it kind of, you know, stood the test of time. So this kind of speaks for itself.
0: Absolutely. Well, it's definitely one of my favorites. I'm going to interrupt the stream for just a second. I want to see if this will work. Boom. Not me. No them there we go i like that a little better because then i can put things on the bottom where you're talking and not cover up faces <laughs> oh really watch this
1: see if this works no it didn't work i, I thought we i thought we could flank them
0: I, I thought we could bookend them you
1: know, no. <laughs> like, you know <laughs> the be great because
0: uh knock got a couple super chats real quickly two dollars two australian dollars we got people watching from all over mercurius thank you very oh, much for cool. are those worth anything Wow. <laughs> well, it's like he belongs on this stream because. Oh, there goes that. No, no,
1: no. Thanks, well, Sean. Bye. Don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. I'm going to hit him with
0: Australia shit in a minute. Okay. <laughs> Australia will rise again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> bite people in the ass
0: so thank you crafting gamer he gifted him me- i did not see who it was to i apologize it doesn't show over here but i'm i'm focused on on the conversation today but thank you crafting gamer for gifting a membership do you appreciate that apparently heathen dogs starred this one not as bad as working on the turn of the millennium
1: oh no this is what uh when 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 uh someone said oh i have to you you have to you you, you said it. you said it. you have to work during uh
4: Oh Halloween!
1: Halloween! Yeah, I worked during Halloween, and he said, "Yeah, I had to work during Turn of Millennium. Yeah, so did I. Yeah, I was—I was the Y two K about guy. I that. That was twenty three years ago. I'm super pissed. I—I—I I, I was a young guy. I had a—I had a fiance. Parties lined up. Oh no, Y two K's a thing. Like, no, bitch, I work in IT. I two K Y two K is not a thing. It's not a thing. <laughs> yeah, well, the higher ups want it. Mother. I, I
2: was—I was at the missionary training center in Provo, Utah. Ugh. That was fun. Uh, <laughs> was fun. I, 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 was I, I was underground. A Wait
1: a minute, were you? You in like, underground. You were in, in the air Knox force Center. by then. Just, just watching Ooh, everything. Two thousand. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, You're two thousand. No, yeah, I, yep. I joined the air force in two thousand eight.
0: Yeah, I joined in ninety two. Oh,
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I joined late. I, I, I did other stuff first, like oh, engineering, yeah. I
2: guess.
0: Hopefully I don't look too much my age. Hopefully I don't act my age. Uh, Malachi says, welcome back, Kevin and Sean. And
3: That's
0: two real dollars. What's that? Yeah, two real dollars. <laughs> and for 20 real dollars, Squirrel Hermit. Good to see you, Squirrel Hermit. Hey-oh, can't wait for this one. One of the first RPG loves of mine. Same. Absolutely.
1: Okay, see, I'm having trouble, as as an aside. I'm I'm having trouble understanding why TMNT holds so much fascination with folk now the before you before you answer uh even in chat just now a lot of it a lot of it was like robotech and tmnt robotech come first robot i did robotech first and went to tnt then went to then went no not not riffs then went to ninjas and super spies as sean was saying and then Mm riffs right Mm -hmm. or or you know uh heroes unlimited yeah heroes unlimited was was my follow-up to tmnt yeah but uh for me anthropomorphic animals is gross. I just don't like it. Yep, see. So go I'm sorry, but I don't want to talk about your sexual fetish. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the Cherry 2000 conversation. <laughs> you no. hey, you get, hey uh, the, I'm I in, get my in, in my role playing In my role playing games I'm a humanist. I oh, if there's a human option I play a human. But you know, in in some games there's just not. And I get it, and that's fine. But with, what really gets gets my goat, grinds my gears. <laughs> is that uh, w- when you mix human with something else you are watering down what it means to be the superior race which is human please don't so look, i don't i don't this are a kind of guy <laughs> i don't understand you do see the empire of humanity forming so right now right him. It's what book of jubilees is this and what we're so, so, about? so you hate you hate <laughs> thundercats you hate all kinds of things like huh? i said in in some places human is not an option and i understand it with the with the framework of the world you built human is not an option for some of these things
3: and i get it but um, so I, I i can answer I'll, that yeah, I'm sure go you ahead can no too, we but, can both talk about it go but ahead. so so Starting first out. of all there's no reason you can't play a human in the tmt game uh and and certainly you can incorporate you in know superheroes you know, yeah, and right. right, and you can incorporate superheroes from Heroes Unlimited or Ninja and Super Spies into your TMT game and vice versa. It's always intended that way. I think, I, 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 think I, th- I think you're kind of overthinking it, Ethan <laughs> Dog, because it, I'm going to quote quote George Lucas. Why does everybody love you know Chewy? Because in his mind it was sort of the dog you know companion and everyone you know every kid i did i think even you did heathen dog and once once in time in your life <laughs> loves animals and loves the idea <laughs> of playing an animal well no yeah, you're right. At one point, I did,
1: but I, but, but then I realized that human is the only way to go, and I just started flaying them alive or some other nonsense, psychopathic. Blo- no, come on, man. Quit maligning me uh, on, in public. Like, <laughs> well, no, you're, no, doing you're doing all doing yourself, it. buddy. <laughs> We're not doing jack. You're, you're paying cats, for yourself. cats, on the other hand, they can die in a hole. But dogs?
3: That's-, <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. It's so fun. So you could play a cat. You could play a hamster. You can play
0: an iguana. No, I mean, no. That- if you're going to cheat... In the first version of TMNT, weasel. you play a weasel. Yep. If you're weasel, cheat, Anybody play. who comes out and says, I'm going to be a wolf. I'm going to be this. The- my first thing is I'm going to be a weasel because that is how you cheat at, at the yep. original. They laugh TMNT. at you. They- they will- people will laugh at you. I'm going to play weasel. Oh, you're a little bit. They-,
1: they, will- they will make fun of you right up until combat starts. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I was both happy and, then- and disappointed that after the bomb fixed the weasel. <laughs> but uh, but uh, let, me- let me flip the script for just a moment. Sure. Now, this is where I'm different, and you guys get to mock me. Okay. I think that people who wear spandex and their underwear outside of their freaking clothes are weirdos, and I would what rather have a bear. Normal stuff I would rather up. have bear. That isn't how they started, and you know that. And that isn't how you got into the comic books, and you know that. I'd rather have some, a bear with some vicious teeth going, ah, like, you know, trying to eat somebody's throat out than, oh, look at me. I wear sparkly blue, and I shoot eye beams out of my face. <laughs> Wow. Well, you, I, I love you know, Cyclops. He was one of my favorite characters. I know, right? He didn't wear a
1: tutu. He didn't do no <laughs> sparkling stuff. He didn't do a pirouette before. Well, he well the, the point, to be, to be a little
0: more serious, the point was to show, I mean, people have different tastes. And and I, I think that, and that's one of the things, especially when you can uh, put it in with Heroes Unlimited, all of a sudden you've got everything you could want to be.
2: Well, and the one thing I'll say as a child of the 80s, if you remember like Flight of the Navigator and oh. um, Last Starfighter and a bunch of other, you know, E.T., right? There was a lot of movies where there was a monster, whether or it could be a robot, it could be a dinosaur, yeah. but alien, sure, sure. But, you know, you have – it, it could be anything, right? So it could be an ancient evil in some movies. It's really weird when you watch like, you know, Never any Story. But mm-hmm. the kid makes friends with the monster. It's the friend sure. and the monster, and Iron together – they're a powerhouse, but the only person that really understands the monster is the kid, right? And that's kind of where I think where the turtles come from, right? Because they could be lurking, mutant animals could be lurking in your in the in the weird park near your house, or yeah, you know, in the sewers in New York. Yeah, the alligator right? in the sewer—that's right, exactly. And or then chug. the other thing is is then you can also build your own monster right and that's mm-hmm. a fun idea and that's one of the favorite things that people love about whether it's ninjas and super spies or heroes unlimited or even rifts a lot of people just love those random character background tables or nightbane. you know heroes yeah. limited um you know what powers what's the morphus so i think that turtles hits that same kind of thing but on a level that kids can really get and adults right and it also mm-hmm. was for me i i First encountered it as the cartoon. Then um, my my dad's best friend, my uncle Mark. We're we're still friends. I just called him the other day, you know, to tell him that the the deal was official. Um, He was a doctor, and he was there the day I was born. So. He got me the graphic novels, and I was like 10, and that was like really edgy, right, mm-hmm. um, when I got those graphic novels because they're, they're very bloody and violent, and I, I was like, this is freaking cool. <laughs> and so I really got into it, and, and not a lot of comics were necessarily like that back yeah. in, in the 80s. And so then when I traded, I think, I don't know if it was some old Battletech stuff or what. It, I traded some old RPG stuff or – no, I didn't – I wasn't into RPGs yet. It was been some old, like, Battletech stuff. I was BattleTech stuff actually, because my mom was like, "You never should have traded away your BattleTech stuff." But, but that's how I got this: is I, I traded it. So um, I actually got in late. I wasn't like one of those kids that was waiting for this RPG to come out or something. I found it through a friend of a friend who was like, "Yeah, you know, Same you really, really like this turtle stuff." So, um, so yeah, I, I I was like, "Oh, cool!" And then I was like, "This is a game I can play with my friends." And but yeah, I think that's and 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 like Kevin said, you know, being able to create all these different types of characters and then when you add in this is the shoe in, right? When you add in the different martial arts and stuff, it just oh, it actually, becomes this whole like B movie scene where you can do all kinds of stuff and tell all kinds of stories. Actually, um,
1: someone someone in chat said that uh, that the uh, ninjas and super spies book is the is the martial arts annex book for TMNT. It's exactly yeah. how we treated it, <laughs>
2: <laughs> and you can use it to generate your human characters. So Casey Jones would be probably you know one of those heroes that has just like. Yeah. Or, you know, you could probably do Casey Jones using physical mastery, too, and heroes, mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but either way, you know, um, but yeah, that's I, I for me, that's part of it is just it, it, it really struck a chord. And then I could talk for a long time as an author about like, the dynamics between the different characters, um, you know, the four man band that you've got there mm-hmm. um, with, with Raphael, the term, of course. With, yeah, right. And and Leo and and Donnie and Mikey. Yeah, and whatever. Leo, Raphael,
0: and- go in with and- attitude or don't go in at all. all, right. Right? all
1: right. Hang <laughs> on. So but, I, I, I have I have a question about the book. Yeah. Right now, uh, it's it's a it's not just a word for word, you know, reprint. Right. Is it is it refreshed for the current?
2: So what it uh, is is stadium. it is a reissue. It's a reissue of the original book, but I'm doing an editing pass through the entire book. Mm-hmm. So. There will be a lot of things that are going to be clarified or cleaned up or adjusted, but it's not—it's not a new book. No. It is—it's it, think of it as a revised, 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 revised <laughs> yeah. uh, TMNT and other. Yeah. things I mean, it's—it's
3: it's a lot what what we did with Cyberworks Collection. It okay. is,
2: I would say, a, l- a little bit step beyond that on the editorial. Well, a big hats. step because right, it, it's totally and, and,
3: and also full color art. Yeah, we okay. we we brought Full in color we art. brought in some of the best artists around. Yeah, actually,
2: time. Kevin Eastman. We were showing him the art, uh, the yeah. color work. He said it's some of the best color work he's ever seen. And he used to own Heavy Metal magazine. So loves so does he? Okay, yeah. so either way, <laughs> he's been around the block a few times.
3: It's so so. Um, a lot of the new material will come in ways of so. There'll be a lot of little tweaks and cleanups, but for the most part, so yes, you know, it's it's going to be. So, so, this is let's we'll show you how the so there's going to be two volumes that
2: we're bringing back the original series of six books as. So the 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 first book is going to be the TMNT and Other Strangeness plus sure. it's going to have Trucking Turtles and Turtles Go Hollywood in it. Okay. And then the second book is going to be uh, Transdimensional TMNT TMNT Adventures and uh, TMNT Guide to the Universe. And both of the books have new cover art. Yep. By Freddie E. Williams, colored by Mike Majestic, and um, interior um, we have well a couple of colorists, but it's it's uh, primarily um, Mike Majestic, and he we didn't realize how good he was at coloring. Yeah, I mean, he's sh- yeah, he he, he sh- did a lot of I, I he I, I asked him one day I was like Hey Mike, do you do you do colors? Because I've seen him do some really cool stuff just for his own side projects, and he would just show it to me like Hey, look at this! Isn't this cool? And I was like. Those are really cool colors, and he found out he he did colors for a few years yeah. on some comic book series. Yeah, yeah. Okay. and he's really good, and he's. Oh. And he's, he's so you asked him, "Hey, do do you do colors?" He's like, "Yeah." <laughs> well, <and> Kevin <laughs> I was worried color. that he wouldn't enjoy <laughs> the color work as much as doing original art. Yeah, but he loves the color. Oh, yeah. work. he really is enjoying it. He's really dug in. He's really done. I mean, we're talking. Uh, let me tell you some of the stuff we can't show you yet because all of it has to go through an approval process, yeah. sure. and. For various reasons, we've been focusing on like the cover art and what the promo image is going to be so we can start promotions. Um, But um, a lot of it's done. Um, This book is all done, right? And he's he's deep into the other books. Um, But uh, we've got, he went and researched the lights used in the 80s in New York City. Versus the lights used in the 80s in, say, Tokyo, um, because they use different chemicals and they cast different kinds of lighting. And so when you see like it blew me away, I mean, he's he's taking panels where in the background there was nothing. It was just white or black. Now there's all bokeh effect. And you're like, oh, that's an alley in New York City. Yeah, it's stellar. I mean, it was just I was like he was like, is that okay?" He's like, I ad libbed a little bit. I'm like, yes, (laughs) we, we start talking about like what location would this scene be in? What location would this scene be in? Um, so that's been really fun to work with him and art direct through that. Um, yeah, and, and then there's going to be a
3: whole slew of brand new material yes. that will appeal more to, to fans. Um, so uh, we, say the we, we, we've got like we've that, got yeah. all kinds of key artists um, from from TMNT history, uh, to, and T and history to including Palladium artists that are doing basically pin-up pages, full-page spreads, think of them as splash pages if it was a comic book. <clears throat> this is all new art. Yeah, full-page of color art. Depicting the turtles, depicting our characters, yeah, often, like, often
2: depicting them together. Like fighting the terror bears or, you know. Oh, the terror I le-
0: forgot about them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or
2: Leo, you know, like Raphael and 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 Caesar's, you know, Caesars from Caesar's Weasels back-to-back or something, right?
3: Okay. And, and, and those are all full-color as well. Um, there's going to be sort of behind the scenes making of there's gonna be all kinds of original art, um, like like before they got inked and 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 toned. Yeah, yeah bears. bears. <laughs>
2: yep. So and that's one of the things that was really cool. Kevin is like he blows me away. And I, I don't know if I ever told you guys about the time when he pulled something out and I started yelling for like 20 minutes as he pulled out each new piece of art I didn't even know existed. Um, <laughs> we'll we'll talk about that whenever we get further down the line with some other product lines. But, but
1: if you have hiding in your and you're fucking safe. He, <laughs> he did the same thing like. with turtles. He pulls huh.
2: out this thing, and I'm like, "What's this? I've never seen this piece of art before." I'm a rabid turtles fan. Like, what is all this? And he's like, "Oh yeah, this is just stuff that we, we you know, knocked around. Yeah, but couldn't and, and, use and used, it. was used in one advertisement, and yeah. this, you know, in Marvel or something, you know. And it, so it, it, and then, and then, of course, we're talking to Kevin Eastman, and Kevin Eastman's like, "Oh, I'll, I'll go digging into my archives too." You know, and so we're, it's just like, yeah, when it says a thousand percent, I mean, I, I really would say Kevin Eastman has just I mean, when he just heard word of it. Yeah. We before we even talked to him, um, apparently uh, the 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 whole Mirage uh, Studios comic crew um, were and all the people, a bunch of the artists at IDW were just really excited. Um, and uh, Kevin Eastman has just been like, yeah, he wants to be involved. Yeah, I mean, he just he's. He is very busy, very successful man. And the fact that he's like, I want to paint a yeah. cover. I want to do this. Let me talk to Peter about being involved with this. Yeah, and
3: then, he, yeah, I was about to say, then he reached out to Peter Laird, who, you Basically know, doesn't do much anymore. Peter and Kevin haven't done anything directly together brand new in, in at recently. least 20 years. It might be longer. Yeah. And... Yeah, apparently did a, they did, recently did a cover together, right? And they're they're doing stuff together for for this book. I don't know if we can say what yet.
0: But no, I, I I'd rather be
3: careful. On yeah, that, yeah, yeah.
0: And uh, Shh, you're not going to tell it, anybody but us girls here. I mean, well, it's just,
2: <laughs> we just want to. We want. We don't want to overpromise. If if say a time means yeah. one specific out of a series yeah. of things doesn't happen, because these these guys are, I mean, no pressure on them. If they want, if they want to do this, we're yeah. super happy to have yeah. them do yeah. it. If they can't do a certain thing no big deal. Well, yeah, right? like I, I, and that's I, a, We just don't want to say something. And then, yeah, Oh, that, that makes one sense. Thing you know, a great I, example
3: right. is I, I exchanged an email with, with Kevin Eastman and, and we had kind of been, you know, we were, we were really tight in the early days. I mean, come on. Like I said, we were one of our, their very first licensee licensees. And, you know, we worked intimately together. On yeah. They did the art for the this. First, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm the guy who's art directing Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird. And, uh, You know, and and other guys from from Mariah Studios, uh, Jim Lawson and uh, Eric Talbot and whoever. You know, great guys, all of them great. And, you know, we're all around the same age, so we're all peers at this point. We're all up and coming. Um, So we were pretty tight. In fact, when Kevin Eastman learned, uh, because he's a sweet guy, one of the nicest people on the planet. uh, When Kevin Eastman found out that I was never able to track down a uh, first printing of TMNT1, he sends me one of his last three copies. I mean. Kevin, Kevin, this scary right
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to write a yeah. uh, um, a weekly update about it. But uh, getting a, on a video call with Kevin Sambita, Kevin Eastman, and then we had uh, um, the executive from Paramount in there. Yeah. And it was so funny. They're, obviously, the, these two guys go way back and they're old friends. And it was really cool to hear them reconnect and you know kevin tells me his side of stories and it was so funny because kevin told one of those stories and kevin eastman told the other side about when they met the licensing agent and oh, stuff yeah, that yeah. kevin recommend that you know, kevin knew and so it was just it was just cool it was cool and i i asked we were like jeff did you want to say anything The the exec and he was like he on he because he just sat there for like an hour and a half two hours with yeah. his his screen muted yeah just, and he was like just grinning just grinning time. the whole time and he's like he's like no my heart is full Back to me. <laughs> it was, so funny. It was nice. so funny. Um, but, uh, yeah, and I was, I was trying to act cool, you know, because here I am, uh, you know, in a chat with Kevin Eastman and he's just, he's just, they're obviously having a great time and, and, and we were all having a good time. And he was just so excited to be involved with this that, um, yeah. That, and that's the whole thing is, uh, you know, for people to understand is, you know, we got this license, but the number one thing that we get asked by fans all the time, when are you going to bring back, and they want the original, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and and uh, you know, do we want to talk about the mass? I mean, this is a good time to talk about the mass. So, oh, sure, we're going to do a couple of versions of the book. So, well, so one, Kevin Eastman insisted on painting a cover, yeah. and we already had the other two in progress by Freddie Williams and Mike Majestic, and we're like, we're not going to tell Kevin Eastman no. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. And then, oh, <laughs> well, plus I, mean, I
3: was blown away, <laughs> yeah. That's no, Sandra, I
1: don't want a present,
2: right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly. You know, I I sent him this email, telling him what we're going to do. What our plans are, and, and I never even dreamed of asking Kev to do like to that. do a new cover. I know he's one of from Freddie Williams. because him and, and Eastman are, are very tight uh, and work together a lot. And, and Freddie, if everybody,
2: most people remember Freddie from uh, Riffs. Kevin yeah. found him and had mm-hmm. him doing art for Riffs, and now he's taken off in comics. And
3: and, and, and so so yeah, Freddie E Williams, a second. We're having this great call with him, and he's like, oh yeah, Kevin Eastman's like the busiest man I've ever known. So I'm not gonna ask Kev to do this kind of stuff. Just having his support would be wonderful. Right. And and right off the bat, he's like, "Yeah, Kevin, this is this sounds great. I'm in it. I'm in it 100 percent." Um, you know, uh, I want to do a new painted cover, and I'm like, uh but yeah, yeah, absolutely, Kev." <laughs> he's like, "I'm gonna go through my my, my yeah." I mean, and and I'm like, "I I don't know. I mean, I don't know what you charge these days, Kev. I don't know if we can afford it." He's like, "Don't worry about it. I'll you know, you oh, can wow. afford it. Oh yeah. wow. we'll we'll make it happen." And it just and again part of it. You know, I've been talking to Sean a lot lately because one of the really awesome things about all this is meeting all these these new artists. The relationship I have with the old artists, and, and and it's really wonderful connecting with Kevin Eastman again. And part of it is just you know when you build relationships with people, and I think that's how we got the license. We were told by a number of of industry people that. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't get the Ninja Turtle license. Nobody can. And I'm like, uh Yeah, some of them had tried real hard. You know, and I think a big part of that was when you know the Paramount people went to Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird and said, Hey, you know, we're thinking of giving them this license. You know this guy, Kevin Zambita? Yeah, is he okay? Is he good to work with? And they went, Oh my god, we love this guy. And, and you know, and the feeling like, after
1: him, it's great.
2: <laughs> well and and so um and, and then you know so so we're gonna have a couple of we're gonna have the two main books um and then we're gonna have two uh a variant cover for each one one by kevin eastman and one by sophie campbell yep. who's doing idw turtles right now yeah okay. uh she would she oh she plays palladium every week yeah. she runs it as a current heroes limited game running so awesome. that was cool too yeah like same origin story we both ran into tmt and other strangeness as kids and it, it affected us permanently. Um, we're deranged now. So, Sorry. Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> we got oh, the sickness, on. but... Uh, speaking, of, speaking of other, other books, uh, you, those six books you, you chose to merge into two for the, for the new run of TMNT, what prompted you to choose the other... F- obviously, the source book is... The, the, the main book is necessary, but the, the other five. What made you choose those five specifically? They're turtles specific.
0: Yeah. Can, well, can, yeah, but, can I uh, can I can I interject something here? Because I noticed a theme with that and see if I'm on base here with this. Um because I saw a bunch of chats saying, Hey, why no mutants down under? Why no uh that's the difference me?" right? Well exactly. The the all those original, which coincidentally, with the exception of transdimensional and the core book, I have none of those books. <laughs> so so mm-hmm. this is gonna be really good for me because I never got and turtles or turtles go to a Hollywood. A lot of people never before. did. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I only
2: I did I never had uh transdimensional.
0: I was all on a shelf when I was a kid, right? Luckily, I got that one, but but yeah, I mean that that's the point. Is like after the bomb was actually its own deal, right? After even back thing, then,
1: and then Mutants Downer went underneath that umbrella, right? Rather than so, Teenage Mutant so, Ninja Turtles.
0: So See, what yeah, I'm hoping for yeah. is that this opens up the the IP is like maybe we can get some Riff's World Book versions of mutants down under mutants of the yucatan instead of like these 20 page books that had a good hundred and you know whatever 20 page books uh for those settings if this, if this opens does well. up a
2: lot down the road depending you know no matter what what specific market approach we take with how we put those things together right um but i do like that idea right instead of lots of little books um but uh yeah this opens up a lot of doors um but uh the main reason is these are all the Ninja Turtles books mm-hmm. and so we wanted to collect them into something that everyone could get their hands on and have again because that's again That's the number one thing we get asked in fact we constantly it, okay So another thing we get asked is you know people want the original uh, some people mentioned the the red bandanas so um, one of the things that uh, That we decided when talking to paramount that is very important to them um, Was to have the four color bandanas in the two books but okay. but but um, and it's going to be full color books, right? But we're going to have a variant of each book, which we're calling the black, white and red edition, which is common in comic books these days. And they're going to be red bandana turtles. And the interior of the book is going to be all black and white with red, um, accents. So that will be yeah.
3: They'll all have red masks.
2: Yeah. And, and so that will be the closest to the original black and white. That'll mm-hmm. be the closest to this original book. Um, that, that, that you can get your hands on because it's so funny. some, you know, I, I talked to a few, we've talked to a few key people, which are also fans, um, but some are like directors of sales and marketing at important companies that we deal with. And uh, they're like, Oh, full of color. That's so amazing. Oh, this is gonna be great. And they're like, but what about black, black and white version of it? It's so funny because there's such a love for that original material as it came out.
1: But at the same time, we really want to do it big. We want to do Yeah, you want to be really grand, not just nostalgic, but also right. opulent. You know, like, like right. this is not, s- this is
2: special. So some of the opulence is is, yeah. is 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 like the those two extra cover options being when we had both of them fall on our lap, we're just like, okay, we'll do a variant cover for each one, right? And then when we had uh, you know, when that idea was what was suggested, um, mm-hmm. that we were just like, that's a great fit that solves, you know, something that people want. Um, one of the things that a lot of people randomly will say is what about the game, the told turtles game master screen. So we're going to do that again. Oh, that's one of the questions
0: off my list. Hold on. Let me cross
2: that one off. So, and and then the, the other, so that's, that's three versions of each book now, right? Um, two, uh, one cover variant and then a variant edition. And then we're also going to have, uh, the, the second cover variant is going to be a mutagen green foil stamped cover. (laughs) Oh, wow. Um, Yeah. And, and that is, uh, most likely going to be eastman and laird um illustrations yeah. for those oh so. and, and obviously
3: this isn't the book but it's gonna be this kind of something like you know, that right something yep. similar and, to
2: that yeah so, a bit
3: more detailed yeah a lot more detailed. We, we, we were like it could be really simple and we get back like <laughs>
1: kevin eastman is just so excited <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah, he's yeah like, no no it's, it's four it's, concepts it's, which concept do you like and it was yeah yeah it's, <laughs> it's it's all you know you you were expecting silhouettes on silhouettes you know like it. it, it comes back like jesus christ is ancient fractal patterns what <laughs> no, the hell is it, this for it, it, you know? it, it, it looks like a comic book page we're like we're like kevin you, you know thank you
2: so much you know <laughs> so we're gonna do the best we can to you know do i mean because like um we have the cyborg foil in here i mean uh, just like yeah yeah i mean just like that one i'm guessing it'll be something like this where it's actually okay. pretty detailed pretty detailed for a foil cover mm-hmm. so um but yeah, um, well, let's go through more of your questions. Oh, but, well, yeah. Anyways, that's just I wanted to explain that the, the red bandanas and the and – the Well, actually,
0: the I, I want to I stay on the bandana thing for just a second because sure. that, that is – well, it's kind of come up in chat here. That's one of the things that I got. I just noticed on Discords and YouTube comments and so forth is like, they better have the red bandanas. None of this newfangled – hey, uh, just so folks know, I'm reading this right now. And, oh. The names on here should look familiar to you. Kevin Eastman, Peter Laird, and they have four color bandanas in. here. Right. Just saying. So, uh, well, the, the <laughs> turtles actually evolved quite a bit after yeah. their initial release.
2: So, yeah. you know, um, like the, they actually on the cover of this book, they evolved quite a bit from some of the forms they had earlier mm-hmm. on. And then very quickly they became,
3: oh yeah.
2: uh, like in, uh, well, like the cover of trucking turtles or if oh, you yeah. turtles go Hollywood or trucking
3: turtles, try to just find, uh, the
2: cover. yeah. Yeah. So, like in these covers, the turtles, their body shapes, right? Mm-hmm. Look different than they, right, than they, right. when they initially released, right? And then quickly you go to. I mean,
3: even by our first source book, the turtles had changed and morphed and, you know, they still had the red masks, but, you know, the look was very different from oh, the yeah, original. Right. And, and that's part of it is we're doing. And, and part of this too is, like I said,
2: um, a lot of this is. You know, we're we're working with Paramount, and we want to be friendly, right? We're we're establishing a relationship because we want to be able to do a whole lot of stuff in the future. Sure. So um, a lot of this is it, it, there are certain things that are important to them, and we're like, hey, we're on board. You know, and, we, and to be honest,
3: they, they were actually very cool. They're very cool. They, they said we could go either way with all red masks, which is what we were originally starting with. Or each one having their distinctive color mask and art. We sat back and went, okay, gamers. And you know, let's face it old farts like us. We all know them as the red mask yep. characters. And, and that was mainly because the comics were black and white for like the, what the first 150 fricking issues. Right. So you only saw them on the covers and they, you know, they're ninja. So they all look the same.
2: And a lot of times it was a three, uh, a, a duotone.
3: for 30 years. Most of the world knows them with the color masks. That's true. Yeah. So we thought we should do it with the color masks, so that, you know, people aren't confused to give them what they, they know. And then honestly, the, the black, white and red edition was the suggestion of, of our, our paramount liaison. Hmm. And, and my knee jerk reaction was, I don't know. And then the more I thought about it yeah. and Sean too, we're like, yeah, that's a damn good idea. That and because be- it
2: solved a lot of problems too, because I, I, I want something as close to the original as possible. You know, um, I mean, that was so funny when we initially discussed it, because I was like, Kevin, we should reach out about this license. And, you know, and he'd been had been reaching out over yep. the previous years. Um, but, uh, you know, that was one of the things that initially I was like, full color. But I like the black and white. I like the original, you know, let's. And and so but Kevin's like, no, but Sean, we could do this. And, that. and then I was sold. Right. But it, it it was one of those things where it's like, OK, we can have our cake and eat it, too. This is totally possible. This is this is um, you know it's basically art direction and um, you know that kind of work. It's it's not like writing a whole different book, right? Um, you know the the remaster process is a bitch and a half. Um, I'll be straight up. Um, it's a lot of work and it's worth it. I mean I'm s i am mean I'm ecstatic to be, be able to do it for this product, right? Um, I'm already, I,
0: I don't know why it's not in my hands
2: yet. So right. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, is yeah, I mean that's a lot of work. But hey, once yes. we've gone through all that, um, then doing a black, white, and red edition, we just felt like that's a great way to really do something special for yeah, the for the old school fans. Yeah,
3: too. especially for I mean, you know, comic books does this periodically. Well they'll they'll do their their usual full color comic. And then they'll have, sometimes they call it noir, or sometimes they call mm-hmm. it something else, but it'll be the black and white version. And as an artist, I love that because, you know, as much as I enjoy color, sometimes the color obscures the line work and stuff. And I want to see that. So, you know, it, it's it's a fun thing to do. And for those who want a black and white version with red, all red masks, you know, they can get it.
2: Yeah. Yeah and and so and we're so we're really excited about that and kevin even is i'm not i was never i always had friends that were comic book guys I was really into turtles and the graphic novels, so I call myself more of a graphic novel guy because I would just kind of like get into the really cool stuff that made. Is it a difference? <laughs> I mean, no. I feel like I feel like comic collectors are different than guys that just buy the graphic novel of the successful stuff, right? Well, fair so, enough, nice. right? You, 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 you know you what I'm saying?
1: The, the uh, trade paperbacks, you know, where it's it's a whole run after yeah. it's after it's done years ago, and you're like, oh, right. everybody's I'm like, saying, this was no, this it, was awesome. I, okay, I'll buy I the graphic every novel every you know? buying every month's comic right. to get that
0: story. So so in BattleTech terms. It's the fact that I'm proud that I have the original shrapnel. That I stand okay. makes me stand out over other people. You don't have to know what it is because I'm the real collector.
1: It also right. makes you feel superior, which is the most important thing. What's that? It makes you feel superior, which is the most important exactly, thing. Right. Right.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And it's in good condition.
1: No. Let, wait, we have, so you said you want to get some questions. We're going to do that. We're going to get some chat first because yes. some, some of this is pretty fun.
0: Well, I've got some super chats in here as well. so
1: I, I'm going to go through that. Uh, Me too. Machine <laughs> says uh, more hype for, for this than the last five Marvel movies. That is, oh. that, that is wow. not a shock. I'm not, I'm not worried about this. And of course, we, we know uh, Makira. I did of most of those says, already. We already did that one. Yeah. Uh, we already did that one. Uh, Coco Shuko says, that uh, no, we already did that one. We already yep. did, that one. did that one. <laughs> we did that one. Uh, Malachi, we did that one already. Squirrel Hermit. We did his, but there's
0: 20 we, bucks. We can do it again. Thank 20 you.
1: 20 bucks. We, we can do it again. Hey, oh, <laughs> can't wait for oh, this. Yeah. One of the first RPG movies love. That That is a common theme in our chat today. TMNT and Robotech. They're number one and number two, and they flop. Yep. Oh, here's here's one. (laughs) Got my Northern 2 source, Northern Gun source book uh, last weekend. Love the Robo Gladiator OCC. (laughs) Love the Robo Gladiator. I do not have that source book. I don't know what the Robo Gladiator is. What I do know is that a Triceraton versus a centrati would be a freaking awesome fight. You know, I mean, ev- everyone says, oh, oh, a human fighting a kangaroo. The kangaroo is always going to win. Well, yeah, but it looks cool. It- it's fun to watch. Even the human will get decimated after a couple punches, right? So I, I imagine the, the Zentradi is going to die hard in a hole. But, you know, who knows? You know, who knows? Uh, it depends knows? on
2: it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> is he micronized? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Will, uh, hopefully not. Hopefully not. Uh, oh, here- here's one. That uh, that actually uh, is is close to my heart be, because I spoke about something like this just last night on my stream. This was Kevin Sean' question: Is April O'Neill a redheaded white woman or Lizzo? Now, the oh. reason the, the reason I put this up there is is because uh, there, there's been a whole lot in uh, in in refreshing IP of gender and race swapping. For oh. for what reason? Because they can. That's yeah, without I mean, getting into any of that. Yeah, yeah, no, no, uh, hang on, hang on. Um, we're, we're, we're not gonna, we're not gonna delve deeply into this. This is just so I can, I can tell a joke and laugh. Okay, that's all it is. Yeah. But, uh, last night I said, hey, you know what? I have never watched one of these, one of these refreshes that are changed for change's sake. I've never watched one. But once Disney refreshes Tarzan, and instead of a white guy falling in the jungle raised by apes, make it a black American. I dare you to do that. I dare you. I'll watch it. I'll pay for it. And, and I'll watch all the other ones too, because you're brave and stupid, but I'll do it. But they'll, they'll never do that. Okay. You know, so, okay. Eh, screw it. All you right. Know, so like I said, that was out your, uh,
2: your, your soapbox there.
1: That, that was just my soapbox, but we got oh, one here. Okay. Kevin Eastman was a very nice man. This is from Omanow. Uh, I had him sign some artwork for my son when he was seven was a very generous with praise for other artists during turtles artwork, And that that's, that's how, you know, a, a really good leader is when, yeah. when, when blame comes in, he eats it up. So no right. one else touches it. But when praise comes in, he spreads it around to everyone right. else around him. And well, it's, it seems like Kevin Eastman's caught kind of that kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, well,
2: I, I, yeah. I, you know, Kevin knows I was, I've, I've just been super impressed with him personally. Um, and uh, which is cool because, you know, I'm always worried that like, Oh, I'm going to meet my childhood hero in there, Dick, you know, but um, no, he's, he's a great guy. Um, yeah. And uh,
3: when, when, when turtles went big, you know, I had a lot of people, you know, speculate whether they were nice guys or, or, or jerks. And I always said that their success that, that they've experienced couldn't happen to two nicer people. Both Kevin Eastman and Peter, Peter Laird are salted to the earth. They're, they're just wonderful people. And, and Kevin Eastman, you know comes from like that that same branch of the tree that I do where the fans are at the t- at, you know super important to us yeah uh, you know I've seen him spend you know obvious. have a, have a line of people that I mean there must be a, a freaking thousand people at a convention and not only will he wait and sit and sign everybody's books but he'll spend 10 15 minutes with every person talking to them and getting you know answering their questions and stuff and he also said,
2: by the way, that whenever he does signings, people, some, someone always brings up one of our RPGs, yeah. at least a few people. Oh, that's awesome. RPGs. Yeah. So it really did hit a lot of people and affect a lot of people. Yeah. Um, but, you know, to answer that question, I mean, our, our depiction of all the characters is true to the original early comics. Yep. And as you'll see them basically depicted in the last row. Run-
0: we're going to get into some some it? real stuff here in a moment, but uh, I, this this question has been nagging me ever since I saw the comment last night, and I wasn't going to ask you, but now I am going to ask you, and it's okay if you're like, no, I'm not going to touch that one. Um, the comment came up basically said that people don't like TMNT. They prefer after the bomb. Per- apparently TMNT has a bad rap, but after the bomb is considered the good game. I've literally never heard that an entire time. In I, never, my entire I
3: haven't life. either. Not, I mean,
0: not, not ever. Not to say that. After the bomb isn't a good game. Yeah, I mean, but they're it both is. written by the same person,
3: so yeah.
2: I mean, um, you know, off the same core rules. So I mean, one might be, you know, I would, I would imagine that, you know, when Eric did the revised version of After the Bomb, that was, you know, the pinnacle of what he was working on. You know, it, it would be get more refined over time. Um, but uh, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's necessarily true. And I'll tell you, when I was just working on Savage Riffs, I had people reach out to me asking me about. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Palladium one, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was—it's it, the the interest and the love for it goes very deep. Yeah. Um, and that's again, that's part of the reason why, yeah. you know, this is the first thing we want to do when we when we talked to Paramount. Okay.
0: Right. Did well, you want uh, to finish have, those comments
1: so that we can yeah, get your questions? I got, a, I got a couple more. Okay. And the, okay. this 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 one is is part of the system. Will the insanity system be included like it was in first edition?
3: Uh, probably not. Or if it is, it's our, it'll be our current, it'll be, yeah. Okay.
0: That's okay. actually one of the things I like about the palladium games is when you take hit point damage, when you actually take some severe injuries, you can have some trauma that yeah. comes from that. And I think yeah. that's, I think that's important to a game. I don't care if it's the original version or this version, I think they're both fine, but no, it's, uh, the, it's
2: yeah, we're basing this off the revised version, but again, this is gonna end up being a revised revised because I am gonna going I am going through it with a fine fine tooth comes so.
3: Well, and I just want to say before I forget, because we'll get caught up in some other bunch of questions. Sure. So for, for every Palladium fan, these color hardcovers. Are a hint, and more than a hint. It's a good example of what we plan to do with our entire game lines. Yes, and we we issue books when we do new new editions. We're looking to go full color and amazing color, not oh, wow. just hardcover.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So this, just so you know, I mean, for Kevin, that's you know, this is something new for me. This is I've, I was already working on, I don't know, an, an updated adaptation of Rift, Some you could say, um, but the idea was you know, for a new generation with full color art. So for me, this is just returning back to. Okay.
0: Well, there always still be production. a black and white version for cheapskates that only can <laughs> like oh, some we'll sometimes, see. to be honest with you, I don't want a big full color version of a book. I just like having the information available. Well, it, well that, that's that some people want a table copy. You know, yeah, a, yeah, a right. copy to pass around uh, the
1: table, and you don't want the the big, you know, hardcover, full color deal. Cheeto hands and, you know, pass around these, right. these slimy Cheetos eating bastards at your table, yeah. messing up your nice book like that. You want a table book, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah no. And no, I, I think there's some <laughs> there's some really
2: interesting things to play with there. Um, you know, one of the things we do have is we have our soft cover versions that come mm-hmm. out from our popular books. So we'll we'll look, definitely look at that um but i guess that's time, what i meant
0: right there i apologize if i wasn't clear enough about that but that's no no, no, like, no that's like cool a, like but, a good but also like so you, know, you have version. to understand
2: doing like for instance the black white and red edition this would be very similar right if we did like a soft cover black white and red um there's actually a lot of extra production that goes into the black and white version it, it's you know if you're going to go full color you might as well go full color you know what i mean so i mean sure i can do a grayscale version of it but um you know well, we'll see. We'll see what 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 fans want and what price points are out there and stuff yep. like that. Yep. But we
3: always listen to fans, and yep. price is always a concern, as you guys Absolutely. know.
2: Absolutely. And and the other thing is,
3: is I think you're going to find that um, even with these books, especially
2: if you get involved in the Kickstarter, um, these are going to be the cheapest if you get them at the Kickstarter, guaranteed. Sure. Um, and for a number of reasons, um, business wise, but uh, that that's you know, our, we are dedicated to putting stuff like this together um and being you know very reasonably priced <laughs> on the market. i, I, I guess make,
0: I'm, maybe i'm uh, being weird about all. this but i'm just a little nostalgic there where it's like it's uh, my palladium collection other than cyberworks honestly is stuff like this right. and yep. it'd be weird to all of a sudden have them all be different like digest size sure, and, and sure. no and, then, and, and
2: it'll depend on the books as you know because there's for instance there's a lot of tiles that we already have announced which we for instance if you haven't seen it um there's a uh, a web page on our on our um, website uh, that lists, you know, our, what, what our priorities mm-hmm. for production stuff are. I guess we need to announce turtle or add turtles to that. Because yeah. we can <laughs> to talk about it. Um, but the whole point is, is some of those will will be the traditional, yeah. you know, soft cover, black and white yeah. books because they're already in advanced stages of production, right? So that's a lot of that will continue, but we are also showing people what Palladium can and will be doing um, with, with select uh, titles in the future
1: ah okay. see that comes to my next question halcyon had the same question it's awesome you got turtles back but pie in the sky it's an ip you haven't had before which one do you want to turn into a a, a, a palladium game only uses the savage world system i don't, I don't know, know maybe some current ip that only uses I that, but I just, people mention palladium. savage
2: worlds guys i mean that's not my company
1: yeah, I, I, I understand. I understand. I understand. You
2: understand that. I love them. They're great people, right? Yeah, and I, yeah I no, really no,
1: love That was just that was just Chris him like elaborating on his main point. Where do you have a dream IP that you wish to bring into the Palladium RPG system that you have not even spoken to anyone about yet? Like oh, it's so it, 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 it's so secret. You wake up and <laughs> said no, that's a dream. That's private, and you don't tell anyone. But you can tell us here now be, because you're dreaming right now, so it's fine. Do you so, have
3: one? Or do you want to talk about one? Please? I mean, for me, except, you know, there's too many hands in it these days, you know, for, for a long, long time as a comic book guy, you know, my, my dream IP was, uh, you know, Marvel, the Marvel Universe.
4: Hmm.
3: Um, but, you know, we, we had a, that there was one point in the 1990s where we were in contention to get that license. And it just the more we talked to the people in charge at Marvel at that time. Right. these things can change very quickly. It, it was oh, going to yeah, yeah, be yeah. a nightmare they didn't really understand what the fan base wanted uh, and again that's this is 20 years ago right. 25 years ago um and, and 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 we walked away from it because it just it was going to be too much of a nightmare um so yeah that would be a dream if i could do it the right way the way i feel it needs to be done or should be done i would love Love to do Marvel. It's never going to happen, but that that would be a dream.
1: Hey, you know what? That's what dreams are for, right?
2: Was the was the was the when you guys went for Star Wars? Was that more for
3: Wojcik? I uh, know that. I mean, I was a super Star Wars okay. nut back then. So I yeah. mean,
0: guess we're gonna have another live stream in the future to talk about that.
3: <laughs> well, that's. I mean, they went. Yeah, but
2: I mean, it didn't happen. When West End, when West End West got End the Kingdom. game in
0: the nineteen eighties, um,
3: we were the last guys to bow out in, in what was basically a bidding war. Mm. So. Yeah, I went after it hard <laughs> in the 19, late 80s, or um, mid-80s, I guess.
2: Yeah, a couple of like popular ones that I, I know that I enjoy that I would love to work on, like Star Trek. I'd love to work on um, uh, Fallout. Um, Fallout's one that I told Kevin. I was like, by the way, if this ever comes up. Um, well, Modiphius
0: got Fallout. Gundam. Yeah. But, well,
2: yeah, that's what I was going get, to get to. But, oh, Gundam. I and mean, both those are being done good. really well. That would be
0: good. So, kind of well received, I, boy, I I boy, I really yeah. want to do
2: Gundam,
1: yeah oh well, we'll my see. god my, my 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 brain just seized up that would be freaking amazing i mean what you you have you have the robotech cred to to actually say you can do it and i believe that you could do it really well that would be amazing
0: Thank who you. owns gundam right is that part of mechton uh or oh, so no right? no 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 that's
1: bandai mm-hmm. no is it Bandai? bandai. okay oh, they are <laughs> they are uh from what i understand they are super japanese they're not just regular japanese but they're super wow. japanese well and, and Gundam's uh, like
2: they're their... yeah it's
1: it's it's their baby and if, yeah. if you want to get involved with that you're going to you're going to be vetted and you're going to have rules and and I mean if anyone knows and, anyone at you know
2: <laughs> at Namco Bandai that wants to reach out that, to that'd us be that'd great, be great but, but man because this, this I, I, hey, list let list. me play in that sandbox i'll you tell me which corner of the sandbox to go to and we'll <laughs> have fun um you know because I, I, it's just a great, a great power. I love the Fed Xeon Civil War. Um, but uh, anyways, yeah, that's, that's the one. And then I also, I, I don't know if this would really be viable. Um, and I'd really rather just do a lot of, there's a lot of things that I enjoy about certain properties that I'm like, we could just do it with Phase World, right? <laughs> like I really love uh space battleship Yamato, right? Mm, um, oh yeah. I, I was a big Robotech fan. I'm still a big Robotech yep. fan, but you know, I'm a big Battletech fan. So, I mean, you know, but. There's there's a lot of ways you can you can you can get your rocks off with a lot of the stuff we already have. So yeah, cool.
1: Yeah. And there there's a couple things in here, Max, in the in the in the start area, especially for, uh, one one from weird guy. I don't know if I should put that on the screen. I don't know. I mean, I it's, know it's who he is from bucks, the cartoon, but I don't know if I should put it on the screen. But while oh. you're looking at that, I'm gonna get oh, one five... here. That yeah, it's a super this chat isn't about a... TMNT, but it's in Palladium in general. Uh, this is from uh uh g fram denkar i don't i got nothing but uh, given the revision of vampire kingdoms and its success can we expect other older titles such as england africa receiving the same refresh treatment
2: i mean yeah i mean that's what's happening with with fantasy right now right so we you know kevin finished uh yin sloth uh jungles um revised and expanded and um it's leading to an extra book um yin sloth expeditions um, so, I mean, yeah, that's, we, we, we think we, we, we agree. That's been a great approach that Kevin's done. Just like the revised source book one was great. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and so, yeah, we, we do continue to look forward to doing things like that, but I don't know we're really focused on a lot of new stuff too.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, there's a lot of things we would love to do and, and, and we certainly, you know, have our ears to the ground. So we know what fans want. It's really a matter of time, time and resources, um, you know, for example, why did we go after TMNT? I mean, you know, there's, there's a lot of obvious reasons, but, you know, one of the big ones for us was we knew how much it was loved. Mm-hmm. It's a great way to, you know, keep Eric's name in, in the public eye. Cause you know, he's a great guy. It was a great guy. And, you know, one of my closest friends and we knew fans loved it. So when we could bring it back, um, and it was the we, timing we is
2: fortuitous because yeah. Kevin had just talked to some people at Viacom, but then Viacom was bought by Paramount. We didn't realize the way around. Oh, Paramount bought Viacom. Viacom bought Paramount and Nickelodeon. Oh, then but they then they kept the the, the Paramount name. Yeah. Oh weird. Yeah, okay, it's I, did, one the, I yeah. It was their, weird because now it's all Paramount, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. So it's some incestuous corporate relationship. <laughs> but um but the cool thing was there was different people there that were open to totally different new ideas.
3: Right? Oh yeah, we've been kicking this idea around since well, forever, but uh, Nickelodeon actually reached out to me in 2015. And we just we, we we couldn't devote our time and give it, you know, what it really deserved. Yeah, like everything that was going on in 2015, and then you know we reconsidered it again in like 2019, um, and then uh, you know the time was right and the people were right, and we're doing it now. <laughs> yeah. I
2: mean, you know, and I, 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 you know, Kevin was very patient with me because I just was like, "Can we reach out again? When can we reach out again?" It was like this is when we reach out. He knows the he knows the life's the cycle of these people over a year he knows when to reach out he knows how to do the negotiations that's then one of the coolest things is learning from this guy it's like um there's a lot of stuff i already knew before i came to palladium there's a lot of things that Palladium's doing that's really cool that other companies aren't as from a business standpoint mm-hmm. um, side of things um, but at the same time we've been updating other systems right there's been a lot of a lot of learning but uh one of the things that i really got to learn a lot about was was negotiate high-powered negotiations from kevin on the ground level, so that's been really exciting.
1: <laughs> I feel oh, like I finally
0: kind am of. I exciting? You mean levels. what?
1: <laughs> What's that? Um, am I exciting? You mean this sucks? Alcohol, hookers, and blow. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> really cool. that,
0: or that. Only in the be, movies. The, the high-powered corporate tripod of negotiations. Sean is just there in black and white, nothing but a smoke fog there, and there. Now, what we're gonna do? See, we're gonna. <laughs> And we got your family in a hidden <laughs> location. Yeah. <laughs>
1: now, now I, I I read this in chat. It's it's a it's a twenty dollars super chat. Thank you very much. I drink, therefore I am. And when I read it before I throw it up there, when I read it, I I saw this IP idea, and I never
0: thought of it before. And I hate myself for never. Before thinking you read of it, before you read it, it I want to put this out there for folks, guys. We got to get down to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle stuff. So I'm not going to talk about any more rift stuff until we get. To later on in the stream because we really want to talk about TMNT. Yeah, let's get through this, more of the
1: TMNT because we need to talk about some of the other stuff we're offering with the Kickstarter as well. Yeah,
0: exactly. Oh yeah, yeah. This this, this is stuff.
1: this is the last one from chat because I think it's just so great. Vampire Hunter D as a as a game. Now, you know, Kevin's a, not familiar with. He's familiar with a lot
2: of anime. He's not familiar with the vampire. Oh, anime. not familiar. Okay. I this this, this, so this we is. Thought, a, we actually had is,
1: talked about it. So, like, it's it's a it's an apocalyptic future. Where there's there's a there's a, a medieval type technology along with high technology, but magic is already magic is there. There are vampires, and the main character is a half vampire. And with it, just just off the top of my head, mixing heroes unlimited, ninjas and super spies, and played in fantasy together would be this world already. Well, I think you could actually do a pretty good vampire inner D game if you just took. You know, um,
2: beyond or not not beyond the supernatural. Um, well, you could actually have elements of that as well. But you you could take Nightbane, and Rifts, jam it together, and you could have a pretty cool Vampire Hunter D game. But you could have, um, you
1: could have a, a thing. But I'm I'm talking about like a, a a brand new make make the IP for for Palladium. You know from yeah. scratch ground up that that would be that would be awesome it'd be a lot of work i wouldn't want to do it but it would be awesome well <laughs> no, it'd be fun it'd be fun it would be it's a cool it's a cool ip that's not a bad idea
2: you know when we're talking about different ips you could do yeah but you know the main thing i'd say is kevin and i are mo- mostly focused on you know well i mean besides me being a giant fanboy well yeah um, yeah we're, we're not and, asking you to, to like say yeah like, no 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 but in in just so you know our core yeah. approach is to work on our ips yeah. and <laughs> yeah. you know finish the beyond the supernatural books you know yeah. Um, you know, f- keep keep progressing with our IPs sure. and use any of the you know the the different funds and the and, and the connections we're gaining to help us produce our stuff.
0: Yeah, to different. be fair, is there really a genre IP that you're missing?
2: No, I don't think
0: so. If you, yeah, if you no, found- no. no. <laughs> there
1: is, there is. Uh, shit, what was it? Called? A slice of life, like like a uh, system, like, uh, uh, system failure. Oh crap! Never mind. All right.
2: So, <laughs> so I mean, like, yeah, I mean, because if you consider, I mean, you, you depend on how you splice things up, but you know, um, yeah, I consider we consider Phase World, you know, our space opera. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, yeah, we've got yeah. Okay. okay. I mean, it, have, it, it has a Star, Star Wars, Wars feel. We actually have crazy. I mean, I when I joined Kevin here, I had three different IPs I wanted to launch uh, for my own company, and Kevin's like, well, you could do them with Palladium. So. <laughs> and they're great. I think they're great ideas. Kevin thinks they're cool. So maybe we'll eventually do those too, but we got, you know,
0: Well, so I definitely have some generic palladium questions as we, as we go along here, but we do want to bring this back to T, uh, TMNT. Cause that, yeah. that is the focus of that for me, that's the excitement of what we're here to talk about, but I do. I, what I love about this is this is probably the quietest I've been on a live stream in months ever. Uh, because I love the fact that you guys have this energy and can just keep going. So oh, t- really talking so excited about it, Talking about this, so let, let's just go back to the beginning. How did this all come to fruition? Like, as I mean, you you've already said, like, oh, you are never gonna get that the TMNT IP, and you know, other folks are like, whoa, how did they get this? So, you know, the parts you can tell anyway, how did you how this fall into your lap again? Well, so- it
2: didn't fall into our yeah. lap, I'll put it that way. <laughs> yeah, this is a lot of hard work.
3: Yeah. Okay. And, and, and uh, you know, n- n- this is this
2: was I would say this is mind over matter.
3: Yeah, I was going to say, never never tell me never, or, or that's impossible, because I, I, I take that and go, okay, let's do this. In fact, I have to say, I'm enjoying this so much, because for a lot of people, we are doing the impossible, and uh, I, I, I love doing the impossible, yeah. um, or what people perceive to be impossible.
2: Well, it would have been impossible for just Kevin or just me, I think. This has taken our combined...
3: Yeah, it's, 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 Sean's right. I mean, it's having the right people. Like I said, we've actually been kicking this around for, you know, almost 10 years, I, where I actually spoke to people at Nickelodeon in 2015 and, and found out what they would expect from us, what they want, you know, what the guarantee would be, et cetera, et cetera. And, um, you know, we said, you know, we're, I mean, we kept the, the door open, you know, but I said, you know, we, we can't do this right now um let us get back to you and, and in fact when when we felt you know with sean on board here at palladium i felt like this is the time we can do this um and we were fresh off of titan robotics and we had remastered the cyborgs collection
2: where we, we had uh you know we're about to nail a kickstarter right
3: delivery and, and all this stuff we're setting up a lot of things that yeah you know we, we've mentioned before that we have a five-year plan to yes to palladium back on top and this this was one of the the like points in the plan yeah and and so in fact when i i reached out to that didn't have to be turtles but yeah when when i reached out to to paramount i i i I thought we were screwed because my contact from nickelodeon who was an awesome lady named linda lee um she's no longer with them since viacom bought nickelodeon paramount um, You know, a lot Paramount. of people got moved around, and and, and some are gone, and, and Linda was gone, and I'm like, oh shit. And like but you know, we reached out to to we thought we had an in, and we lost it. Right? Yep. yeah. And so we reached out. <laughs> to, no idea what we were. We reached out blindly <laughs> to Paramount. Um, actually, last last fall, and it took a couple months before we could find the right people, and we finally. Uh, got a name and reached out to her, and um, they contacted us. We had a Zoom call and we did our pitch. And again, like I said, fortunately, um, Paramount in particular, and especially I think the more creative people, like like the gentleman who's uh, our approval guy, Jeff Whitman, but I think a, a lot of Paramount. So one of the nice surprises of Paramount is that they're they are really aware of their fan base. Yes. Okay, uh, and they and they for a big giant corporation, they seem to really care about their fan base, so they were very much aware that our game existed, that people loved it, and Linda had told me that back in two thousand fifteen. Like I was, I was blown away that you know they call me out of the blue, and, and I'm like I I'm surprised you're calling me, and they go well, we have a lot of you know. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle and other strangeness fans. We we loved that book, and we would love to see it come back out. And I'm like, holy crap, that's amazing. So, and I think that's how we got it over a lot of other companies. It's just the relationship I had with Eastman and Laird all those years, that was so positive. And the fact that so many people loved the damn game that Eric and I came up with, but you know, mostly Eric. I mean, he's the to, guy to
0: be fair. There there is no like animosity. the The license wasn't. Uh wasn't lost Ripped or let go your, or whatever Yeah, because of any anything midnight. negative it was just, no
3: not at all yeah. no no no. no we, we thought we had in fact I you know looking back i wish i had never let it go but it was one of those things where we felt like it had played out as far as we could take it um back in the 90s it got kind of kidified mm. so a lot of people stopped buying and playing it because it was like playing mickey mouse i think for a lot of people their perception well, that, that's what they thought that, that, that was that was the, the general idea of yeah. as a pretty graphic yeah,
1: novel because right? of the cartoon it, right. it, it, it moved everyone's perception away from the
3: comics and the role playing well, well, game cartoon, and it was a completely different animal the cartoon and the toy line i mean let's face it the toy line yeah. which was hugely successful yeah. was one of the biggest success stories yeah. Nine in 9 and under turtle sure. history uh, and <laughs> toy history you know, it was aimed for the four- to eight-year-old. So that, for a while, damaged things. But, you know, fast forward 20 years, you know, the comics came out. The movies got grittier. Um,
2: They've done your People summer- who start- loved it mm-hmm. as a
3: kid grew up. Yeah, and well, as those
2: kids thing, grew right? up, yes. But, yeah, do you, I mean, you know, I you can't really fault Kevin because it's like that's a gamble to hold on to an IP and keep paying into it when it's not producing money. Right.
3: Um, well, and we and had focus. it for, we yeah. had it for like 10 or 12 or 15 years. Right. Um, so, you know, that's a long time. Most people, when they get a license, they have it for, you know, three years, four years. And, and we had it for over a decade. So, you know, and, and so it, it's, we were happy that we were able to put it together. I mean, there was some willing and dealing, there were some, you know, sacrifices, um, but uh, we were able to put the g- deal together and you know the paramount people were actually you know for the most part really great to work with and still, were, they still are they still, we're still are working yeah, still working still working them. Them, right? right and the, <laughs> but, and, the, and the part of it is they didn't understand
2: our niche in the industry they just weren't familiar with it and so there were a lot of well, there's a lot of time that was that came from you know uh, lawyers not understanding it and then the language in yeah. the contract doesn't reflect our business model at all and we're right. like hey this is and and it's you know it, it's also like, are they trying to jerk us around or is this like, you know what I mean? You, you naturally, when you see it, you're like, what? And so in the end, we just came to realize, hey, they just don't understand this whole enchilada. We got to go and explain to it to it them. them. I mean, I don't right. know how else to put it because it was like they did not get this, our distribution model. Yeah. Yeah. And we had to explain all of that to them. They they were excited about Kickstarter because another Paramount property did really well on Kickstarter. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and, but they didn't understand Kickstarter. Yeah, they just were like, "Oh, Kickstarter is like Amazon; you make lots of money, like,
1: <laughs> or something."
2: Well, actually, yeah, I think it was, it was more like Kickstarter is magic, right? And, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah.
1: Just Money comes out of Kickstarter, and yeah, it's just a, it's, it's a black box. You know, you you, <laughs> t- you t- type in type in words, and out comes money. That's yeah, you know, they, they didn't understand that. that you know yeah the, the the
2: Kickstarter takes a cut of the fan paying us mm-hmm. right right uh, in a transaction, and once they understood that, they they very quickly started you know fixing a lot of this the contractual details that were that were really uh holding things up and so they've been really great to work with it's just there's a lot of these things that was just came to understanding or understanding what the fans need or once they under for instance they didn't understand distributors because they're used to distribution as in barnes and noble and walmart yeah Target. Yeah. right target books and t-shirts and stuff like that they didn't understand our comic book-esque distribution model where we're selling to you know direct sale and distributors, distributors and retailers like and
3: online on our own website. Right. They're like, you've they, got your you know, own website store? Yeah. They were like super no, confused. Like, yes. Yeah. And
2: so when once they understood that, they were like, oh, we don't want to, because at first they were like, we don't want to sell through distributors. Big, for a lot of reasons, like for instance, bookstores can return huge right. quantities of material, right. and mm-hmm. so they didn't understand that we were already selling on a non-returnable basis unless yeah. the product was damaged. So there was these, there was just a lot of these. It sounds really simple, but it's actually pretty complicated. Well, it you sounds know, like it was a so learning a experience of- on both sides, though. It they, was. They,
0: they had yeah. to learn how. Y- you guys, because you know this part of the business, how you guys run this part of the business, and you had to learn the, the contractual side and the, the what you guys call it, the, the the Hollywood side of this?
2: Yeah, I guess is the best way you can put it, right? And so, you know, it's just that there was a lot of things where we we're all learning each other's
3: language, each other's business models, so we could communicate clearly about certain and, expectations. And I, and I give them a lot of credit because you're talking about, and this goes back to See, we're very niche. Paramount being aware of its fan base and trying to please its fan base. We're talking a multi-billion dollar conglomerate. Yes. You know, very few big companies like I give two shits about, you know, the little fan base or, or a little company like us. They're used to dealing with these mega companies, you know, mega companies working with mega companies. And for them to take the time that they did to, to understand our business and to placate our needs and and when we'd say well the fans don't want that we they were going to want this we explain it to them and, and and you know they were willing to go oh yeah we we get that Let, let's let's cool. do that you know a great example is is uh, most of the kickstarter exclusives all of the kickstarter exclusives dice <laughs> basically <laughs> miniatures um you know dice towers etc etc you know this is all new to them and they're, they're like, like i don't know And then we explain it, and we explain what the fans want, and they're like, okay, yeah, let us work this out. Fuck, it took – sorry. (laughs) it's okay. It it, it took like eight months for one of our uh, uh, Paramount liaisons to get the toy division to let us do do minis.
2: And, And part of that was you can do minis, but they were like, they have to be of characters, you know, or as depicted in the RPG. And they wanted to make sure it's exclusive. This again, it's about building relationships. So we're like, hey, you let our foot in the door. We are super yeah. happy to acquiesce, <laughs> right? Um, right. But I mean, you yeah. know, and they were like dice. Why do people want dice? And we're like, well, that's how they play the game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, are yeah. gamers are obsessed. They're like, what's it? we're like, and we want to do a game master And They were like, what's a game master? You know, like so it was. You know, there's a lot of little things like that. We're like, okay, this is a game reference screen and. You know, it, it, so there was a lot of stepping through things like that. But it's been great because they have really opened up a lot of doors for things that we we can do. But again, they that, didn't
3: have to do any of that shit. They no, no, no just said, uh, you know, exactly. the hell with you. This yeah. is like a little piddly. You, right. I don't care how big this Kickstarter may be. Whatever it is, it's pennies compared yeah. to what they deal with yeah. in the film and television. And, streaming yes, and right. just totally so that's a lot about money
2: that's at stake. Their legal division, I'll give them credit made a lot of concessions to give us a very specific contract that it could allow us a lot of things that could have never happened otherwise, because this is the publishing division, right? They can authorize books and printed materials. They had to go ask everyone else for stuff like dice, dice towers, you know, miniatures, right? I mean, so, so this is like a big coup in a lot of ways and we hope, you know, our hope again is that, is that the fans, a understand and appreciate
1: that and um, take, advantage and take advantage of it and take
2: advantage of because it's just going to be the Kickstarter guys. Yeah. And okay. that's yeah. that's right, the best on. we could do. Right. You know right, what I
1: mean? So, you're absolutely right. So, uh, uh, go, going back to, to the Kickstarter that opens up, uh, usually with, with a Kickstarter, the more money they get stretch goals, get, get unlocked and you get, yep. You get more stuff like, especially right. dice, dice towers, you know, specialty screen stuff like that. What 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 do we have for this TMNT release? As uh, for like stretch goals and added stuff, as, so as when he progresses.
2: That's your call. That's my call. Yeah. Well, so one of the things that I'm really big on, and I did this with Titan Robotics, and I, this, this is going to be my fourth rodeo, so um, mm-hmm. with Kickstarter, but um, is involved with a couple of you know the big ones on the Savage Rift side, um, and. One and I, well, and I've been involved in more than that actually, but I didn't like run the most recent one for South America and Tear on the Dark Frontier. Um, but I helped plan it. Um, and one of the big things you don't want to do is get in yourself into some sort of weird production debt, um, where you have to go add all the bells and whistles and you know, an extra source book because it was just a stretch goal. And a lot of people, I think you can miss the boat on what's important and what's cool that's still worthwhile as a stretch goal and and so that's why i called them milestones when we did titan robotics um and so we again we we want to again so titan robotics you know um i know that uh we had a couple of weeks delay on printing that passed our like buffer that we'd already planned in and that you know um but still i mean i have friends that they you know, they don't, they, they, well, One of he backs all kinds of game stuff. And when he got Titan robot, he backed it just cause he's my buddy. Right. He just got the book. He doesn't even play our games. Right. But he was like, wow, I got this books crazy fast. I wasn't expecting it until next year, you know? Um, so again, we want to turn this around as quickly as humanly possible within a reasonable time frame. And we have our, we are, we have our ducks in a row and are getting even more ducks in a row yeah. as suddenly stuff like miniatures gets greenlit. We're like, whoa. And so that's part of this whole scramble is is when they allow things that we've been been you know kind of begging for or asking yeah. for or negotiating for, right? That we're like suddenly like, okay, well, now we need to do it top-notch quality, and it and it, it has to be we have to nail it, right? So um that's one of the crazy things about all this, but um just again, I don't want to so with the stretch goals though, I think that there's gonna be things like um, uh, sort of like Titan Robotics, we had an introductory adventure that was mm-hmm. digital only. Um, we have something like that planned um, with a writer from the comics. Um, we also one of the big ones that we negotiated for um, is Fugitoid. So I'm not sure if everyone's familiar with Fugitoid, but it's an early Eastman and Laird, uh, Peter Laird especially character um, who you can see image. There's there's pictures of him. He's depicted in. TMNT Guide to the Universe he was very important in also in here (laughs) and he is in there, he is in Last Ronin, yes Um, so, but the weird thing was they talked about him and there's comics with him in it and stuff but there's, you know, they don't have a full write up and stats and all that kind of stuff so that's one of the things that they're going to allow us to do is add that to the book and Fugitoid as a stretch goal will, will unlock the miniature in the miniature set for the okay. the, uh, the heroes set there's a heroes okay. and a villains. are we team.
0: gonna get terror bear miniatures yes. oh my god oh um, okay i mean i'm <laughs> <didn't agree. laughs> on oh, 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 be excitement
3: you can't tell people stuff you keep yeah. your mouth shut I mean, it's <laughs> not a terror new release it's not a new release
2: terror bears
1: come on
3: Kevin. terror bears why not
2: <laughs> no there's it's no, no terror bears
3: sorry go on oh no yeah terror bears will be in the villain set absolutely
1: yeah. <laughs>
2: fair enough
3: i'm just teasing you (laughs)
2: because i i I do it a lot i'm like
1: kevin
0: shut your mouth it seems to be a common theme because this happened last time too so i'm just saying you know um well hang on i
1: I got i got one more thing i actually thought of this what you gave me this idea while you were talking you're you're you were talking with paramount they were learning about your business you were learning about their business so so you could do business right right absolutely but did did anyone over at Paramount even throw out, like, go fishing for the idea of a Palladium IB IP being turned into a movie? Did no, anyone ever not, bring that up? We're talking with the publishing division. Just I know, I know, I know. And, but I'm just saying, did it come up at all from any part of Paramount? No, I mean, not yet. Not yet? Okay, we're, because... We're, you know, actually we're actually still getting a lot of people. We're yeah. still getting a lot of people, right?
2: Because... um. You know, the, one of the things that's great um, about Jeff is he's introducing us to a lot of people involved in the comics, right. but he's also reaching out to people involved in different animated series reboots and movies, so that they can get in contact. with. We found out the guy who did Zero. Um, oh yeah, c- c- um, I forget his last Ciro name. Zero N- uh, Neely. He, yeah, Nialli. Yeah. He,
3: he he's
2: he's apparently he's a huge fan.
3: Yeah. Yeah, he, he, he wanted he wanted Terror Bears in that in that in the 2012 uh, series, and his, his and they're like sorry, Palladium owns that, and, and, the- and so he he his homage to that was Dream Beavers. He
0: did the Dream Beavers, <laughs> dream beavers. Okay.
3: but you know uh, the same
2: of same- thing we found out from Sophie Campbell, you know that um, she had done, you know as an homage to. Uh, mm. Where is it? The That, that really the big weasels. mutant
3: porcupine? on oh, the mutant porcupine. There's yeah. this
2: giant mutant porcupine in one of the comics, right?
3: Or the weasels. Yeah, or she's in got one. three weasel characters. In her mind, it's an homage to Caesar and the weasels. Um, she also, like in the background, one of the running themes in, in the TMNT comic by IDW, is, that, is it's there's it's uh, a it? musical group yeah. called After the Bomb. And so you'll see like, like posters and stuff in Michelangelo's room that says after the bomb. Oh, that's awesome. Nice. Yeah.
1: But what, what, what I was, what I was thinking of, what, what really hit me was a movie. I would, I would, I would give my left testicle to have made and, and the movie that would probably get made in its place. The one I would want is, is a, 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 a movie based on the, the coalition states and and the emperor and, and 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 all the people around and and destroying the the supernatural menace on the earth that that is coming through all the portals. But that'll never get made because apparently I'm the only sane person around here. No, what what'll probably what'll probably you know end up getting made if anything does is Aaron Tarn and her and her Cyber Knight going around you know throwing off uh, the the chains of oppression to 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 the people that that she travels the riffs earth to find that 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 that's a better movie than half the movies in my head but better movie than half the movies i've seen in the last 10 years so i, I was wondering if, if if that was a pie in the sky type thing but apparently not well yeah always, always are you been. kidding
0: yeah we would love to see a riffs movie and in fact uh a trilogy of the coalition versus uh what is it the federation of magic is that who they Whooped on? Yeah. Well, I, I I don't know if
1: that would work in a movie, you know, like like action, bad guy then? versus all just as bad guy, but different. I think it would be. Are uh, we talking or a like turtles or rifts? Uh, we're we're talking about <laughs> both. I mean, a turtle, a turtle, uh, a, a turtle See, movie. We don't do it. Movie mean, has been done several times, and I didn't like any of them. So they're 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 probably good. it's probably gonna have to be an animated an animated type type thing. If it's if it's gonna get back to gritty, right? It's you're still gonna have to go animated, but. It, it, it's going to be hard to, to reconcile in people's minds the difference between the, the 1980s and 90s, car, cartoon, uh, 90s cartoon turtles and the, and the turtles that we're basing this off of, which are the base IP type turtles. There's going to be a lot of reconciliation. People aren't going to go for that. But if they're going to go for any IP, it'll probably be riffs. <laughs> That's what I'm saying.
2: Well, all, all right, No more tr- riffs
0: talk, damn it. <laughs> Sorry. Okay.
1: Uh,
2: oh, the, another thing I want to talk about um, with the Kickstarter that people are probably curious about is the dice. We actually are working. Um, we don't want to talk about yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Fan roll um, to be producing uh, dice sets. Um, okay. Right now, we have planned one set of dice for each of the turtles um, in oh, the okay. color mask with a a, um, a bag and a box, um, and then uh, and a set of aluminum dice for a shredder. And
0: oh, uh, like actually metal dice that are gonna break my table. Yeah, actual metal. No,
2: dice. no the the aluminum no. ones are aluminum plated, so they're not as heavy as the oh, okay, okay solid okay. metal okay. dice. They're okay, cool. a lot more, and they're a lot more economical. I mean, yeah. you can afford them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that and then um, there's uh, there's some cool stuff with like a dice tray and a connectable dice tower, and uh, maybe even a, a a scroll mat if. They can pull off my crazy idea, um, and then I sent. I just sent them like a crazy idea, and I don't even know if they can if it fits into their production profile. But um, and then we are also looking at doing a set of mutagen green liquid filled dice. Um. So then that would probably be if we can procure that, that ourselves. That would be a higher price. It'll It'll be be a higher price item, dice. Yeah. I don't know
1: uh, the the mechanics of that.
2: They basically they swirl when you roll the dice. Yeah. Um, but uh, but you know, again mutagen theme I, I really enjoy it so
0: yeah, I think that um, I I would like that even if I didn't roll them at the table as official dice or whatever I would still right. like them conceptually to be like look what we've got and and, just- and and are they the phosphorus ones that will actually glow in the dark too. I don't know if we're going to do any neon, but you know, we'll see. Um, well, no, you just you just
1: put a little little chemical in there that absorbs white phosphorus for a <laughs> second. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, not actual, but, no, but I mean, they, they're, they're, I have glow in the dark dice. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, no, there's glow in the dark dice.
2: No, we are yeah, yeah. planning on doing glow in the dark specifically. Um, but uh, no, we're, we're we're still talking with because a lot of this again got greenlit, and suddenly we're like, oh. <laughs> so we're we're uh, I mean we're still a few weeks out from the launch of the Kickstarter, mm-hmm. so we're getting a lot of quotes getting coming back and we're, we're, yeah. we're discussing specifics. So, you know, there's a few of these things. So a lot of the stuff fans need to understand this is subject to changes, all the, the stuff we want to do. Sure. If something sure. doesn't happen, it's not because we didn't think it was a good idea It's because something fell through on, yeah. on, you know, cause we don't, we don't, again, we want only the highest quality and we want to nail the Kickstarter delivery and fulfillment. So mm-hmm. that's a big part of all this too. So,
0: well, I, am so, I have a a list of questions asked about each of the Kickstarter backing. uh, I don't have it up right now, but uh, like the cards and so forth, but I wanted to hit one more Viacom question. Um, Was there anything, this one came up from a few people, but was there any content required or refused by Viacom, Nickelodeon, Paramount, whatever, that that either came in the original or that you pitched to them like, now we we have to stay away from that or you must include this? No. So it's it's core game and we're ready to go. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. This is a
2: reissue and a, a, a revised revised edition, right? Um, with uh, great you know greatly expanded um, sections on behind the scenes and making of mm-hmm. and, and tributes and stuff like that. Um, but uh, yeah, no, they've been great to work with. And like I said, I mean the one thing we started talking. I see there's a lot of times where I assume you know sometimes you assume things and you start shutting a door that doesn't necessarily need to be shut. I was like, oh, we don't have the stats of fugitoid. So we couldn't do Fugitoid, right, even though he's in some of the art. Well, you know, Jeff was like, hey, what about Fugitoid? And I was like, well, hey, if we can talk Fugitoid. You know, I just did it. I assumed it wasn't on the table because it's technically a separate IP. But he was like, well, they're really close related. It's also created by, you know, the the, uh, Eastman and Laird. And so um, we chatted about that. And I think that's one of the – to me, that's the most, like, exciting um, stretch all we've got planned so far and be,
1: be, because the idea came from paramount you could you, you could write that okay can can you handle the legal shield for all that in case <laughs> something happens can you can you absorb the problems and then yeah i mean he yeah, it wasn't
2: wasn't one of those things where he could just you know say yes but you know the next like two days later he's like hey by the way we've got a green light on that so it was
1: like right, great good. awesome
0: so we're talking revised revised um right. you've mostly said that it's layout any and and clarification are you going to use the original animal powers and stats, or are you going to include the updated after the bomb powers and stats?
3: no the original
0: original okay yeah, uh, yeah. there and there
2: might be some edits that we
0: make um yeah.
2: you know in the process, but it won't necessarily be if if we do, it won't necessarily be based on after the bomb okay,
0: okay. sounds good. I didn't have any more when it came to that, so uh you already mentioned that the g m screen is part of the package <laughs> or could be. Uh, let me get back over here. So okay, we talked about pl- cards. What are the cards going to be for? Is it going to be? Uh, it's going to be like some somebody- fifty-two playing cards. Oh, so it's just playing cards again. So, so they're not anything that that uh, are there for the game because you know a lot of companies will put out like, hey, you know, here's your magic items, for, you know, for the game and card. No, format, or-
1: alternate so- initiative way to do right. it. Yeah, just so, just like just that, so- yeah.
2: yeah. No, 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 no. Um, this is uh, this is something that we just I, I really enjoyed the graphic design and the visual design of the the playing cards. I mean, you know, I'm just a, that's what I got one of my degrees in. So um, that's something I really wanted to do. And people like poker decks. They like poker decks, you know, so this, the Titan robotics one, fans went nuts over it. And Mm -hmm. so um, we thought, Hey, why not do that again? Right. So, um, and again, and again, the nice thing is here is this is going to be a lot of fans. When they got the Titan robotics poker deck, they were like, holy crap, this is like real poker cards. These are really high quality. And we're like, yes, that's possible by because of things like Kickstarter and we're we're going for that same level of quality again. So um, yeah, we're really excited about that. But you know, a lot of this is, you know, primary writing and design and production is still going into, um, you know, Sloth Expeditions and Bestiary 2. You know, this is more of a editing and remastering and art okay. direction, which is still a lot of work. But, yeah. you know, it's, you know, it doesn't, it, it, you know, we didn't want you re- to start you to reinvent the wheel. <laughs> right. Yeah. We, but we wanted to, but at the same time, we wanted to get, you know, the best bang for our buck that we could yeah. to, to our, our fans where, Hey, we can offer this, we can do this. And, and this is, is very reasonable.
1: Yeah. So. You didn't reinvent the wheel. You just put some spinners on it
2: and good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is a bells and whistles version of the original right. Right, it's a reissue, and and but it's it's like top notch, right? So okay. we're really Good. excited
0: about that. So tell tell us a little bit about these miniatures. Are they gonna be uh, pewter? Are they gonna be plastic? Uh, what what do we got with them? Are they gonna be pre-painted, or is that something that we can paint? Or uh,
2: they're they're going to be um, I'm not sure. What, so we're, the, the manufacturer we're talking yeah. to, we're not sure if it's technically pewter or resin um but it's going to be a hard plastic well, it's not going to be pewter or i'm yeah. sorry uh resin or plastic yeah, resin or um plastic. the 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 terms get really weird there because they're actually like very similar um but um yeah the uh and we're getting quotes from a couple of different companies and making yep. sure they have the capacity to make the enough minis in time because this could get really big right so um but uh they're being sculpted by um Guys that have experience, they're, they're with a, a video game company that does a lot of stuff like this. And these guys have experience doing things for Games Workshop, War Machine, Fantasy Flight, um, and others. Uh, and like the same guys. So they're really good at what they're doing. So what so,
0: size are they like? DNA? 28 millimeter heroic. 28? Okay, perfect.
2: Which, by the way, is not the same as 32 millimeter, although some people will say it is, is not. It's just 28 millimeter heroic, which is like its own thing. It's neither 28 millimeter nor
0: 32 millimeter. So is, is it the same as a Napoleonic? It's the same as like King's Workshop. Okay. Gotcha. Well, and how many how many miniatures so far do you have planned, even if you can't identify what they all necessarily are? Like, are we talking like four, just the turtles? I mean, we already talked that there could be terror bears and so forth. How many?
2: Oh, are we... wow. yeah. um, so the, the there's going to be a, a heroes and a villain set, and okay. the hero set is um the plans right now is we're still again getting a lot of return feedback and back and forth this is is evolving this is evolving right but this is our our vision um is because again we we just got the permission to do this like two weeks ago a week and a half ago so i mean like yeah um so uh the uh the the so the the out the uh, hero set is going to have the four turtles and it's going to have um, Splinter and uh, Casey Jones, okay. and then it's going to have two TCRI aliens or Utrams in the robot bodies, mm-hmm. and then um, mm-hmm. someone else. Uh,
3: well, I, well, Fugitoid
2: is a stretch goal, yeah.
3: Um, and, and that's a point,
2: is April kneeling there. A Neil other in there? Goals that are related. What's that? That's eight without mm-hmm. without uh, without without Fugitoid. If uh, we hit April, stretch
3: goals, if it, we hit
2: stretch goals, it could be nine or ten. Yeah,
3: you you know, could, we're looking at like I think it was twenty or twenty-one total, total wow. sets.
2: And the yeah, the villain set has um, the four terror bears. It has Igor and Carl. Uh, okay. that's not Carol's assistants, um, because that's who you'd actually fight on mm-hmm. you know, in a battle. Sure. Um, and then uh, it has um, uh, Shredder, two-foot clan ninjas. Okay. Um, each one has a different weapon. And then, um, what was it? We just don't want to it. reveal
3: stretch goals and some other. Yeah, stuff. I think no, that was it. So,
2: yeah, okay. but it's like it's like yeah. it's like because the Terror Bears are smaller. There's nine in the villain set, you know, because um, they're like <laughs> they're like smaller than the turtles. Yeah, and the turtles right. are already small in the original comic, right? Because there I mean, wasn't. I just
0: people. just want to clarify because it was brought up in chat and I didn't hear as well. Uh, April Neal's in the hero set too, right or no? no. Oh, she's not. No, okay, there you go. But we Let's may
1: see. announce her as a stretch goal. <laughs>
0: there we <can>. go. <laughs> the <confidence>. Yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, I'll hold my breath on that one. All right, what <laughs> the next one? Hold on, so we got, uh, we got variant book covers. Now, you kind of pretty much talked about that, but just yeah, to reiterate so we can get on one oh, spot no. here. Because uh, what, uh, what, somebody did ask before, and I thought this was a neat idea. I know you haven't said it, and it's probably not true, but maybe might not even be possible. Could there be a variant book cover possible stretch goal. That's literally this one. I don't know Uh, if it can be reused or not, but, uh, so there's,
3: yeah, that's kind of, that's, it's, it's, so one of the things that that we are going to offer too, that we haven't mentioned yet are are a couple of print sets and, and on some of it too, we're still waiting to get final approval from Paramount. So there's so much we can say, but, um, I think if that art's going to appear anywhere, it's going to be, um, you know, in, in the print set or, you know, a right. s- strip of it as an end sheet, you know, that kind of thing. The
2: other thing that's a challenge that a lot of people, it might seem crazy to people, but you have to think about, like, what was life like 40 years ago, if you were alive then even, um, and, and conscious <laughs> of what life was like, because, you know, I'm kind of on that cusp. I remember the 80s. I was a kid, you know. But so the original book was created with a typewriter and then they pasted the Mm -hmm. art and text to a board. I love that cutting. Yeah. Printers. Right. So there's some part of the issue is just having a high resolution, um, you know, uh, scans of certain of the art at that we could use. And so something that might look okay in a print set, um, you know, wouldn't be good for doing a, a, a beautiful full color mass market. That's why um, both of the, if you, well, you guys haven't seen the, th- the cover art. You've seen a slice nope. of it. Yeah. Um, of the main cover, <laughs> but it's an homage that Freddie Williams did yeah. to this cover. So well, it had uh,
0: definitely had similarities, and right. they, were, they were noted. You'll
2: yeah. see, I mean, it's, it's when you see the full cover, it's definitely an homage. Yeah. Um, and, and, um, and you'll love it, and, and it's great. And then, no, because
3: part of it, too, in Paramount's concern with this, is you know, it's 40 years later, you know, TMNT will be 40 years old next year, right? Um, and we're happy that our books will be coming out, you know, the actual finished product will be coming out while they're celebrating the 40 years of TMNT, almost like it was planned. But, but uh, you know, they, they, they want to make sure that, you know, the style is something that isn't 1980s, that it is a little bit more modern, even though it harkens back to the original game. And, so it's and, that balance
0: between trying to hit that nostalgia tick, but, you know, hey, let's broaden it out to a, to a newer audience. Right. I get that. Yeah. yeah. Got
3: it. And
2: when you see, for instance, when you see the art and we can't, I mean, like the, the color, the coloring work is in progress for the second book cover. Um, we, we, you know, because a lot of this stuff, it was like we were employing a lot of resources before we had a signed contract just because all these, it was a lot of stumbling blocks with the contract that we knew we would get through. But it was still kind of like you know <laughs> we're ordering all this art and getting all and paying artists and stuff, and we don't you know since oh, so somebody
0: have, stops uh, taking the phone calls
2: yeah we we really took we really uh went on a limb to to make this happen, and that's I mean that's another reason it, it, it yeah but we've we we've exercised a lot of faith, we'll put it that way, um, and so have they though so uh but the other thing is the second cover. When you see it, it's ba- it's it's an homage to the Trans D cover, but again, it has elements of the the Guide to the Universe and stuff like that. And it's just it's um and, and Freddie Williams is just top notch. Oh, yeah, I mean his stuff is great. So we're ecstatic for these covers, and you know um, we'll, we'll we'll see. But but yeah, the, for a few various reasons, the original those those will probably be original.
0: Yeah, so so I mean, I, again, people are asking, so I brought it up, but uh, oh, also at the same time, I like the idea of this being my 1985 cover. I mean, I, I, while I understand the nostalgia side of it, if I'm getting something new, so let's let's go for something new. Yeah, and it's beautiful, and it and it's mm-hmm. a it's a wonderful homage.
2: So yeah. we're just ecstatic to to have it.
0: Okay. Uh, what else do we have in here? Uh, let's see, we got the variant, uh, variant book covers. Uh, you already again talked about those, uh, art prints. So you did talk about prints. Now, what kind or how many, and what kind of art prints are you talking? Were you talking eight and a half by 11s, eight by tens, uh, 11 by 17s. And are they from the various artists in here or are they from like a collection or. Yeah. Well,
3: we haven't decided exactly
0: which art we're going
3: to use. Um, we have a, or How many sets even? And so, again,
2: this was last minute, but we've already been reaching out to artists for a month and a half. Yeah. Um, well, almost two months. Yeah. And Kevin's been reaching out. And that's one of the, you know, um, really cool things. But yeah, is we're getting a lot of artists coming in. So we don't know, you know, if we get certain artists are going to go on a print set. Yeah. You know, if we have, you know, that we might be like, well, maybe we won't do this or that in the print set, you know. So um, we're still nailing it down. I think one of the print sets is definitely going to be. A collection of the uh, the 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 classic cover art um, is going to contain a lot of that, um, as long as we can source the art at a high enough quality um, to reproduce it that way. Um, And uh, I mean, it's just weird things because it's like over forty years, and also, you know, um, I mean, people have heard of the crisis of treachery, but it really was a crisis of treachery in that some people around that same time stole a lot of
3: um archives yeah that have yeah. had yeah so we oh, had wow. so so a lot yeah, people don't yeah I, that. I didn't I, I think I probably mentioned some of that but I didn't get into a ton of it because it was just break you know, your heart a again awful yeah. situation anyways and I didn't want people to think you know oh my gosh this is so so t-. I didn't want to be like but yeah I, it's some original art was stolen photocopies were stolen and color transparencies that we can send to printers to make colors or or scan and, and you know reproduce yeah right. wow. <laughs> they, they were stolen a lot of our basically archival stuff was stolen. Mm-hmm. And, and in fact kevin long was actually yes. pretty, pretty awesome because he reached out and in he, he, had, sent us. he had, had done a bunch of scans and, and had digital versions of a lot of the covers that had been stolen so that's how we had those it was thanks to, to kevin long um and, and unfortunately turtles were, were among the things st- stolen and then
2: high value right i mm-hmm.
3: uh you know I, I owned the i owned the original cover and it was hung in my wall for like 30 years and then i ended up selling it a few years back to uh joe manganello who's, who's a oh big, wow so he sold eating, it to sofia vergara well, actually, yeah. Yeah, Oh actually okay. yeah,
0: who, who bought it for him for birthday present Right, Just name yeah. dropping a little bit now. Yeah, a little bit, whatever, hey, whatever. Hey, I just want to make
1: sure that Kevin tells the good version of the story. Yeah, <laughs> a, apparently it had poison in it because their marriage didn't last very much longer after that. But whatever, you know. Whatever. Wow. <laughs> wow. No, that was a long time ago that they bought so, that.
4: <laughs>
3: so. and, uh, he, hey, to be fair, well, he said a few years ago. I don't know I, I whether uh, it could be anything. Stuff was going on. I, I could have swore we had scanned the original so we would have it in our archives. But apparently we didn't. Yeah. So, you know, stuff like that would happen as well. Can you ask to borrow it back? (laughs) Well, I mean, that's one of the things we're (laughs) we're suddenly realizing, hey, we don't have that. Maybe we need to reach out to
2: Joe Manganiello. But Kevin Eastman might have it. So Kevin Eastman might. So, you know, there's a lot of little things like that. It's just like, you know, the other thing is, is, I'll also be honest, like scanning technology has improved over time, right? So something that may have been scanned 15, 20 years ago may not up to the st- or by someone else using their home their home scanner at that time may not hold up to what we could do now right, right. um so that's the, again it's just and we don't want to put out anything yeah. at, a, at a dpi or, or whatever yeah. it's not going to be beautiful
3: so and, and you know and that's the things we're, we're going for high quality all you know all the way um you know the books will be sewn um the paper quality will be excellent the color quality will be excellent um you know, and, and that applies to everything—the prints, the books, the the dice. Um, we want it all to be
0: top notch. Yep. So to reiterate, then, so folks are going to get two nice hardcover books, basically six books in—well, two, <laughs> six books <laughs> in two. Uh, re uh, relay? Do I want to say laid out? Yeah. Yeah. Say- it's, yeah. It's
2: it's going to be a fresh layout. Yep. Okay.
0: Yeah. F- fresh layout. So. For those of us who have, you already have a reason why. Maybe you want to get. Also, I'd rather not open this book a hundred more times. Yeah, no uh, <laughs> it's it's in good condition still. I'd like to keep it that way. We're gonna get some miniatures, uh, possibly up to twenty-one. No guarantees, but possibly up to twenty-one. We're Depending getting uh, on, the, on the stretch goals yeah. too. Yep, stretch goals. Playing cards, multiple potentially multiple sets of dice. Yes, uh, yep. and and some art. I mean, Tower. Right well he mentioned it, but I didn't see it on the list, so I didn't want to, you know, like... Uh, dice Train Tower, yep. And, dice Train Tower, there we yep. go. So there's a lot, of, a lot of cool stuff. Okay. Yep. Now, I can tell you, the the uh, Mark McKinnon from uh, Big Eye, Small Mouth, I, I, when I found out that I was getting a cardboard dice tower, I was like... But when after I put it together, it's like, that thing's solid. I think that thing's more solid than some of the metal ones I've seen people have. So I know it's possible out there. So that could absolutely be fun, uh, rolling your TMNT dice in there. And you could have some glowy or, well, not glowy. You could have some liquid dice, some mutant yeah. goo. Don't drink it, kids. Don't drink it, no. <laughs> do don't not, eat your do dice. Not
1: break it open and drink it, all right? There, there's not room on there for a disclaimer about this is not food. There's not room for there. So we can't write it, all right? No one can.
0: Now, tell us about the artists that are involved in this. we got a bunch of names on here. Obviously, Eastman Laird, Freddie Williams, Stephen Cummings, Sophie Campbell, David Peterson, it says and many more. Do we have some names that we can throw out there that people might like?
3: Just before this, and I mean like 15 minutes before this show started, I got confirmation that Jim Lawson will okay. be contributing. Um, who else do we got? We got Mike uh, Wilson. Uh, Mike Wilson, um, Mike, Muma. Uh, Mike Muma, um Jens uh, I'm trying to think of other
2: uh, book I don't know if guys. Michael Majestic, I don't know if Mike Majestic's gonna do any an interior page. Yeah, he's but so he's much. doing so much color work. But it's I mean, he's doing a, a ton of color
3: work. So okay. I mean this is like yep. Oh, uh, Freddie a, Williams. Yes. Uh, it turns out Freddie, a lot, a lot of these folks, Freddie is is like a, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle maniac. Nice. Um, when he said you need interior art, he sent us like twenty freaking illustrations that he had just been doing for fun that we could publish. Um, you know, Sophie Campbell—if she had the time, she'd be doing ninety different pieces of art for this thing.
0: I and love the awesome fact art. that the people you're talking about aren't just doing it because, yeah, I can knock you out some art. They sound excited about no, this.
3: No, it's action project for all of them. Yeah,
2: it's oh, been yeah. really—it's been really surprising for both of us because. I mean, you just wouldn't assume. Oh yeah, everyone loves us, you know, <laughs> that yeah. much. Yeah.
1: But well, I I kind of do, but
3: you know, whatever. Okay. <laughs> <good>. <laughs> I
2: mean, like Sophie's running a weekly game of Heroes yeah. Unlimited. I mean, that's yeah. that's a next level. It's testament right there. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: And then and then we're also and so there's a bunch of I, I don't want to mention artists we don't have completely confirmed, confirmed. confirmed but yeah. we're, we're we're hoping Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird after do an interior page as well. Yeah, we'll see. Um, don't know uh, yet. Uh, part of it is, is everyone's schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Like like Sophie was playing and doing all kinds of stuff. And then, again, just yesterday, I, I got a couple of emails from her saying, I'm going to bit off more than I can chew. <laughs> well, because know? it's a and short me. runway, because we're trying to get this
2: mm-hmm. to the printers and out to yeah. the fans right. Right. very right. quickly after the Kickstarter. So, you know, hopefully if we do future stuff with, with a lot of these artists, there will be more that can...
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing is, you know... We're, Hopefully this is just the beginning yeah um, and we're making contacts of a lot of these folks establishing relationships um, yeah, yeah. exactly and a lot of them
2: they're interested in doing like sophie they you know they're interested in doing work on anything we do um,
3: oh, that's great yeah so uh, and, and then something I think we might have mentioned but kind of brushed over we're also having um all these people and others do little remembrances mm-hmm. The, the tributes. That, I'm sorry. I should have brought yeah, that up. I the tributes. I, if the yeah. tributes. Um, they uh, and you know in in that again we, we can't announce certain people yet, but I, I think some people may be surprised by by some of them. Um, I know. <laughs> for, 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 for example, I, I reached out to Ross and Marshall Thurber, um, writer director, and uh, again lettuce. big big fan oh. of my of my stuff and. Uh, he did one of the the movie treatments for Bruckheimer Films for Riffs. Okay. Um, that's that's how I, I got to know him, and um, you know he he agreed to write some stuff for that. We're um, mm-hmm. reaching out to other people in that caliber. We don't know for sure if we'll get it. Um, that's awesome. know, the are really busy, <laughs> so mm-hmm. you know we don't we're not going to be like, hey,
2: you're a jerk because you didn't write a uh, you yeah. know. And, and you know a, a paragraph or two for us. Yeah. yeah.
3: So, yeah. you know, and it responded immediately and said, "Yes, I'll do it." But will he have time? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm I'm hoping so. Um, so.
0: But this
2: and, the, it's exciting. This is the mm-hmm. caliber of people that are involved. But yeah. we
3: won't know until a lot of this shakes out. Right. Gosh,
0: the thing that has me. I'm ex- blinking
3: on um there's a whole bunch of people that you know that are associated
0: <laughs> well with- the 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 point of for me the point of the question was just so myself and others can know that this isn't just like yeah we got a couple people might be involved in this no no oh, people gosh, are, no. are jumping yeah, yeah, so this, in this, this and in, in,
2: in fact it's kind of blown up because, yeah well it's it's like a lot of the these famous people these different famous creators have then told the other ones and then the other ones are like, I want to be a part of that. Or I'd like to, yeah, I want to help out. And <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, that's how we got Peter Laird. I mean, he's yeah. Yeah. He's basically I power word of mouth, you know, you know, because
3: Peter awesome human being kind of went a bit reclusive. I don't think that's a secret. Uh, with, he just doesn't enjoy the spotlight. Yeah. Yeah. He's a great guy. Uh, I mean, truly great human being. And, um, So, you know, when Kevin Eastman said, you know, let me talk to Pete, see if he wants to get involved. I'm like, well, don't pressure the guy, you know, if he wants to, he can. And, and, you know, we were, you know, delighted when, you know, Kevin got back to us and said, Peter said, of course he wants to be involved in this. And we're like, oh, baby. (laughs) And we we heard from some (laughs)
4: of
2: the other guys at Mirage that apparently they had said, well, I I heard Peter was really excited about it. And then we weren't, we were like, well, but we didn't have any official word. And then Kevin went and
0: out with him um very recently so that was great to hear that that's actually see what again for me whatever happens with this Kickstarter, whether i like it personally or not i'm going to but whether i like it personally or not what i'm hoping is the doors that this opens up and even if it's for games like riffs i know i say that in a bad way but but you know i'm not the riffs guy that's him but whether it's after the bomb whether it's riffs whether it's beyond the supernatural whatever people glom onto Let's be honest in the 90s beyond the supernatural that would have been X files, the role-playing game. And, and people would love that kind of stuff. Um, not that they don't know, you get what I'm saying, but this can open up so many doors Uh-oh. and it looks, Hang looks on. like they froze. Uh, yep. They
1: froze. Yep. <laughs> look, look at, look at Sean. Look at the look on his face.
0: I mean, I know he looks mad at me. I, I
1: know it, he's listening to you. It's, it's supposed to be concentration, but it, it looks like you like threatened his mom. I, I know.
0: And Kevin's <laughs> like, you said, what, <laughs> so hey while we're doing that how about this let's hit some of those chats that i uh, got up and if we have to save any of them by the way hey stop deleting the super chats <laughs> <laughs> even after you read them um where we a yeah, uh you uh, said so there's gundam so i think we started here i know this is where we ended actually yeah that one's for kevin and sean that's for kevin and sean uh, and there they go. Oh, they dropped out. Yeah, yeah that's fine. We'll, well, we'll stand by. We'll wait for them to come back in. This is the internet. It happens. Actually, all of these are for them. <laughs>
1: Good. All of these. I can't even answer any of these because these are all like, oh, what? If what? It? How would you do it? Would you do it like this? Man, I don't know, man. I don't. know I'm not them.
0: Oops. I don't, I don't like me on the screen that big. So we'll we'll stand by. Uh, we'll stand by waiting for them. Yeah. Um. Oh, th- this one right here is an excellent question. The
1: w- will it come with yep. with PDF format along with then and. and don't most Kickstarters now do that?
0: Yeah, I was a little interested with uh, if you remember last week with Mark McKinnon's answer when he talked about uh, you know the PDFs versus because he does something very similar to Palladium, which is if you buy the physical book, you get the physical book. It's like most most places now do the PDF with the uh, the physical book. Yeah, sorry. It, especially if you buy the hardcover, you get the PDF
1: for free. If you yeah. buy the soft cover, it, it's hit or miss. I mean, seventy percent of the time you also get the PDF, but a good portion of time you don't. I get it, you know. But if you get a hardcover book and you don't get a PDF nowadays on a Kickstarter, something's weird going on.
0: Yeah, I. I, I, I... I don't know what else to say in terms of getting people jazzed up about TMNT. I mean, we talked about what's out there. We asked questions. I'm not going to dive too deep into the weeds. Obviously, they're here. I, what I love about talking with these guys is I don't have to come up with seven thousand questions because no. you know the, the, they'll talk. Happens. Yeah, yeah, and, and they'll go. Um, I do have. Like, obviously, I, I, didn't, I didn't even get to yelling about Australia. Fuck. Well, I do have one minor riff section here, but this is about TMNT.
1: Uh, I know, I know, but I don't like TMT, so I try to interject because I'm I'm a petulant child. Well,
0: they're here to talk about TMNT. <laughs> I know, I know, but still, petulant child. <laughs> okay. Did the older game have vehicle rules? Yes, but the the majority of them were found in Roadhogs. Yeah, yeah, or the, up, it, it, or the updated ones, if you want to call it that.
1: Oh, we we we, we said earlier that uh, that the uh, ninjas and super spies is the natural martial arts expansion for Tmnt. well if you want vehicle rules road hogs would be the natural expansion for Tmnt at that point
0: so yeah sean says that the internet issues they're, they're troubleshooting well stand by that's that's yeah, look, it's fine it's fine yeah.
1: now my 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 whole thing I'm, i might as well say it now because i might not get to say it but the whole Australia thing i want to ask kevin if he could put on the website just a two-page addendum pdf for an aboriginal shaman so we can actually have a functional book, because as it stands, the 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 Australia World Book is not a functional book. There are parts of it that that can't be done, because there are parts of it that were purposely cut out for a second book that never happened. All we need is the Aboriginal Shaman OCC, and then that 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 dumbass song juicer now becomes viable, and uh, the the whole first book talked up the Aboriginal shaman as the only real natural you know hardcore magician in australia but we don't get to see him and i understand why you know there's troubles and tribulations with the writer and maybe some other things Catch but your- he has to have the occ just somewhere just throw it up there on the website for a free down a two-page free download and bam it's, it's just call it call it errata if you want mm-hmm. you know I, I would love that but I don't know if that's doable.
0: Well, the good news is even if the internet issues can't get resolved, we have at least talked the majority of what needs to be said about, uh, about TMNT. I wanted to show it on the screen. Actually, I can do that again in a moment. I'm looking up that, uh, the vehicle combat in uh, TMNT. I don't know if there's vehicle combat in here directly. I, I, and I'm not saying this about the person that asked the question. Was that weird guy or owl, Somebody, um, but oh here we go. At the same time, vehicle combat can be something that's just role-played out. You still have shooty shoots and yeah, you still have you your are, actions you for rounds and hand
1: wave some stuff if if you want to streamline your game. But uh, if you pick up Roadhogs, it it, it it's it is yeah. uh perfect for, for what you're looking for. Yeah, it I looks mean, like
0: it's not in here. Okay, then it's not. <laughs>
1: so well, Ro- sure road hogs yeah,
0: is your answer I'm sure there's Roadhog's a driving skill though i mean if there's a driving skill from there you just roll to see well
1: there's going to be a driving skill just to see if you skid off the road and when it's raining but you know whatever
0: what else what else matters for vehicle combat Um. Uh, yeah it just says skill and driving conventional automatic I mean, me personally, I know that there are combat rules that exist in both Roadhogs and probably Rifts and so forth. I yeah, I didn't I didn't use them. <laughs> like, like I did my own thing, uh, which was just basically we role play. And if you're trying to shoot, I gave you penalties to shooting. You know, if you wanted to ram each other, great, you could probably do it. You know, just roll well your driving skill. And if you got it, you rammed. Oh, and there we go. There we go. Oh, right. Oops. Welcome back. Sorry. Weird it's all good. Internet it's all good. You stop it. No, you stop it. It doesn't I my stream. Reset all our network equipment. <laughs> Wait,
1: oh, 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 okay, okay. That That's that's why Kevin's gone. I I, I thought you sacrificed him to the internet god. To, well, I, I was tempted, but we didn't oh, okay. get quite that
2: far.
0: They, they still Apart found one on remaining we chicken in the backyard.
3: Paramount's agents came in. <laughs> oh, well,
0: that, that's different. That's fine. that's fine. They're like, son of a...
3: What are you doing stop. here? Stop promoting your the, product you. yeah.
4: Running your travel right Authorized this
3: or that yet? We haven't I'm, done final approval. Shut your mouth.
0: I'm so happy right. you said that because one of my one of my final TMNT specific questions, as sure. in this whole Kickstarter process, was that like, what has Paramount? How do I say offer? But how are they handling the promotion side of this as well, or are they just leaving it up to you? We're going to be talking to them about that on Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, we've
2: already been talking to them. So, I mean, one of the big things is that this, the press release we put out, that's Paramount approved. I had to go through their whole comms department and everything. So, um, the and the other thing that's cool is we, I mean, we signed this contract, we immediately put out the press release, and then I collapsed for like 30 hours. <laughs> um, and I mean, I'm, we're talking, I was... I, I, oh, yeah. I slept here in the office one night, the next, no. then that night. Kevin I came 10 in and said, you need to take a
0: shower, man. Come
2: right? on. <laughs> well, no, I, I worked till 10 PM. I went home, slept for four hours, took a shower, came in. You know what I mean, it was just been like, it's been, we've been working a lot. And when I say a lot, like both of us, it's been, it's been like a sprint at the end of a marathon. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, we, um, we, you know, they, they, they're, they asked us, you know, what's your, what's your uh, dream dream? list to, to 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 put out this press release yeah but also the t- nice thing was the timing was hey kevin eastman's at new york comic con with over two hundred thousand people maybe it'd be a good idea if we could announce this right so yeah. that really <laughs> helped push that last yeah. bit to get everything done and they were able to kind of strong arm different departments yeah. and get get everybody really working real hard to get this announced on friday so so kudos to them too because otherwise it could have waited for another week or two yeah and then we would you know we were based on opportunities back as far as we could. We yeah. want, I mean, we wanted to announce this in gen at Gen Con. Oh, okay. So this yeah. is, this has been a lot of hard work negotiating. Now was
0: that Sean's unrealistic expectations or was that, uh, that you were moving No, <laughs> moving in that direction?
2: Kevin no <laughs> <laughs> yeah. would have liked to announce at Gen Con too. It's just, <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I was pushing what people say is reality. Um, I mean, just getting the contract in the time frame we have is kind of superhuman. Yeah, um, yeah. It really has been mind over matter in a lot of ways. We're like, this has to happen. We have to get this point nailed down. We have to get this done. So, I mean, it's been a lot of...
3: Well, well and, and even when you were asking, like, who are some of the other creators? like At one point, even, even Jeff at Paramount said, well, holy crap, how, how many people are, are going to be part of this all of them yeah well
2: you know and, and it's and it's simple it's you know uh, for, especially when it comes to the artists it's like hey a full color um or a full page of art that uh, they do or don't a lot of them you know we're gonna have someone else do the color work um and that usually happens in comics anyways yep. and then um and then you know a couple of paragraphs for their tribute i mean this isn't you know we've got two books to put this into so I, it's great. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. Well, I so again, like I said, I'm excited
0: that. about that because uh, most of those books are the, the few books I don't have. I just didn't collect adventures. I, I very Even in my D&D collection that I've had for 40-some years, I have very few modules or adventures. It's just not something I get into. But, of course, after the fact, when you want them, you know, again, the TMNT cred, I don't have them. So it's going to be great to have them actually. Well,
2: a- and it could end up like Titan Robotics where we announced at 160 pages and the Kickstarter was priced. A book at 160 pages, and then what actually got delivered to yeah. fans was 192 pages, yeah. and and you know we had to raise the cover price a little bit um, in retail. Yeah. But I mean, it was still either way. I mean, you just saved even more money if you got it on the Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. So um, you know that we we don't want to yeah. <laughs> we want to put in all the good stuff we can. If we need to boost the page count yep. um, by an extra signature or something, yeah. that's what we're going to do. Yep. Right. So right now the we're
0: time. they're they're targeted at two
2: hundred and fifty two or two fifty six whatever increment is yeah thirty
0: two yeah so I mean between the two we're talking well over five hundred pages so that's our oh, uh, uh, full uh, color
3: yeah oh yeah I guess it is yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so it's <laughs> it's huge like it's, I said or yeah, Sean kept saying it's it's a, it's a lot of work it's a massive know, especially since we are gonna you know clean everything up retype set re layout add a little yeah. little little edits and addition yeah. little little additions here yeah little additions
2: and tweaks and suggestions and in the bonus
3: sections it
2: really is another it's a it's a it's i wouldn't say it's like a revised and expanded but it's a revised edition yeah
0: yeah i'm going with revised squared r squared <laughs> uh our scared book th- th- so we we hope to read some of the super chat while you're out maybe we can knock some out but it's all for you so uh yeah so we'll yeah, start we, here I
1: couldn't answer anymore
0: assault well No question there, but uh, he's been a backer, a good supporter for a long time. So thank you for the $10. And and by
1: the way, thanks to
2: everyone who supports this. We just, it just fills our heart with joy. Um, And I did want to mention, by the way, for the the Veterans Day stream, I really, anytime, anytime there's something like that for the Wounded Warrior Project, I will make make myself available.
0: And um, anecdotal stories. I went to the gun range uh, some time ago, and uh, I talked to a guy there. And because uh, I had some people say, "You know, Wounded Warrior," you know, they've got some shady stuff. I'm like, I haven't heard of that, but fine. So I ended up talking to a gentleman there. He's like, "Wounded Warrior saved my life," like absolutely saved my life after he got out of the military. So you know, I, I have no problem donating to them. I think they're great.
3: Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I do too. It was one of my uh, that and um, um, there's a few charities, but 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 Wounded Warrior is one one at the top of my list long before I met Sean. it's just, it's an excellent.
0: After you nerd. get a little bit more sleep, Sean, I'll send you a message in the next couple of weeks here. I've talked to Heathen Dog about our schedule and we'll see if we can work out some time to have a conversation about life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, battle tech, whatever. Sure. No, absolutely.
2: But yeah, I mean, again, I just, you know, as a veteran myself and um, seeing, you know, how things have affected a lot of my friends and, 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 you know, being in the middle of all that kind of stuff, I'm, mm-hmm it's really important for me to, to, I just want to give back as much as I can. Um, so anyways, and,
3: and I want to say, I don't know if it's one of the things you're going to read in a minute, but while we were talking at one point, one of the little messages flashed on and it was like, I really like the Sean guy. <laughs> Good choice. Kevin. And it's that? like, it's like, <laughs> yes, this is Good why choice, he's Kevin, guy. Yeah. seeing the more you see of us. And of the you, you, you Sean guy seems to be
1: okay. Yeah, <laughs> Kevin Sambita hasn't lost all his
3: marbles yet. He's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what's going we're on, preparing
2: for that eventuality.
3: <laughs> Twenty-three, skidoo. maybe I spoke too soon.
0: <laughs> Owen Perry, thank you very much for the one a pound. I can't carry that much. I'm weak. Nice uh,
1: name,
0: weird guy. That's Any the I,
1: that's, that's the one I wanted? Oh, okay,
0: okay. Yeah. This, this we'll, we'll read it because it's a five dollars super chat, yeah, and then we're gonna move fair. on. Okay. Any chance to get a cameo of Kevin Eastman's ex-wife, Penosped Julie Strain? And how did I, you got get this I got this one?
1: I'm I'm sorry to inform you, you didn't know she died in uh, 2021. Oh. She 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 passed away from complications of a uh, of an equestrian accident that she had when she was 20, 20 or 21. Oh. She got retrograde amnesia, never recovered it, but oh. that that damage progressed throughout her life, and uh, toward the end, she she had. Uh, lots of lots of mental issues mm. and oh. she finally passed uh, i believe it was january 10th 2021. see
2: oh. now you're a dick for asking that question
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like the the others,
1: i am only offended <laughs> that 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 he wrote penthouse pet julie string which is true fair but major b-movie horror mistress i mean she is awesome in, in in some some of the best guilty pleasure movies ever I'll t- I'll- She is front and center and i love it and I- she was the one in
2: the in the second um uh heavy metal movie yeah. right yeah, yeah I- i'll tell you how kevin eastman got her he's a great guy yeah <laughs> he's super creative
3: he's super I mean, smart
1: like, she was like yeah. six foot two
3: yeah I she mean, she was she did a, she was, she did a- she did Absolutely. a photo book called Six Foot Two and Worth the Climb." There it is. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that, 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 that's where I heard. Had an autograph. That's the hilarious. Climb.
1: And I, 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 met her twice at conventions. Oh, cool. I, I did. I didn't get an. I did get an autograph the first time, but I lost it in a move. And I didn't get an autograph the second time, but I was able to speak to her, and she she was very kind. I, I was, was in line. I was I, I was in line watching it interact with everyone in front of me, and e- even people who I thought were a little sketchy, like oh god, this this guy is sketchy. She was completely wonderful with everyone, yeah. wow. no matter what they had to say or any questions they had. It was great. So. I, I I didn't know her personally, but I I knew her enough to to know that eh, you you'd be happy to be in a room with her. You know that's
3: great. Yeah, I, I can't say I, I I really knew her at all, but I I met her at San Diego Comic Con in 2000, I think it was, mm-hmm. and she was just a sweetheart. And I and I saw the same thing, uh, Heathen Dog, where every person and she was very much like Kevin Eastman. Every person who came up, she took that you know few minutes to talk to and. You know, can I get a photo with you? And she's like, absolutely. And yeah, there were some sketchy guys—a nice way to put it. And and, and uh, you know, she just treated everyone the same. She seemed like a very nice person. Some people treat strangers like an
1: opportunity for a new friend, and other people treat strangers like strangers or treat strangers like paychecks or whatever. She was right. she was definitely the former. Definitely, very cool.
0: So, okay. To, to knock some more of these out here, we could always ask for Gundam-like and Space Battleship Yamato-like faction for To Phase World universe, huh. or even a Macross-like faction. Well, I mean, I think uh, that Phase
2: World has very, yeah. you know, they have
0: they have plenty giant have robots
2: plenty. and power armor flying out of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> battle
1: cruisers. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> you have, have, have silver surfers. I mean cyber knights, and you have, uh, you, have yeah, yeah. you have Klingons. You have Romulans. You have a whole right. thing, right? You you have you have lots of tropes there already. So yeah, yeah. But no, it
2: would be really fun to in the future do more with that. Absolutely.
0: Lady 19 here says almost word for word. What I want to say, sorry, for uh, sorry, visiting family and driving. So miss most of the show. I don't want to say that part. Uh, Good to see Kevin and Sean. I'm all in top tier for TMNT Kickstarter. Stay safe and game on. I'll catch a replay of the show on Monday. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that the wife is going to be glaring at me after the Kickstarter starts. And she's like, how much did you do <laughs> spend on that? What I, I all of it. The house Too is fitting? gone, honey. I don't care. But I got my books. I yeah. don't care. Yeah, these I, are I, really I, quality books. You could make
1: a teepee out of them and live in that. You don't need a house. Get that's, you know? that's
3: true.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> don't think they'll hold up too all well in the rain, but yeah. yeah well, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> just <the> cover. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, burn, I'll burn that bridge when I get to it. Uh, up, next one here, Crafty says: uh, Now that you have a license agreement, is it possible to have a Turtles in the Eighties or Saturday Morning Turtles supplement?
2: Oh, we man, are, are not talking matter. about any possible future releases. We're and then, and honestly,
0: releases. that to be fair, and this is doesn't matter if it's Kevin and Sean or whoever else we have. And nobody ever talks about that stuff. But we have to ask the question one no, in the chat, and, and it just, shows that people just are cool excited. Hear the
2: question sometimes yeah, those yeah. sound like yeah. great ideas.
0: <laughs> He's like, "What was that again?" <laughs> uh, <laughs> we we literally fans, <laughs> so yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ah, uh, will Team Twenty Twenty Four have super vehicle rules like vans firing manhole covers? Oh, off like-, the front, like the toy could <laughs> and like, like the toys, like the toys
1: in the in the eighties and nineties. yeah. Shooting yes. manhole covers, red or orange. I forget. And what are well, the buffs but, hey, okay. of New York City pizza? Well, you know, yes. you get a slightly different
2: buff when you have deep dish Chicago than yeah. you do when you get you know. That's
1: not a pizza. That's a casserole.
2: That's why it has a different
1: <laughs> boss buff. <laughs> um, but is there something like that? No, I mean, I mean, like-
2: it's going to have what was in the um, the
1: game, which I believe there are. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if there's Max. Max was looking while, while you had internet issues mm-hmm. and couldn't find a comprehensive section. On vehicle combat let alone vehicle creation
0: this is a vehicle skill but i also said that it was never something i felt was missing because i would just roll skill rolls and you'd shoot normally and i'd give you negatives because you're shooting out a window whatever
2: yeah there's there's vehicle construction and aerial combat space combat in this book so yes excellent great so now i might have to add something so you can shoot manhole covers yeah. Uh, yes. obviously.
1: Obviously. Well, you guys can, you know, game masters can do their own okay. homebrew. Errata oh. is incoming, people. <laughs> don't worry. Important errata.
0: In before I get to the next one, actually, I kind of want to make that point because the other major comment, because we were talking a little bit before the stream, but the other major comment, and I didn't tell you this, that I hear from people is oh, palladium's confusing, palladium's confusing, and I don't want to dredge that back up because we've a- we've asked, you know, we've mentioned that a few times and when you've been here before, but it drives me crazy because. Well we we can quibble about certain layout issues or whatever. I've never found the game confusing, what I think and you correct me if I'm wrong in your experience when people talk about it. The main thing is that people see that it's a thicker book and it's got a lot of lines of text and they think it's crunchy. It's not a I, crunchy I, I system. It is it's cinematic. So much well, is left for I, you to just make the ruling yeah, on your own, but yeah, people are like I think some of this is wording, right? I
2: mean Kevin and I've talked a lot about this subject and this is not when I mean, this isn't going to be some vehicle to to you know, you know, rewrite everything from the ground up at all, right? But you know, when I'm doing the editing, um, I've already found some places where I'm like, oh, I think this is maybe a newer way to phrase that that might be a little clearer, right? Um, but I mean, when I was 10, I understood this game, yeah, and I played plenty of adventures uh, like The Turtles Go Hollywood, which is a really fun adventure module, um, and you know, basically campaign, right? Um, yeah. And I didn't have a problem when I was 10. So, I mean, I don't know, man, like what people's deal is, but um, I could understand when you start adding on a lot of other layers of magic and, and psychic powers and, you know, MDC and, you know, different kinds of strength or supernatural strength. I mean, I guess, I guess that could be.
0: When the onion, like when the onion, well, I guess it wouldn't be but, but back. It I mean be Yeah, I mean, the, but the
2: turtles is, TMNT is, I mean, this is like just pure palladium and fun and yeah. so I think it's really straightforward. I thought it was really straightforward when I was a kid. And it, it made more sense to me at the time than um, D six Star Wars, than Dungeons and Dragons, and it still does. So um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's not really relevant. I, I, I wonder if it's a simulation so.
0: mind of the nineties. So I'm gonna be talking to somebody on Friday who's very, very hyper simulationist, and I'm not, but there but there was a simulationism that that kind of injected the hobby in the 90s i'm just wondering if that is part of this because i think it's a perception at least because
2: you know um like gurps is very you know crunchy very crunchy um some people seem to lump palladium in with that but i don't i don't think they're that similar um I, i don't i don't know i think it might be a they bounce off of it for whatever reason but I don't think... I, I've that
0: actually, recent, in recent months, I've tried to ask people, when somebody says, oh, it's clumsy, or it's this, and I'm like, specifically, tell me what's clumsy. Let me see if there's something that I can and learn, show, or something. Uh, yeah, show me where it is. And really, what it comes down to, it's always generalities. Oh, the combat rules, or oh, this. And I'm not trying to dog on your game at all, and I don't want to spend no, a lot you're of not. time I mean, on this. It's just But it's the point I've of... I've
2: like,
3: these same conversations. Yeah, yep.
2: Yeah.
0: Some, no, yeah, exactly. Some of the...
3: So- I'm going to say I run into the exact same thing because, you know, I, I like to hear if there's a problem. I want to know what it is so I can think about it and, and maybe address it. And there's been a, a, a new endless times I say, so just let me have it. What's wrong with this game? Or when someone's like, it's broken. Okay, what's broken? Tell me. And they either don't have an answer at all or it's some vague generality like, like you just said. Or it's, it's that, oh, well, your skills or, or the bonuses or the combat system is different from, say, Heroes Unlimited or Ninja Turtles to Nightbane Bane and Rifts. And it's like, yeah, they all use the same basic system, but they're different worlds. And, mm-hmm. I, you know, so they're a little different. Plus, you know, and we talked about this on one of your shows before, it's a matter of a lot of this stuff grew organically. And, and I admit it's frustrating if you go into one game and you're like, there's a skill you recognize, but the description is different. But I mean, you know, pick the one you like and go with well, it. Or it's like, not broken. Why is why is Prowl 20% higher in
2: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles than is the other games? Because you're all ninjas. I mean, yeah,
4: You know, why can you... what, what is that in, hard? In,
2: in, in, in Heroes Limited, you can parry energy blasts, but you can't in other games because you're superheroes. I mean, and it's not... Now, modern games would make those, like, they very clearly call them out as, like, you know, setting rules or optional rules mm-hmm. or whatever. But in, in Palladium, maybe it's not called out the same yeah. way as is the modern convention, but it's the same thing. Yeah. So I think that's kind of it is just, it's, it's just an older presentation of things. Um, and so, you know, we want to, without being yeah. uh, uh, disloyal to this game that yeah. all of us love, which I think is dead simple to play because I mm-hmm. did it when I was a dumb kid. Yeah. Um, we're, we are going to be updating a little bit of language here and there as we've i already started as I've um, been doing the editing pass and the new layout. So, so yeah, but, but it's, you know, uh, hopefully they can get it. Um, I think a lot of people can play this and have a lot of fun. You know, my, uh, my 12 year old daughter enjoyed playing um, fantasy. playing fantasy. Yeah. When she came yeah, in a comment
0: from somebody who said his three i think it was his three-year-old is looking for i think it's a comment there a question hero i'm gonna kids. ask you later hero kids. no it wasn't here it was talking about this game how his three-year-old is looking forward hero. to making a character and i'll scroll down to that when we actually no, ask that question because everyone but he dog loves to play an animal yes no <laughs> that is ridiculous
1: a three-year-old shouldn't be in a role-playing game that's ridiculous that's I think that's stupid. a bit young, you know. Could be, <laughs> yeah,
2: a Depends bit on young. how you're going to
0: run it, but yeah. I mean, but that's the point is
2: actually that we want that we want to note is yeah. Some people are like, well, is, is, is this hyper violent stuff appropriate for children? is like, or it's well, awfully really gritty, or it's awful gritty. It's like, well, a like I know that people wear helmets more now and stuff, but like. <laughs> When I was a kid in 85 and I got this when I was 10, this is perfectly age appropriate. And there's nothing in any of the adventures that isn't PG that's even into PG 13. Right. You know, yeah. especially well, the revised edition. And, and
3: mom, dad, uncle, Bob. Everybody can play. You're designing your game. You're gonna be the game master. You create the adventure, make it age appropriate. Yeah. Don't mean, describe
1: guts spilling out
3: of
2: people. Yeah, you, yeah. you
3: can money. you can
1: oh. hand wave the the whole guts and arterial spray and stuff right. you can hand wave that away and just say it's oh. just hit points you know it's like <laughs>
2: it's, it's just sleeping. you know it's it, it's yeah he's
0: sleeping now
2: he's it's it's funny
0: it's funny you say because i hate disclaimers we even make fun of the palladium one that's been around since but the 80s you know uh, we don't believe in it's witchcraft like who cares you know so but I, but i'm but to be fair i hate Trust. him in all games there's literally no game that i hate him in but if there's one disclaimer that i think that maybe palladium could use is like If you don't see a rule, it is, is ambiguous so that the game master has the flexibility to make the decisions that work for his table. Like something yeah. like that. Like, like, cause, cause apparently I just going to put that in the new edition.
2: I'll just be like, by the way.
1: Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. To, yeah, just to pen, pencil that in on the side. It's fine. Right. it's fine.
0: Because it really seems like, you know, that 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 is the struggle when I have That's these conversations.
2: The yeah. That's the playing philosophy. And it's just yeah. people they approach just can't things make differently than you. they do now, than they did before. Yeah. And it's the sometimes, a lot of times, like I've said before, it's the same people. They're my age, right? Um, or older or, or maybe a little younger right, but they grew up in the 80s and 90s. They were playing the same games and yep. suddenly they because um, uh, You know games like Magic the Gathering is very explicit with a lot of things a lot of computer role-playing games are very yeah. explicit in their mechanics a lot of board games Which are very common, which is great because yeah. um, we're a subset of that tabletop hobby Um, Are much more explicit about what you can do so people expect much more explicit instructions But that's a lot of what you're bringing to the game book if you read Kevin's sections on game mastering and advice um, It's very clear that that this is for the game master to interpret you know, as best fits the storytelling in the well, movie. and to
3: fit your audience. You know, if you're yeah. playing with, you know, yeah, you can talk about five, or, mega six, in the five or six, five or six, eight-year-olds. Then yeah, you're, you're, you, know, you don't it's... talk about the the
1: the you know African slave trade or 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 uh, uh, Bundy stuff or Dahmer party. <laughs> you don't do that, you have These are right. eight-year-old. Keep, keep it keep keep it to like weird-looking bats that that like you know,
3: or. Or, or oh, rescue a right. like, like, family, like you know? Our Our bad groceries. guys kidnap these people because they want to do weird experiments or turn them more into money. animals against their more will. Family. So you're trying to rescue a family or or sure. fucking kitten in a tree. I mean, yeah. It's you know, funny I, that
0: we have to tell people this now. This just seems common yeah. sense to me. This is what drives me it's crazy. It's yeah. more than funny, but all right. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's, uh, <laughs> let's
2: move it's on. It's the here. eternal question.
0: Yeah, well, uh oh we got a super chat here it says any ch- what we'll get a BattleTech riffs conversion book someday could <laughs> that would that.
1: be something Not no like- <laughs> <laughs> go,
0: no, i would be so torn with that that i don't know i would have kevin on and kevin and sean on to choke both of them for that because i'm a, i'm an i'm an old school BattleTech thirty twenty five era fan yes, but then again me, this like is great but no but here's here's the caveat if you could integrate the board game without changing it to the Palladium role-playing rule <laughs> system, good then luck. I would be like, yes, but uh, good luck with that. <laughs>
1: yeah, if, if you could actually integrate the, the 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 tabletop battle game into a palladium role-playing game, not you you really should run for leader of all humans because you can have <laughs> Gee, that's a that's
2: a crazy idea, isn't it, Kevin? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm ready to hear that challenge <laughs> well, accepted. Are
1: you what are you looking at? Why why are you looking at me like that?
0: <laughs> I'm just gonna let this simmer for a second. <laughs> all right, so all right. Uh, Legion of Myth that uh, Kevin already has the rule in his early books. I think he even calls it the golden rule. Make it golden your game. Rule, yeah, but what rule, does yep. Make it your game mean.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Interpret everything for me literally, please.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> I'd love to see Palladium take on Dune. I love those Dune movies. No cold. God damn it. All right. Um, we we'll get back to this. so we're going to come back to Team and T because obviously we will close this out talking about the project. But uh, for sure. now, let's let's finally move on to some My other turn. things. What's My that? Turn. Your turn for My what? Turn. Okay. You've already hijacked go. like twenty nope, questions. I'm hijacking.
1: Actually a Two question. hours and thirty-two minutes and forty-six seconds. This is where the spicy meatball starts.
0: Okay. You know I have I, I, have, I have I have categories for this, right? We can talk yeah, you talk about certain I, things at a certain time. I have I have I have just done
1: uh, a review on the Australia book. And I after reading it, I immediately saw the same problem as New West and Spirit West, the Australia book, which was, had to have two books as well, <laughs> had to have two books as well, the, the base Australia book and then the a kind of like magic or shaman book. Right. To 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 companion with it to make it a full book. Problem hmm. is we didn't get the second book now it, with with New West. The, uh, the, the Spirit West was completely complimentary, but in my opinion, not exactly necessary to run New West. You still could do regular Cowboy Story with just New West, and it's I fine. I did it for a long time before Exactly, right? It's fine. It's fine. Here's the problem. The Australia book does not have that fun time. The Australia book references several times in it the Aboriginal shaman. The Aboriginal shaman. See the Aboriginal shaman. To, ex- to fully explain this, see the Aboriginal shaman. For, for, the, for the song juicer, I think it was called, the 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 you know, magic juicer of australia uh the only way to detoxify like a regular juicer would was to see an aboriginal shaman Where you the can't
3: the because there's
1: no aboriginal shaman anywhere in that book it was supposed to be in the second book but it never happened and that that right there makes that book be- less playable because of that because the the book references aboriginal shamans everywhere they're going to be important it's it's easily read between the lines the aboriginal shamans are super important and yet they never happen is there a way like even even like a little two-page errata of the aboriginal shaman occ or rcc that you can throw up to make the book more viable is there a way
3: i, I imagine so
1: there's always a way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> has it been done already? And I'm just a really big idiot. No, no. Okay, good. I'm just not a even radar. a rifter. I'm awesome with that. <laughs> I'm cool with that.
2: That could be something we could throw on a rifter. Yeah. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. By the way, just so everybody's clear, um, <laughs> on Rifter 86, Wayne got COVID earlier this year. Oh, Wayne no. has recently fallen off of the roof. He's the oh, editor in chief of the oh, Rifter. My God. Um, he's this year old, can't
0: end fast yeah. enough for him, can it? <laughs> He, he he's, smashed his knee up. So, not his head. Oh, so, that's
2: good. Yep. Or yeah. Back. Well, something.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so it's not, it wasn't like life and death, but he's, he's been in a lot of pain. Yeah. And um, he's not been in the office. He's been working at home the best he can. Yeah. Okay. So, and, uh,
2: just so people understand, between that and then we've had to put a lot of time into this deal with, um, Paramount. So, mm-hmm. because of that, it looks like Rifter 86 is, is going to take the brunt of delays. Yeah. So, um, that we, I mean, Rifter having it as an annual is very important to us. Um, but you know, Wayne is is the beating heart of that effort. Yeah, he's the so, he's a frontline um, guy. Yeah, so just hopefully everybody can be understanding on that front because I mean, like two years ago, I, I um, was two years ago now. Yeah, yeah, it feels like it. Feels yeah. like yeah, uh, I had COVID for months right and then I have wow. an
1: and no one here is forgiving you yet so right <laughs> so luck, Wayne right
2: you know good <laughs> luck with Wayne for Wayne but you know, as much as it's worth I mean yeah, I could fall off a
3: roof yeah pfft,
2: whatever yeah whatever man man <laughs> up. We'll yeah, no. on it <laughs> so but we just wanted to put that out there too by the way just to make sure that everybody's clear on that um that's why there's that delay in the you know just between the two different things um and we've there's a lot of other things that have had happen behind the scenes that um, we've been updating as well, so um,
0: yeah. I mean, just like, it's just like being a YouTuber. Everybody thinks that oh, you, all you do is sit in front of a screen, you know, a couple hours a week, and that that's all you do. Man, <laughs> I spend way more time dealing no, with this true. stuff I, after the. fact I do as little as possible
1: now, and still I, I I do more than what people think. But I don't do anywhere near what what this little this just
2: <laughs> this little
1: <laughs> this little. Just, oh, well
0: like, kevin are excited about pain. the weekends
2: says before like, we get excited on the weekends because we get to write <laughs> oh <my
0: God. laughs> well i was going to do riff stuff last but since we started um uh, let me scroll this down dying, to the it. to the riffs question here uh, well one of them was rifters and i think you basically answered you answered about 86 but uh, there were some people who said, Hey, ask, uh, Sean, why they can't do uh, quarterly rifters anymore. And again, I pointed you to pointed them to one of the well, other episodes that you were on and you talked about that, but yeah. in quick format, can you explain people why we're not doing quarterly rifters anymore? Oh,
2: we just yeah, heard. absolutely. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a lot of work. You know, a book is a lot of work and if you want a lot. So when I came on, um, rifter had was in hiatus, right. Mm-hmm. And, um, one of the big things was I was really wanting to dive in and, and bring that back. Um, and we had a really big, really big Rifter 85. Um, and we've gotten a lot of really, really positive feedback about the high quality of that, of that Rifter. Um, and, and part of that's because of the time that went into the selection process and the editing and, and any Rifter takes time. Um, and we don't want the Rifter to supersede the production of, of, of mainline books. Yeah. And True. new books that which are, is what it was doing. Which is what it was doing. And so that's why we discussed, we still think it definitely there's a need for the Rifter. And we want mm-hmm. to have the Rifter. And if 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 we have our druthers, we would go back to maybe even two a year. But I think one year is great. Um it also is I think good for the fans um to have time to submit and compete. Um, you know, yeah. by putting in their 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 putting their best foot forward. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think that that's, uh, that's just what people have to understand is we're a small company and, um, and, and we, we want new books to take the priority. And the Rifter was, was detracting from that production process. Like I've, we've talked about before in short form there, when I got here, there was a big log jam of, of books that are in advanced stages of art and, um, and, 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 and writing and cover art. I mean, I'm looking at, you know, the cover of. Uh, Rifts antarctica right in this room and uh you know it's 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 i got here i i was i thought it was insane how far progressed a lot of projects are that need that final editing and writing and design pass um from kevin and or now me um Hmm. and so uh that's why would you want you want rifter 80 you know the fourth rifter or the second rifter in a year or do you want titan robotics I think everyone's going to say Titan Robotics or everyone's going to say, um, you know, Expedition, Yen Sloth Expeditions, mm-hmm. right? So that's that's the answer.
3: Yeah, you know, I don't think people realize that when, cause in a lot of ways, Riffs, uh, the Rifter is a fanzine and we don't just print whatever is sent to us. You know, yeah. we, we read the whole thing, we, we tweak it, we edit it most of the time you have to completely reformat it because nobody follows the same format um for some reason uh and then a lot of times there's there's chunks of it that need to be rewritten or taken out uh because it just messes with continuity or or it's overpowered um so there it's not like just oh so-and-so sent in this manuscript and we just print it um you know there's a lot of work that goes into it you know plus you know hiring and artists new writers are also
2: it. usually not as great with their their writing there needs to be more editing done to yeah, and we want, just on a basic mechanical yeah. language level right and, and,
3: and we want fan stuff so just we because do. you're a great game master doesn't mean you're a great writer um so you know it, it's yeah it, and we and have to order art for all of it yeah so right <laughs> we have to read a whole bunch and then you know
2: choose you know uh you know what what's going to go in? I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of work that goes into
3: a rifter um, that's different than a normal. You what, know, and there's a lot of invisible day-to-day shit that you know <laughs> we don't mention in the weekly updates or you know like paying the bills. Stuff. I mean, come on.
2: <laughs> I don't want to bore you guys out of your freaking door, yeah. So.
3: <laughs>
1: No, we want to see your financials right now. No,
0: All okay. oh, right, <laughs> now it's it's different now. It's actually more work now than it was then. But I got really frustrated a few years ago when they were doing the Leisure Weekly live stream. And people be like, "What is it that you really do?" Because I wasn't on any of the shows. There, I never said that. No he no he never said that but but other people cuz I was complaining about dude these guys are there for 2 hours they can spend a couple of moments to do this one other thing and they're like well you're not doing much but complaining so i i actually one time went on there and i i live casted everything i do after the streams and people like 6 hours later you're still working on this like yep
3: yeah that's a great example well you do no. a lot
0: of good video
2: editing and i um went to school for that and i i've done plenty and it takes a lot of time. I mean, there's a lot of time that goes into it.
0: That's life. the weird thing, is it's it's time it's not hard it's like, necessarily. It's no. just so time consuming. So you get yep. sucked
2: into this alternate dimension where time just is like
0: When is I when I was in the high. Air Force, I would do that. People be like, Hey, I need this brochure made. So I was a yeah, as a graphic artist, so we'd make posters and brochures and whatever. Be, I just I need this brochure made for, you know, rules of engagement for some dining out or something like that. Like, okay, it'll be a week. like a week, I need this tomorrow. I'm like, ooh, I don't know if we can do it by then, tomorrow. Then you should have been here six days ago. Right. <laughs> but I was like, but no, but but we need, can, can I just, can we just get, can't you just throw some potpourri or some crap on there and just make it go up? It'd be, come on back. And we sit in front of the computers and two hours later for something they thought was going to be a half hour and we're barely, it was like, oh, well, we got the border agreed upon, maybe a font. Now we got to work on this. Like, I got to go. I'm like, okay, I get it. I get it. I see why it takes so long now. It's like, yeah, it just takes time. It's not hard. Just tell me what you want. And we'll do it. But yeah, that, that's the big thing. Like, I'm trying to work on a whole ton of shorts right now. I'm waiting for Heathen Dog to, to review them. But I'm hoping to mass produce like a ton of shorts just to see if I can do this all riffs based by the way. <laughs> and and uh uh and see how that comes out because other than that I kind of personally don't find the shorts to be worth it. Like I'm like like 6 or 10 or whatever like of you being on here because I think that's good for the audience but like for the other stuff YouTube's like make shorts make shorts i like oh. the amount They're of effort anything. that goes into yeah. those things for a 1 yeah. minute or it's less video that sucks. <laughs> like
1: right. Yeah. There's not enough payoff. I mean there 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 are ways to scam the system like I, I've, I've seen a lot of people do one second shorts that auto loop and they, they count for all these views and stuff but th- that's just that's a lame stupid trick and people get pissed off after a while stuff like but that. but also does, doesn't
0: actually long term help your your channel either. know that's no, nothing a does. yeah no, nothing like that does
1: but anyway yeah yeah
0: but all all, the, all that
1: behind the scenes stuff takes so much longer than the actual doing of the thing yeah. you know right and then, and that's what people need to understand I mean like Wayne is
2: the guy that does all the stuff <laughs> that, you know, he he's Kevin's right hand man in that way that he does a lot of stuff that, you know, it otherwise Kevin would have to be doing it right and um, or now, you know, I'm here too, but, you know, it's it, it he helps offload a lot of the other workload. And so, you know, um, not having him at full capacity, we, you know, we're really you know, when we, we, we care about the guy, we want him to do well, but we also was like, hey, we're, we're excited for him. To well,
0: at some point, that. we need to have Wayne come in here and photobomb you guys and sit down with you, too. So <laughs> That would be fun. <laughs> All right, so uh, back on riffs. This one's got uh, kind of a long one. I hope I read it right. But uh, sure. it occurs to me that the permanent dimensional portal located in Aslam on Spluger-occupied Atlantis. Hey, you were just talking about Rift's Atlantis. Yeah. With its effect of permanently inverting the alignments of any being exposed to its light, could very well be related to the quote-unquote magic circle of incredible power that transformed the great old one Zai into Toth. Was this indeed your intent, or am I barking up an unexpected but interesting tree? <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, it, it, was a, it was... Yeah, it, it's, they're connected.
1: There
0: okay. you go. And then all from right. there, you're the
1: game master. You figure out what you want from there. Well, un, un, until until a writing comes out on it.
3: <laughs> yeah, uh, right.
0: Until, until Rips Atlantis comes out. I completely, completely forget,
3: and I make it something completely different. And then people <laughs> go, what
0: the hell happened to you? We were oh, out, I asked you about that with the,
2: uh, what was it, like one of the dangers? I asked yeah. you, and you were like, oh, yeah, that was my original idea, but I changed it later.
0: Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, all right. Here's one that uh, Heathen Dog might not like I'm because oh. I know I'm sitting here going, do I have to read this? But yes, I do. Maybe and how would you convince Max and Heathen Dog to do a deep dive into Recon? Oh. Recon,
1: I, I don't even consider I, it's, it. It's I don't it's consider so it. It's so different than everything else in Palladium. It's hard to reconcile in my head. That it's the same system. You know, yep. it's the same
3: company. It's not, oh, the, it's not the same. I'm at the same company because it's oh. so different. Well, it wasn't, I mean, originally. Yeah, so, so the story behind Recon is uh, a gentleman named Joe Martin created, Joseph Martin created this kind of hybrid board game, um, um, miniature game. And one of my guys, one of my early guys, Matthew Ballant, was a fan of it, really liked it, and he reached out to Joe and said, Hey, you're not doing a lot with this. How about you sell it to Palladium? We'll do a whole bunch more with it. Which sadly, we ended up not doing a lot with it. But you did do something. Um, you know, it, it's uh, so it's a completely different game. And even you know, revised recon that, that Eric did, it's it's more role playing than than miniature. But it's it's definitely not the Palladium game system. There's little hints of it, but it's it's a very different setting, very different rules. Yeah.
2: absolutely yeah i don't feel like you guys have to like go down a rabbit hole like that if you don't want to I mean, yeah
0: no we do we do get a lot of requests for recon and we keep saying the same thing it's like look man yeah, i i understand really the familiar. palladium system <laughs> i'm not i'm not really interested in recon as both the genre. see i don't i don't do modern there, style games but so, yeah so let I me mean, we'll ask this question because i've
2: talked to kevin saying that i want to do it <laughs> but i mean is there an interest for us to eventually i mean no promises anecdotally right? yeah just but 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 and anecdotally, are, with there, do you think there's interest for, for us to, to do a reboot that it, that uh, brought it more in line with the corpuladium stuff?
0: I don't know if well, it's a more of a joke or if it's serious. Yeah, because uh, it, I can't unclear. tell sometimes. But we do get a lot of. Uh, Next time we feedback. do an interview,
2: you know, collect do a poll or something, uh, man. Yeah. Okay. Because I mean, like seriously, I've said to Kevin, "Oh, should I tell him about that art?" No. Well, yeah, um, I saw I saw a treasure trove of art basically that from unpublished okay. book. I mean, we're talking like unpublished since I was in high school. Right? Yeah. Um, and I was just like, Holy crap. Like one of these moments and Kevin's like, Oh yeah, we, I commissioned all this stuff and then it just didn't happen. And, yeah. and I was like, man, I would love to do because, you know, I'm, I'm a big tabletop war gamer. I okay. Battletech. I used to, you know, um manage a games workshop store I was really into Warhammer and Necromunda and stuff. Um uh, Warhammer 40k specifically in Necromunda. Um I played all the games. Um but yeah I would love to do something like that, but we just don't know if there's the 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 um, the interest if it would be at how viable it would be, you know, because we want to I mean, you know, a lot of times the question is okay, what do we do next? You know, and you have oh. to make a really important decision about well, gee, there's this uh we talked to Paramount and they're uh they're you know we got you know possible to do turtles yeah i'm doing that you know Mm -hmm. i mean you know or whatever and um or you know we're uh you know finishing this up and that up and as we clean you know finish clean up this slate and catch up with a lot of the stuff that's in production you know right now a lot of it is okay which one of the next things that's in production do we finish but eventually it's going to get to okay we're in a whole new world where we can do new things what do we do next um and so you know that's one of those things that we are totally open to people's thoughts um so so i'll put a poll out
0: this week and we'll see what people say
1: recon would be hard because it's really if you if you want to remake it it you have to choose between two different games is it a is it a complete refresh of the old game or is it brought to modern times you have to decide I, that first, and which one do people want? You know, do they want maybe an updated timeline um, version of it, or do they want just uh, an updated rules version of it? Well, I, I mean, in, in, in my mind,
2: if you mm-hmm. care, yeah. um, it would be updated rules to be in line with the rest of the Palladium system. So, yeah. you know, a lot of the the skirmish and other type stuff that recon, because I haven't played it, I've just read it.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
2: I understand it from, like, a weird... Yeah. Uh, to yeah. me, that's In a weird, weird conceptual spot, yeah. as you know, because a lot of times you'll you, when you actually play something, you have a completely different experience yeah. than what you think it might be like when you read it. Um, but I really like the ideas on top of the rest of my wargaming and tactical skirmish games that I really enjoy. Um, of you know, taking the Palladium Core Combat System and then adding you know the recon stuff as an extra layer, and and then I think if you do it right, I think if you do it right um, with modern design sensibilities it could be a game that could be played through all different types of eras of conflict
1: um it could be the, the the call of cthulhu of warfare you know like 1890s 1920s 2000 right,
2: scenarios yeah. yeah um and uh you know maybe even yeah yeah but i mean i think that that could be a pretty cool thing if people want it you know, it would be a lot of work,
1: <laughs> but just ju- just the weapons and and armor and and uh, and conflict settings throughout the throughout the ages would be a monumental task to to even flesh out even enough to for for a game master to take that baton and finish it up for his table. You know, if you made it general,
2: yeah. But, I mean, I, I would I would I would be twentieth century and forward if you did recon. I would want to try and do like you know civil Civil
1: war type stuff yeah yeah
2: yeah i mean you'd have it have to be at least world war one and forward in my opinion
1: but even then the 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 uh technology for warfare has has changed in the last hundred years so very much that you'd have to have so much stuff in there to cover all your bases unless you wanted supplemental books for ages sure but well i mean i think you might that would be
2: it, right? That. Yeah, if it took off, that would be great, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, if you look at, um, and sorry, this is a little bit of a tangent, but if you look at like <laughs> bolt action and Warhammer 40,000, yeah. um, That's I, I mean, yeah. that, that I mean, and bolt action is very similar to Warhammer 40,000, so really using the core Warhammer 40,000 type rules, which are basically the baseline for a lot of tabletop war games these days, I mean, they're all mm-hmm. a lot of them use very similar mechanics. Um, you could do something, I think, that could. Move from that era forward, um, but previous to World War One, I, I mean, with uh, it's about the hand loading of the weapons and the the you know propensity for armored melee combat, which is a bit different, right, um, than than the more modern combat. And it's it's recon modern combat, right? I think so. You know, um, you know. Anyways,
3: yeah, and that was one of the titles we we were planning was called Recon Modern Combat because the original Recon set during the Vietnam era. Exactly. Yeah,
1: and setting or yeah. do all the extra work to make it yeah, modern. Right.
2: So, it but is. I think you could do if you did it right, you could have a game that you brought out all kinds of modules for.
4: Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm.
2: The main book has, you know, I don't know what you do, but you know, you could do something that has a few different eras of things that you could do. But then you could have a bunch of books that splat books that are different, more, mm-hmm. more time, you know, time frames and and all the weapons and give me the of, new Avalon you know. Hill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right? So um no, that could be really cool. I just don't know if people are into it or not. That
3: showed your age there, Max. <laughs> Sorry. How <laughs> many people even heard of Avalon Hill that the, are watching this podcast. The
0: funny thing is, I'm not an Avalon Hill guy. I just have friends that that had all the stuff, the splats yeah. and exactly that. Now we have this new mission to add on to. Like, okay. I mean, I think potentially
2: it could be the tabletop version of Battlefield or Call of Duty where mm-hmm. you have all these, you know, the World War One yeah. to World War II, the futuristic wars and you know all that kind of stuff that you could do under that same framework if you if you design I,
0: I think honestly i i like it conceptually because i think the more that you offer customers and get uh, fans slash customers and get them under one roof whether they're playing your role-playing game or they're playing they are playing your tactical board game i think that's always a benefit because you know it's name familiarity it's it's system familiarity but I mean, I'll put a poll out there, I mean, with our little you know, anecdotal uh, group here and just see what people say about that. I mean, I don't really play those type of games. I don't typically like modern, like current era games, slice of life, whatever you want to call them. I usually go for fantasy or sci-fi. That's my personal taste. Does it, I, mean, I know a lot of other people who like other stuff, but also most of the people I know right now play Twilight 2000 whether it's the old version or the free league version for, for their kind of pseudo role-playing tactical comments. So I don't, I don't know if they would be interested in that, but hey, we'll put that out there.
2: Yeah. I just, yeah. Let us know. Yeah. It's something I, we, we just had fun. Like, you know, we're eating lunch and I'm like, Hey Kev,
1: what if we did that? You know, or gee, there's all that art, you know, <laughs>
0: <laughs> all that art just sitting there. My God. I'm going to give you a two-parter now. Uh-oh. because this super chat came up that I think kind of lends into the question I was gonna ask next. So what goals has Palladium set for itself for twenty twenty four? Any chance of long delayed projects like United World or Warlock oh, Book or Land of the Dam three, et cetera, et cetera. Obviously, Not for twenty twenty
2: four. I mean you can so you can take a look at the Palladium Books website. We have um a, a webpage that lists what is the what name of the page? I forget if you guys can navigate to it real quick. Yep. But um it's like project progress or something like that. Um, so that stuff isn't on the slate. I mean, we we have our slate full for twenty twenty four and probably into twenty twenty five. With the especially with the addition of turtles. Um, but uh, yeah, we'd love to um, get to a lot of that stuff in the future. But it's a lot of that stuff is further out. Yeah, it's and,
3: hard to say when. I mean, like not to get people's hopes up, but for example, I mean, Sean's right that we have a lot of stuff that. Um. Yeah. Project status. That's it. That. Yep. Yeah, that's it.
2: So you scroll down, you can see new releases now. We haven't updated this with turtle with uh, turtles There's an a- yeah. active production, but it's I don't know turtles to me isn't exactly the same as the other ones because it's more of an editing and art direction. It's not really like a book that's being rewritten with new rules designed and things like that. Um. So, uh, Titan Robotics and Cyborg Collection. Oh, we need to move that to the new releases. Those are out.
4: Yeah.
2: Um. So yeah. Um and uh 86 is is is, is delayed um mm-hmm. but uh bestiary 2 and then um you know uh, yin sloth expeditions are in active production yeah. so um and then in development you can go look at that list and so you can see there's, there's a bunch life. of bts there stuff but including yep.
3: land of the damn three i was gonna land say so damn that's, three again is. we don't want to talk about it we don't want to get people's hopes up but i mean that's a book where you know, Matthew Clements turned in his part of the manuscript, and we actually have a pile of artwork for it from uh, Stephen Cummings. Um, but, you know, it's been sitting there for like like three years until we can get around to finishing it off and doing it right. So I'm and, really creeped out by this robot
0: looking at me. Right, me. The, the,
2: the Forcer Skullhead. Um, but, yeah, but like Unite Worlds of Warlock, that's a funny one. But, I mean... We've joked about it, but I mean, it's, it's, it's not in that in development list. It's yeah. in the uh, canceled projects list. Um, I believe. Yeah. yeah it's, yeah. it's firmly in the not on hold list. Cause the, yeah. the, what, if we get done with the um, in development, what we would do next is the on hold, yeah. you know, before we ever approach probably anything in the that's officially canceled,
4: canceled.
2: Yeah. <laughs> just to be clear, you know, wow. um, that's the only chance any of that would have a chance of, of gaining some miraculous resurrection. So. Just to be clear on the United Worlds of Warlock um, question there. But but yeah, we're trying to be very transparent about our production process without promising things that we aren't going to be
3: delivering in a time frame that is, you know, sane. Because um, you guys and everyone who watches us on these interviews, you can see how passionate we are about stuff. And there's like a million freaking things I'd love that to we, we want to do. And yeah, we didn't, and we'd love to do it all, you know, next year. So
0: but, how do we clone you guys? Right,
3: <laughs> Make like six of each of you. <laughs> well, we're, I mean, we're working on it. So you know, in fact, Turtles was a great example. It, depending on how successful this this Kickstarter is, and in subsequent sales, you know, it it should, um, you know, give us resources where we can bring in more really capable people who can take things off our plates and do a lot of the the day to day stuff that we find ourselves stuck in doing. Yep. That's one of our, um, our. I mean the. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's one of our big goals. It's, uh yeah, uh, like a chief operations officer, you know. So and, and you know, and it's tough finding those people because the people who are really good at it, you know, they're making big bucks now mm-hmm. doing that, uh, and we and, can't necessarily match that. And, and they don't they don't know our industry either, and or in many cases, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. You know, so the the segue uh, that I have for that is um, with Watsi as an example, focusing on virtual and digital products does palladium have any plans to capture or dare i say own own the physical marketplace
2: i mean yeah we're executing that plan right now
0: I'm,
1: I'm that's, that's, say that again that, that that was that was so cool we're executing that plan right now that was awesome. <laughs> yeah this is
2: literally when i say kevin and i have a plan and by the way turtles is, is is filling in the step two of our plan it didn't have to be turtles but it is fill it and you will see how it fills in that, and I can talk to you about it in like five years, because we're not going to talk about the exact plan, yeah. uh, the exact plan that we have, um, for a number of reasons. But mm-hmm. thank you. We we we're really hoping um, for Wayne's recovery yeah, was, uh, yeah. as well. Thank you. But um, but yeah, so we are executing a plan. We are we are happy for Watsi to transcend into the hyper digital <laughs> yeah. space and we will we are <laughs> we are uh looking forward to providing people all the wonderful tabletop gaming yeah. that they desire yeah. um absolutely
1: yeah okay um, watsi is pushing for everything to be done at the very least on a tablet and great you you, you can have you, you can have that poor battery life all you want i'll have a book thanks
0: I mean, I don't mind the compatibility to a tablet. I mean, to be fair, I keep saying I don't read PDFs, but how do we do every one of our reviews and our deep dives and so forth? PDFs, yeah. right? Yeah. I, but yeah. I don't use PDFs at the table. If somebody else no. wants to, go for it. But By I'm never going to have a digital character sheet, and I'm never going to yeah. like look something up on the tablet. I'm going to grab my book, with my little tabs in it. And
2: Also, just so we can get the word out there, um, one of the things about this reissue that I want to be very clear about is there will never be digital versions of these books. Mm. It's not part of the license.
3: Um,
0: oh, okay. this so TMT, right? Yeah. For the TMNT, the TMNT reissue, yeah. for yeah. the
2: reissue, mm-hmm. let me be clear: there will not be digital versions of these books. So we okay. just want to make sure yeah. Yeah. that that people understand that this is this is a you know 40th anniversary, um, bringing the classic back for all the fans, old and new, to really enjoy, uh, yeah. and yeah. Uh, we just want to make that clear. Okay. that um you know because some people will be like well i'll just buy the digital version when it comes out it yeah. won't and and that's not you know yeah that's just how it is uh just <laughs> we're happy to have have the opportunity yeah. to, to to do all the things that we're yeah. doing right was, so, what
1: was was that a was that a money time or was it a, a paramount thing like no uh, we, don't wanna, we don't want to we don't really want to really talk about part that of the... level okay. of the
2: negotiations right. i'd say all right yeah okay that i think that answers it
1: okay yeah.
2: Um. But yeah, just specifically for this reissue, we just want to make sure that everyone understands. A, um, there will never be a digital version of this, as far as we're, you know, we currently understand, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, is, um, you know, this is really intended to be something really cool. Like the Cyborgs Collection isn't digital. There's, I mean, there's PDFs that a, you know, comprise it, but it's really only a physical book that you get the full experience because it's a remaster of something. And, and that's the kind of same thing here is we really just want to make the best book and product possible for people to have. Yeah. And so that was our, our primary focus with the negotiations on this um, specific reissue. So just so everyone understands that. And then the other thing is, is besides if you want the alternate covers, um, the different editions, um, you know, the the minis, the, the associated dice, the vast majority of that is going to be Kickstarter exclusives. Yeah. And yeah. Um, and a lot of this is we're all, we're, you know, part of this. Is you have to remember, we're building a relationship with Paramount, mm-hmm. right? And we're showing them, you know, they're, you know, they're putting a lot of trust in us. You know, this is not something a, a property that was easy to get. Yeah, and um, this
3: is kind of new for them. And you know, if you really a lot of new territory. If you really stop and think about it, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, the guys who have the toy license, they they don't want to have competition, you right. know, with some little po dunk. You know, role-playing game uh, company. Well, it's a, and,
2: to them, it's another division cutting in on their territory. Exactly, exactly. Selling so, their plans.
3: You know, and I ran into the same problem with, with with Harmony Gold. And I had to explain, you know, these miniatures aren't going to be any God. bigger than X. You know, they're not going to be action figures. They don't move. Right. Um. You know, the buyer has to paint them. And, you know, they're like, oh, okay, we get it. We can authorize that. Yeah. And, and it, it was a similar thing with Paramount. And, and I don't even know how much work went into it. All I can tell you is that it took months for our Paramount liaison to get the approval for us to do and, those. And,
2: and, and well, then this is our champion, right? I mean, in well, a yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, mo- movie movie industry itself is very, very uh, hesitant. To move an IP from one media to a different media, right? Exactly. It's exactly. exactly. Be, right. Because we, we, lots we, of deals go down, and you lose money by accident right. by 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 shifting media well, from. There's also know, a lot of movie movie to TV show stuff like that. So right. yeah, I, I understand that that they're hesitant to do that on, on, until they understand not only where you're coming from, but where your where where your side of the business comes from. Because you know, like, like you said, they're they're learning that as much as you're learning theirs.
2: Well, and there's, there's also exclusivity, right? Because we actually, we actually wanted, we wanted everything, man. Um, (laughs) We we asked for plushies, you know, and they're like, no, this other company has the, you know, that's some, that's someone else's, you can't touch that. And we're like, no problem. You know what I mean? But uh, we're not doing t-shirts, right? I mean, and there's, it's, we can't just willy nilly. I wish we could just do, but that's not how it works. And so a lot of this is, they've actually, what we've, the deal we've great, actually. I mean, <laughs> so well, miniatures, it, dice, um, you know, all the, all the associated stuff that we're doing, the deck of cards. I mean, it, it, Game Master screen, uh, poster, art prints. And this is
1: all actually a really big deal that we're able to do. Okay, this. yeah, all that's well and good. But what you really dropped the ball on, you really missed. Is the April O'Neill waifu pillow? You you missed out on that one. What is wrong with you? That would have been bank. You you could have hired a, a, a staff of fifty with the profits from that I, pillow. I,
2: I think we could have hired a staff of fifty with
0: terror bear plushies, but that's just fair me. enough. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Ouch.
0: Uh so they're here. I, I've got the comment here that I want I was talking about earlier. It says, um, I'd like my kids to be part of the megaverse. One is dying to be a snow leopard. After the bomb, three year old wants to smash disgusting bug men with a big robot suit and twins who might inherit my nerd genetics. So, who knows? Will Palladium be around in 10 years for them to get that sense of freedom?
3: I sure freaking hope so. Absolutely. <laughs> That's the plan. That? First here. of all, are you gonna I, die? I'm going to die? And then I brought him in to help us do exactly that and to carry on when I'm gone. So, yeah. Yeah. 10,
0: 20, 30 years. That's the, plan. that's the whole plan. Yep. There we go. I, I, I pretty much knew what that answer was going to be, but yeah. you know, when somebody puts it out there and puts down oh, no, and, and I, and I wanted to show, look at that, that there is the three year old and he's got yeah, a whole yeah. family of next generation Palladium players. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm it. not going to ask those. I got a couple on here that are just kind of standbys in case. Uh, I, I thought this one was interesting for you guys personally. Are there any particular movies, TV shows, books, or just music that really gets you into like, I I cannot wait to role play. I can't even have time to role play anymore. But I mean, like just something that just jazzes you up that once you do it, like, okay, I'm ready to run a game or play a game. I mean, for me,
3: I mean, you know, I've said this before, everything gives me ideas. So, I mean, sometimes I'll watch a nature show And I'm like, oh, I got a great idea for a monster I want to run and, you know, and put the guys against. Uh, So, uh, yeah, I don't know if there's anything that really jumps out that, you know, is consistently inspiring for me. I mean, all kinds of comic books. Um, In fact, uh, right now there's a great comic book by IDW, coincidentally, called uh, from, what's it called? Oh! Oh! That the one you gave me. in the Dusk? Yes. That was and, cool. And it's every. I just read the third or fourth issue. It just came out. And, uh, or is it The Dusk and the Hunger? Something like that. And, and uh, it, it's a fantasy setting. And every time I read that, I, I get inspired to uh, work on Plenty of Fantasy. Uh, same thing uh, Titan. Um, Titan. I don't know what. Titan Books is the Titan Book People. They, they're doing uh, a new version of uh, Conan the Barbarian, and I always have a sweet spot for Conan. He was my he was my jam back in, like, third and fourth grade, right? So uh, um, they're doing a great job with it, and I'm, I'm reading it, and I'm thinking, oh, this gives me an idea for some upcoming stuff. Oh, I should include this kind of moody shit. Um, so, you know, it's – but everything kind of gives me <laughs> yeah. ideas. We talk about a lot of stuff. I like, for me, I think one thing
2: that really fuels me is when I got to see a really good ensemble. Because if you have, like, a lone hero, Mm -hmm. it doesn't work, This it doesn't jazz me up for RP the same way. But I really like, um, like, the Mandalorian, um, Ahsoka. Um, And I know people will dog on certain things, but uh, there's also, after, I don't know, especially after this past eight, nine months of negotiations, I understand why, you know, like, creators sometimes don't get what they want and then something weird happens like, you know, Grogu's back immediately. Um, but you know, uh, just to drop one, but you know, um, uh, and then what was it? Um, Andor, you know, that, that was really good. That was less of an ensemble thing, but, um, but yeah, like Osoka, oh, Mandalorian. Um, I really like, um, the Yamato 2199 oh, okay. has really cool like bridge crew. Mm-hmm the pilots all have their thing and they go out and the bridge crew has their thing. I really thought that was great for, I think you could, if you want to do like, you know, a Macross type thing, that's something to go watch besides the original Robotech type stuff. Um, And then I think that, um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, and Gundam, you know, a lot of times. Oh, oh, but more like the 08, MS team or like war in the pocket. I think it was called. I don't know if it was released in America under that name, but Uh, the old f91 stuff there's a lot of like it could be you could actually you could i think you could take a lot of those ideas and do really cool campaigns with them um
3: it's interesting sean mentioned ensemble casts there's a trio of of old movies that that always gets me going and you know sound weird because they're not really role-playing type type movies other than than aliens but James Cameron's aliens, oh, that, aliens that always gets my juices flowing. Yep. No, 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 then, do you prefer the first one or the second one? The second Alien. one. Really? I mean, okay. you can't kind yeah. of have the
0: second without the first. I kind of put okay. them together. Oh, Alien yeah, and enough. Aliens. Yeah, I love them both, but there's something I don't know what it is. Something about the tension of the first one. I just like a little more. It was well, I, absolutely. But if you're if you're expanding that world, which is what we
3: do, right? Fair enough. Yep. Builders. It was just be masterfully it. done, and
2: I just saw Aliens. I had never seen Alien, and I saw Aliens on uh, cable when I was a kid, and it it was just so mysterious without seeing Alien. Yeah. Uh, anyways,
3: and, and then and then a couple other ensemble movies. That I just I just watch and in love is uh, the original like 1960s Magnificent Seven. same thing, and um. Kurosawa's seven samurai. I love Kira Kurosawa. I mean, who who doesn't? I mean, that guy's genius. Um, and then the Great Escape, which is a World War II. Mm-hmm. Dirty oh, yeah. Yep.
0: Dirty Dozen. Yeah.
3: 30 Dozen, that's a good yep. one too. Yeah.
0: All, all the and kids that are like, like people, 25 and are and under are like, what are they talking about? That's right. <laughs> true. I know. I, that's I well, So they little did a new of 7, which wasn't yeah. bad. Wasn't yeah, bad. they didn't remake or, in what 2018, 2019,
1: something like that. Yeah yeah.
2: Like that. yeah, yeah, Chris something
1: Pratt. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. And the, yeah, another thing that Benzel I love. Washington is A too. lot
2: of the Marvel stuff is good, like especially sure. Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, it, it's a little more zany now.
3: Um, but um, I'll, I'll tell you, the last two Avenger movies just yes, you know, drive my 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 poor sweetheart yeah, crazy because every time, you know, the Infinity Gauntlet and and you know Endgame comes on, I'm like, oh, and she's like, you've seen these a million freaking times. <laughs> I'm not gonna watch this, right? And I'm like, oh, you know. And of course, <laughs> yeah, Star Wars, Star Trek, you know, they've got a lot of ensemble.
2: Again,
0: any ensemble can really give you a lot of ideas. Um, I like the fact that you say that, and especially, uh, you know, especially at first you were mentioning a lot of ensemble casts that were we'll just say larger one of the one of my complaints about modern gaming uh, and and the trends in modern gaming is that there's so many groups now that they play with i only like to have three to four people in the group and i'm like i want six and even then that was considered on the small end like i like six players and me and let's go i I feel like any less than that it's just I don't know. It just doesn't work for me, but also I can't control. I mean, I, Kevin, I think you said you had like 150 or something. At point <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> only like
1: 25 or something.
0: Yeah. Right? I, I oh, only, only
3: 25. Yeah. yeah I, I, I game regularly 20, 26 guys. And see. then, uh, for me, my, my, my favorite number of players is between eight and 12. Okay. See here. Eight here, is
1: here, my here's max. Where, here's where you're, you're not human anymore because, the uh, <laughs> uh if if you have more players in your in your table at one time than you have fingers on your hands, you're not human. <laughs> you can hold too many things in there. You decided, oh, hands, pff, amateurs, you know, hands and we toes. We've talked
2: about it. I haven't seen it in action yet. I've seen it with pretty big table, but not quite up to twenties. Yeah, I think fourteen. Yeah, we, 20, had, we yeah, I was there. The wow, at, uh,
3: open the house. House,
0: I got that'd cry. be too much hurting cats for my taste, but but I, but I like that because I like the concept of it being. First of all, I, I just like the, the bigger group. It just feels being former military, it feels like, you know, you got that more squad aspect. But also, yeah. you're not so reliant on one character. You don't have to worry about this. It's like, oh, my character died. The game's over. Like, no, one one went down, making another one. We still got this group over here. Let's go, go, go. I, I like three
2: to five, but that's for like, say, you know, riffs or other role-playing games when the characters each have their kind of own story arc and they're not like a team. Right. So if it was more like a superhero team, I think I could err on the side of, you know, six to seven players max. But I don't know. I just really like telling those. I mean,
0: stories. I know they're more intimate, so to speak, for lack of a better word of that. But to, and I yeah. and I like that kind of role
2: play group of storytelling for each character. I like to yeah. individualize.
0: Well, and, yeah. you know,
3: I play with small groups, too. In fact, when when his daughter played, there's what, four or five, four? Yeah. There's four of us. Yeah. Four players. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I usually tell people that we'll co- come back next week if they're less than five. Like, just I don't know. It's just the way my brain works. On that. I'm not saying that any style is bad, like one-on-ones. I've seen people do one-on-ones. Heck, I did one-on-ones back in the day, and I understand that the role-playing can the, be better. What's that?
1: I did one with Al, the uh, Mage, uh, uh, Mage of the Ascension. Uh, okay. The first game I played was just him. It was me and him.
2: One of the thing, I, I, I had a game master, really great guy, that um, we were doing the Fantasy Flight Star Wars. And what he did was, uh, you know, every once in a while, the rest of the, you know, couple, two, three guys cancel or whatever. And, you know, if we didn't have one guy, no big deal. You'd usually just press forward. Um, but there was a few times when we did, you know, there's only one or two of us there. And we did solo adventures that we, he he, he did really well because it was usually he would do a flashback. Okay. This is something really early for your character. And he's like, I know we've talked about how this happened through role playing. But now when we're going to play through it, this is what actually happened.
4: Yes. And
2: yes. we're going to like use that moving forward. And, and that was a cool way to just approach the storytelling that I thought was a really great way to deal with it and just keep everyone engaged. And then guess what? Next week, we're all back at the table. Everyone's excited to play, but they might hear about like, oh, but there was this thing that happened. And now we know more details about his backstory or, you know, it would just build into the narrative. And that was really great. So, okay something to keep in mind if you want to do something a little more outside the box.
3: I'm uh, out. you, you mentioned one-on-ones. I was I was and I was sitting here thinking I never really did that but actually I did a few times because when you have a big group of like 26 people there are times where someone has you know a keen plan and they're like let me go and and do this you know can we meet and, and for an hour or two and run me through and, and I did that a, a number of times and it can be really effective. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm in the middle group. Like, I I don't look at role playing games as story games, as like the modern sense of the term. I I believe in them as emergent storytelling, where it's like the di- the dice dictate what happens, not not the game master and not not the players backstory or whatever. The dice dictate what what happens. On the flip side of it, it's not just beer and pretzels for me. I like the role playing aspect. I'm trying to recreate Lord of the Rings. I'm trying to recreate Dragonlance. I'm trying you know that kind of, and all of those were what 13 yeah 13 heroes in one and another one what were the what was the companions for Dragonlance? seven eight nine whatever but so a, a lot of times they weren't in the same scene
1: at the same time all the right. time you know they right. broke up into smaller groups you can do that but it would have to be a juggling fiasco if you're going to do something like that every week nah. week after week after week and you just, i don't think anyone can keep that up for long yeah, well, you yeah. get
3: used to it. That's that that that's. So when people say, "How can you run twenty six people?" That's that's the secret. Is you have an entertaining game, and, and when this group of two guys goes here, and then you have this group of six guys there, and these twelve are doing that, you do. I mean, it is a little tricky, kind of. You know, have to jump around, but you know, I, I kind of stole techniques from uh, soap operas. My mom was uh, suffering from cancer, and I would visit her, and we'd watch uh, The Young and the Restless and a couple other shows, and I actually kind of got into them. And, and it's the classic, okay, you, you guys are doing this. And like, all right, well, we hear these voices. We kick open a door. What do we see? And I say, you see whatever the fuck it is. And they're like, oh, I'm like, hold that thought. What are you six guys doing? And, and, and it that, actually uh, works, what? <laughs> it actually works really good. hangers are great because those two guys are like, oh shit, we have to do this or this or this. And, and and you know when you get when you kind of rotate back to them, it's like, yeah, I'm gonna cast this spell. I'm pulling up my magic potion. I'm gonna drink that. I'm whipping out my longbow, and there, it works really, really well. Okay i i I trust you
1: (laughs) Hang on, no 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 when when you said uh uh soap opera type thing and you they kick open the door and what they see they see two people outside oh my god cliffhanger no what they saw was carlos the groundskeeper with my sister (laughs) (laughs) it's your long-lost brother yeah I had C amnesia, senior. like like all the trope, right? Like the whole thing, the whole the whole trope from from a soap opera, like guiding light, you know, like whatever. Yep.
0: Right. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna knock out three more questions here. I know I had a pile more, but ultimately I think most of these can be answered either on forums or you know, shoot or me a Discord it, message, or
1: we uh, have and just forgot we answered them.
0: It could be, um, but uh, I have a couple start here. So first of all, I'm just gonna go in order. It's a super chat, uh, can you ask? Uh, can you ask why Kevin hasn't made world books for so many European and Indian countries could uh, could they create world books just taking place in those areas and change the names for sensitivities Like there are uh, still lots of pla- well no there's still lots of areas you got the, the former Yugoslavia or like the the Balkans which has India. a rich history India it would be off awesome. itself has a as a rich history absolutely I mean there's a China book it's I, this isn't a question this isn't a gotcha question as I don't think it is I'm not taking this one but there are still lots of areas that can be looked at and I mean, are there
2: plans there's
1: 90 plus world books
0: and
4: yeah
1: they always want more, but yeah. we got 90. Well, what happened in 91, Sean?
0: Right. Um, yeah. What happened in 92, Sean? Come on. I mean, there we go. Here's the other, here's the, the, the uh, um, super chat yeah. that goes for that. Thank you. Patriarch assault. Any future for woman, no matter how much we're trying to talk about team, team and T tea here, the riffs world books keep coming up. Uh, so yeah. The, well, and well, by the it, way, it, thank you everybody for the super chat. It, it,
3: it, that's kind of understandable because, TMNT was our our our, our our first biggest hit. It was, I mean, we had hit games, you know, Heroes Unlimited, Plenty of Fantasy, they were all hits. Even even the the the, the little weapon books were, you know, big hits. But our first mega hit was was Ninja Turtles. Our second mega hit was Robotech. And then Riffs outsold both of them combined. So I get it, and, and and
0: I'm proud of that, and I'm glad to hear it. I'm glad so many people love riffs so much and want to hear more. Well, I take a bunch of crap because of that, because I usually tell people I'm not the Riffs guy. I'm not a big fan of riffs and so forth. Actually,
3: Man, I <laughs> yeah, I, I have something to say after yeah. you're done too. Well, I, I was just gonna say, yeah, you know, we have plans for all kinds of things. I agree with you guys about India. Uh, I think the main reason we haven't done it is because. I, I want to do it, and I haven't had time because I love the Indian myths and the gods. I mean, holy tamale!
0: I mean, they're. Could you, you could know. bring back? Well, this isn't exactly that area, but just using that, you could bring back ancient Sumeria. That would be just absolutely well, amazing.
1: Mean, you, know, you you already have the the, uh, the the pantheons of the megaverse that has that has Indian and stuff like that in it. You already have that. You know, right. I mean, and, and
2: I would say people who have interest in those areas take those books. Or you could even take if say for like the Indian gods, maybe convert some over mm-hmm. from some of the other pantheons, you know, you can look at what their powers are and stuff and and, and run do your own thing yeah, there. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's you know, it's it's not intended to slight anybody, of course. No, well, of not course. At all. But yeah. it's just we haven't gotten there yet. Mm-hmm. Um but I think that yeah, I think riffs, we could keep doing riff stuff forever. Yeah, if I um, we were and time, I'd like the, to
3: riffs, riffs. <laughs> Rifts, Italy, um, the Savage World people are delving into... No, it's not the Savage World people, it's our people. Um, <laughs> the, the delving into the... Uh, well,
2: yeah, we... Italy um, and... Yeah, so I... Um, yeah, we've got... Uh, that's what I was going to say, too. Is, oh, go ahead. So with the... So the next book for Savage Rifts is called Europa, and it's going to cover UK and NGR and Warlords of Russia, and, um, well, I would say, like, the Mediterranean, so, like, the yeah. Phoenix Empire. um you know uh but that we're we're, we're going to have more overviews of things for like scandinavia a lot of stuff that was touched upon but not well it wasn't quite at the point where you you could understand all the politics of everything that was going on there um but there's a lot of countries and groups factions that were mentioned and we're going to have an overview there so you can see what's the free scandinavian alliance and also um what's in italy now yeah. because uh We, um, building off of, uh, something that's in the South, the new South America book that's coming, uh, the land of a thousand islands for Savage Rifts. Um, you know, uh, we have, uh, basically the expanded information, expanded backstory to the Megaversal Legion so that, um, it was originally called that because it was called from, um, lost, you know, disappeared Roman legions. Okay. and so and that's an old old concept that they're building on so and so then we're going to be set showing well what does that mean when all those guys got their freedom and left on an expedition to return to rome um and so europa is going to show some of that instead of for instance um in uh was it uh ngr the tracks and the ngr book it talks about a wolfen empire there that there's reports of a wolfen empire. Well, we can't have that. <laughs> That's Palladium fantasy, right? Yeah. So um, you know, is we're we're, uh, we're trying to put more detail in that that region, and it's not a full rundown, but eventually that those could be you know big world books. Um, yeah. So we're, we're, when we get the chance, you know, a lot of times we're trying to introduce all these ideas that kind of build up over time um and whenever we
0: can
2: so <laughs> riffs buffalo new york not early on the slate
0: <laughs> sorry man the the last well, question and folks even if you super chat we do have to uh, you know end this at some point here and we're going to cover tmnt one more time here but so the the last one i'm going to put up is this one because i think it's an interesting uh, discussion question, is solo rules are becoming popular is a palladium solo source book for the megaverse a consideration
3: Oh, I'm not at this time. Yes. You're not not saying we're never gonna do it, but it, it, you know it's not something we're. It, it's, it's even on our radar, really. I, Can I, mean, I say I,
1: it? Go ahead.
3: They're never gonna do it.
1: Right. Oh wow! Well, I, I wouldn't say that.
0: I mean, <laughs> now no, 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 like Kevin's I gonna to. say challenge accepted, and it's gonna be out <laughs> next week. <laughs> oh, that's why he's doing. That's right. Oh, nice. very clever. You
2: could. I mean, look. I mean, it, it, but it would be. You know, those are those. That's a whole another kind of system yeah. that you have to build on top of things. Um, there's a lot of stuff we want to do first. But yeah. I mean, for instance, if a you lot. were going to do, yeah. <laughs> um, but if you were going to do something like recon, if you wanted to, when you were doing that from the ground up, you could make it so that it would be able to generate missions for solo play. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of possibilities. Your whole platoon is wiped out. Go. Right. Oh, <laughs> or man. you're running, you know, a lot of solo games, you might be running more than one character too. I mean, yeah. that's not oh, that's, true. That's, that's not fair. unheard of as well. So um, it's more about from, again, I haven't played a lot of them, but I have read up on them. Um, and, uh, you know, it's a lot about, a lot of it is just how you generate the narrative. Yeah. And so if you were already going to build some sort of system for that, that mm-hmm. might be something to look at. I don't know.
0: I mean, personally, I'm not a fan of the, the solo RPGs, but, you know, anything... That provides whether you like tabletop wargaming, tabletop role playing, computer role playing, uh, uh, solo role play, what, anything that just adds more to the collection that, that people or choices that people have to play games, I'm for it. It just wouldn't be for me. That's for dang right, people. right. But you know, for instance, the, what
2: I mean is, is has any? I don't know if you guys have played the game Dead of Winter. It's a, a tabletop board game um, where it's a basically a town zombie survival. In the in the middle of winter and we played it um and uh, we had a lot of fun but technically the game has a whole system for you know trials and different things that come up and different challenges that happen um you can play it single player or you can play it multiplayer right and so i think that that's kind of the sweet spot of, is, is if you just make sure that hey if i generate a story engine can it be played with you know why one player then it's and it's still fun Okay, cool, but I don't know if we're we would ever be really diving super deep into single player stuff. Yeah. Otherwise, I, I don't.
3: Yeah, again, it, we don't know. I mean, it's we don't have a crystal ball. Yeah. so maybe, but it's not. No,
0: I, I keep saying uh, we're done or, with the questions, but uh, this, this oh one's spared. Sp- sp- well, these are things that uh, you know Platinum can consider. Quick start I, I, rules. I, this I, one oh, may smart. have come up before, but I'm sorry. Go. No, I was just gonna say I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Um, you're on a good roll. Quick start rules? Yeah, just just like a like a five-page quick start rule with maybe you know a couple of sample characters in there that people can get their hands on to learn the basics of the system. Roll percentile dice for idea. skills for roll a D20 for combat and great idea.
3: Okay. In, in <laughs> in a, well we, we, we have about about wormwood. Yeah, we, we would love to do more with
1: wormwood. Yeah. So let's so so let's see. Uh we're 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 helping out a uh, guy who fell off roof, right? Uh we <laughs> so have what, Wayne R- for Rifter 86. We have uh we have the uh the uh, shaman and uh we have quick start rules and we have uh solo play rules. So is anyone writing this down? Add that to the email. I'll <laughs> add that to the email. <laughs> you're gonna give a giant stack of stuff here's rifter 86
2: well you know but you know when you talk about quick start um and that's one of the things that we really are trying to move uh, do a lot of things like that um for for instance that's why titan robotics has an introductory adventure with pre-generated characters Mm -hmm. it's not exactly the same as a quick start because you know you know, uh, anyways, uh, you know, people know well, how to play. Quick start rules
1: usually don't involve the full rule set. No, no I understand.
2: I've written Yeah, I understand.
1: For that about. specific scenario that you're doing, that's what makes right. it easy. Do, right. Yeah. So, but,
2: yeah. but at the same time, it's a step towards making sure that people can try out a new gaming paradigm or a new setting within the Palladium Megaverse. Sure. The next step after that, of course, would be to move towards the full rule uh, set. Yeah, uh, a, 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 a true quick start set but what we do we but we do think there's a lot of value in stuff like that mm-hmm. um and that's part of our um our long-term game plan yeah
1: i was actually sad as as an aside to that i was actually sad that uh in the in the revised edition of palladium fantasy you took out the the mini adventure in the back yep. Yeah, I, I was sad. I was like, "Oh, I, I love it when, when main books have a mini adventure so yep. you can run people on,
0: so they can get used to the rules." You set. also can play test yourself.
1: Yeah, put playtest yourself on on like, okay, well that doesn't work. That's not going to work in my campaign going forward. You know, so you know stuff like that. I was sad that it was gone. I was. I I, th- I think I said so when I reviewed it.
3: You, you, you are not alone. A lot a lot of people really loved that adventure too. So. So one
0: of the All things right. I want. So here's the link. I'm going to put the link. It's already in the description but I'm going to put the link in chat right now for the Kickstarter. You can follow it. Uh, I'm, I can't take full cre- I wish I could, but I can't take full credit for this. But since we started the live stream, it started at 2,570 followers. Now you're at 2,760, was it? I can't remember. It's 65 followers. So I'll,
1: I'll take full credit for that.
0: Yeah, he's not going to take oh, full yeah. credit for that. <laughs> hey, if someone doesn't want credit, you're just going to leave it on the ground? Oh, I'll take it. All right. (laughs) So uh, you you can I put the link in the chat. It's in the description below. You can check it out there. It doesn't say much now, but that's because you're following. You're waiting for October thirty first, which is the day again. I'll be at work. That's literally the character limit, by the way, (laughs) on Kickstarter for the preview page. Oh, is it really?
2: (laughs) Yeah, I literally one hundred and thirty five characters. I believe. Yeah.
0: Wow, Wow. that's worse than a tweet. (laughs) kidding. Wow. I was like Kevin. I put everything I could in. But let's look at this one more. Get off there. Let's look at this one more time. We got our art, and what are we going to get from this wonderful book? Well, we're going to get two books. And you want to run down real quick? We we well, talked about stitched. We get six books. <laughs> well, two hardcover books that include. I was going to let Kevin and Sean jump in and I, us I with guess. this got full it. color stitched. What else? Uh, behind the scenes
2: remembrances, um, extra art, splash pages by. A lot of notable artists associated with Palladium and the Turtles. Um, And then uh, a lot of tributes and possibly, I think, introductions by, um, well, not possibly. There will be introductions, but we're still, you know, we're hoping for certain people to be able to contribute um, on those levels. Um, But, uh, yeah, a lot of luminaries and people that we're just surprised just love the Turtles and the RPG are involved. Um, Anything else you want to say about those books? The remastered you know so that and and then relayed out and and fabulous uh, fabulous color fabulous color um and uh, i mean we had to we had to employ an archival book service to take the scan the high quality the high-res scans we had of the original pasteboards and turn it into text oh nice it's it's a lot of work and that that i don't uh, even
0: want to know what that cost
2: yeah they you know it's not cheap um and then um. You know to get it done right <laughs> I guess um, but yeah I mean we're, we're doing a lot of stuff that's um, where yeah books are hardcover only correct
3: and, and, and the color is so amazing that I mean just if just that alone makes it look like brand new and everyone kind of you know you can kind of imagine that and you're like yeah 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 but then when we actually show the art to people they're like holy moly this yeah we're, is really, fantastic. Excited. Yeah, we're so, really excited yeah so I mean it really is gonna feel like a brand new book uh, with everything we're doing uh, in, in addition to all the bonus material and mm-hmm. the black, white, and red edition for
2: the yep. the fans of the red masks and the original presentation, um, as well as the two miniature sets for the heroes and the villains, including a lot of um, playing specific or uh, you know early comic book specific uh, characters in those miniature sets that I think yep. people are going to be really yep. excited about, and custom dice by Fanroll.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so so when uh, when we order. Or we do the backing. Mm-hmm. We're going to have the option to pick one, two, or three covers.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of different options.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, however many, however many covers, but of, but of the covers, we can It's like I want that one and that one, or I want all three of them, or I want just I just want this cover.
2: And that's one of the challenges. But the, yeah. basically, it means that there's a lot of different basic pledge levels where you can choose which one you want, but then you can add a lot of things on. So yeah. um, you can basically. Mix and match, or add to your order. Um, you know, the, the the ones that are that are, you know, kind of require buying into is the 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 foil covers. Um, those aren't just like add-ons because those are a lot more. Um, mm-hmm. We have to have really solid numbers for that projections for the printing costs.
0: Well, you you, you know, I've got that Fry meme going on. Take my money. Uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> but, we're, so, but there's a lot of levels and it's mostly just a lot of it's just variations yeah. of which we have what which versions are you preferring to have um you know so that if you were like I want both of the main books and then I really want the Kevin Eastman cover or I really want the Sophie um you know Campbell cover or I just want to add this black white and red that's totally option that's totally well, not-
1: I Ironcaster here has wants to put you on the spot and yeah. I don't know why he's mean for doing this but the the just to, to get the two books that's it. What are we looking at for And
0: He says approximate price point. But before you answer, Bef- most people don't. that I talk to uh, b- about this when they do their own kickstarters, even when their good friends of mine say, I don't decide that until like right before the Kickstarter starts. Let's see if you give the yeah. same one. Um, well, um, we, we we I, I mean I, I mean for he's just saying for the basic
2: first of the two books.
4: Yeah. So right. let me ask you,
2: what would you expect? And you know, currently a 256 page hardcover full, full color, color book yeah. to be.
1: Well, nowadays, that's probably going to be between 60 and $80. I right. would, I would expect that. Yep. Uh, I would, ex- I would expect you to do it for cheaper because I yep. expect more from you be- because, you know. Yep, that's. I, don't know, I don't know
0: if I would pay sixty bucks for a two hundred page book, maybe a three hundred fifty page book, but uh, you know, I'm still kind of cheap when it comes to comes to those. You know, it, I start seeing fifty dollars or more in a book, that thing better be <laughs> better. Yeah. better no, be well, huge. that's
2: that's well, that's why we're doing what we're doing and giving it the primo treatment. But um, we're aiming, um, and again, this isn't final, but because uh, we, we are still going over some cost estimates yeah. and getting yeah. quotes from different uh, printers that have. Only the most reliable reputation. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, we are looking at fifty dollars for okay. um, the core books via the yeah. Kickstarter. Each, yeah, fifty dollars each. each. Yep. After the Kickstarter, the cover price right. is going okay. to be higher. And so, the the thing I would say is is I know some people are like, well, I'll wait and get it after the Kickstarter. This is going to be time to get in. And, you know,
3: yeah, because a lot, of, unfortunately, a lot of this stuff won't be available after the Kickstarter, especially no, right. the features and the variant book covers. And, but also, and, and I want to be
0: very clear about that. That's not necessarily your decision on that. That's, that's all part of district. the whole. Okay. Right. Because I don't and want anybody we... saying, well, they're being cheapskates. They're just, you know, being dicks. No, no no, no, no. This it... is all contractually. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah you no, I mean, this is, this all, the is... is... Again, remember, all, all the numbers. And again, being... all the numbers
1: behind the screen. We don't, we don't see. You know, and, all, and, all, all of the little tiny you know, nickel and we, dime bullshit. Well, and, yeah, you know, you, you're, like
2: you're saying, other yeah. people are charging 60 to 80 bucks. We want to offer $50 for the Kickstarter. And, you know, we have the same costs, or, you know, at least as anyone else producing books. Right. So, I mean, this is because well, we more are
3: when you figure royalties. That's the other thing else, is there's so a
2: lot of royalties here. And um, again, not to go into certain things, but um you know, the, the, the get in in the Kickstarter, that's when you're going to get the best deal. Yeah. And, right. um, you know, we're not doing that because we're trying to, like, play any games. We're doing that because that's literally how we got the deal to happen, was yeah. agreeing <laughs> to a lot of this yeah. with Paramount. And so... Yeah. Um, <laughs> One nine millimeter round.
4: <laughs>
2: oh much oh, oh, <laughs> for the photocopied version that. Just take people. just take food out of my daughter's mouth why
1: don't <laughs> exactly, say that. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Go go ahead and publicize your your your, your crime. Staff, go ahead, yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, go ahead, do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. probably too much. Have you seen how much it costs to print stuff at Kinko's?
1: I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. That Kinko's or whatever. Ever ever since Kinko's left my area, it's been, but, it's been a hassle.
2: The funny thing is is actually the, the when you actually look at what you're getting, like fifty bucks is a good deal, you know. So uh, for two hundred and fifty-six pages printed in full color and smythstone bound with beautiful color hardcovers. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you deal. know yeah, it's yeah, like, that was but, a bad deal. Yeah, go go do that at Kinko's or FedEx or whatever and you know you're a
1: spiral notebook at Kinko's, I'm fine.
2: Right. <laughs> you know, if you that's the way you want to roll, that's you, man. But uh <laughs> But no, we're doing we're doing this, uh we're doing this nice. So I mean, that's that's part of the whole point is to yeah. do uh, the highest quality printing. Um, so this is something you can have on your shelf yep. for another forty years.
0: With a lot of fun, you know, bonus material. Yeah.
3: There
1: you go.
0: Well, there's a lot. There's a lot on that list. We talked about some possible stretch goals uh, earlier. If you, if you didn't see that, you can uh, go back and check on that. Um, any anything left on the table that uh, if you leave here, you can make. Dang it, we should have talked about that. Anything that I didn't bring up or that you guys want to want to hit on before uh, we say goodbye? And- no, we love joking around with you guys. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's everything we really. Yeah, pretty much.
3: To cover. I mean, I. Mean, uh, I, 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 I you know, just from a personal point of view it's just been it's been wonderful talking with Kevin and and you That's know, what we're saying all, all, all the thank you <laughs> I see what you're doing there. <laughs> um, you know and, and a bunch of these other artists I mean you know I, I didn't know anything about Sophie other than you know her, her work and you know meeting with her and talking with her it was has been a blast. You know, same thing with Freddie Williams. I mean, I, I obviously I knew all about Freddie Williams because it gave him his first job. <laughs> it was so funny. They're like, have you heard of this guy, Freddie Williams?
4: Yeah, it was funny. <laughs>
3: Paramount was like, Yeah, have you heard of this guy Freddie Williams? They're like, like Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it it's it's just on a personal level, it's just been so rewarding to to see how many people, how, how many industry people, how many big name people you know, we're, we're touched by our work, you know, and, and love the turtles and, and those source books so much. Um, it, it's been, you know, really wonderful, you know, for me personally and seeing, seeing Sean and even Jeff, you know, their reactions to talking to some of these other folks. And, you know, I, I, I don't like to think of myself as being jaded, but I, I guess I sort of am because, you know, for me, it's like, Oh, my old buddy Kevin. And these guys are like,
4: oh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know, and, uh, it's just and he's a cool guy it's, it's he was great chat with, yeah you know? yeah um so it's just really nice going back and revisiting all of this it's, it's almost like going to a really fun uh family reunion or, or or you know high school reunion um so yeah it's it's so on that end it's been really really rewarding too to be involved with all these like come on i haven't worked with with jim lawson in in you know 30 years and it's it's great to have him on board and you know kevin pete and all these other guys and uh you know paulo okamura the minute he saw the the press release he, he called me up and was like Gav told me i can do a piece for this book and i'm like yes you can and he's like oh thank goodness but uh you know it, it's been really great so
0: it's, it's awesome. rewarding
3: on a lot of levels for us, and we think you know the fans are going to love it because we're doing the kind of book that books uh, that uh, you know we as fans ourselves would want.
2: So Yeah, absolutely. And um, personally, I just like to say I really appreciate the community, you know, welcoming me as part of the Plating family. Now, it seems there like
0: skepticism uh, at first,
2: we, we, we got past the, like, people thought I was the S- Shane Hensley's sleeper agent. Or <laughs> yeah,
0: savage yeah. world's guy. Remember that's what yeah. it used to be. The savage world's guy. Yep. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, but, uh, and I love those guys and they're great people and I love to continue working with them. Um, but you know, that's not who I am. You know, that's just, that was my first opportunity to work on riffs basically. Um, and, uh, work with some really great people and have a lot of great experiences. But, you know, now um, running the show on the Titan Robotics Kickstarter and doing the Cyborgs collection and remastering the PDFs. And it's just I I also want to say I appreciate everybody, um, you know, giving me a chance and giving us a chance for this new generation of Palladium products and uh, backing the Kickstarter, uh, being so happy with everything they received. I mean, we've just been hearing glowing positive things. So we just appreciate everybody putting their faith and trust in us. And um, we're looking forward to, uh, you know, wowing you more yeah. as we move forward. And the Turtles, uh, this reissue is a taste of, What's you know, the, the really kind of exciting stuff that we want to do in the future. And we're building up a lot of things. It's, you know, it's, it's uh, we want to work with reliable, the most reliable partners in the business. We want to have the, again, maintain the Palladium's top-notch writing and um, storytelling and, and worlds and build that with all these other things that people have come to love. Um, And whether it's, you know, just like fun stuff like poker card uh, decks and, and game master screens and dice um, and miniatures, right. Um, To, uh, to, you know, to, to, to even, you know, bigger and grander things. Uh, We're just super ecstatic about this opportunity. Um, And so I appreciate everybody who backs the project and puts the word out there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, thanks so much. Cause we, we know this is going to be really big. I mean, we're, we've already got a lot of people following it and you know, our, 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 uh, our, our campaign, our, our marketing campaign hasn't even really started. So, yeah. um,
3: It's awesome. And that's well, a I short runway yeah. And thanks for having us on your show. Well, yeah. Thank I you mean, guys for putting up with us. Yeah.
1: No, that's <laughs> great. Uh, I, what we need to do is, is to, uh, next, next time you talk to Wayne, yeah. tell him that, uh, Sadly, the internet has a new name. He's Wayne the Defenestrated. That's that's what he is now. So you know, let let, let him know. Let him know. He he can you can get a cape and cowl if he wants. He's got a superhero name. Oh, that's good. There
0: you go. <laughs> well, maybe, you know, piggybacking on what Sean was saying, I think you know a lot of us want uh, you know. A, Kevin to be future Ahmed with his head in a jar, so that you know this this never <laughs> e- ends at some point. But I no, would I, I would not curse that on my worst enemy. the product is more important than the person. I don't care. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but uh, but no, I th- I think Palladium is in good hands, and uh, I'm not going to say that the first time we talked. Well, the first time we talked, I think I felt that way. But before the first time we talked, I don't know if I was convinced about that. When she, when Kevin's like, next time I come on, you have to have Sean on. For this like, okay, well, fine, I'll do it. You know, but no, I'm. <laughs> I'm absolutely glad. I know I'm hundred percent glad, glad we did. I love having you both on. I love the rapport. Like I don't have to sit here and try to probe you for questions because I can sit back as you guys will talk, tell the stories, do whatever. It's it's a great time. I, I enjoy it. I would like you guys to stick around for a couple minutes after the fact, like, like normal, just for a couple minutes. Um, yeah. But uh, but thank can I say you. One last thing.
2: Absolutely. Oh, sure. You know, we're, we're really excited about Turtles. And, and just again, for a small company like this, this this gives us um, your faith. You're, you're, you're backing, you're helping us. You know, that also gives us um, more, you know, resources we can use to free up Kevin to write, as I like to say, the books that only Kevin can write. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff that Kevin's been working on and has been and brewing on, and we, we just... I really want to see that come out too, right? And I would never, you know, want to put your head in a jar. But uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you. I know that is not your wishes. Maybe <laughs> a robot body, but uh, yeah, we can. We'll see where technology goes. Robot but, Nixon. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, we want to make sure that uh, we want to empower Kevin. That's that's my whole point of being here is to empower Kevin, but also to carry on his legacy in the future. So again, thanks for everybody's support.
0: Oh, I, I meant to ask. So this was actually on my list to ask, too, but I skipped it. How do you pronounce Was It's Marcinison, right? Yes. Very yes. good.
1: Yep. Marcinison. Yep. I, yep. I, I was just going to say Mixel and be done with it. <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, chat out there. I, I don't have a surprise for you today, but I will have a surprise for you maybe next week or maybe on my Discord. It depends. It might be for members only, but uh, there'll be a surprise based on this. I'll talk to Kevin and Sean about that after. We're done here, sure. but I want to thank every single one of you folks for being here. Really do appreciate it. Can't thank Kevin and Sean enough. I absolutely love talking with those guys. I didn't want to beat them up with just kind of the some of what we'd call the mundane questions today because this was really about TMNT. But we know, I know, everybody loves riffs. <laughs> you know? Me too. I'm, I am going to be ecstatic, and you know, in a few months here when I get my TMNT books and uh, I start talking about that some more. But no, it's, it's that's what's great about. It. Beyond the supernatural, night bane, system failure, splicers, uh riffs. Uh, <laughs> like like there's 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 stuff for everybody. And that's what's great about this, unfortunately. And yes, I said unfortunately, there's only two of them. So the fact that they can come on here and they can get something like TMNT done, that is great. And and welcome you guys back whenever you want to come back. And uh thank you guys for that. So and thank you yeah. all out there. He any words of wisdom before I hit the theme song out, or are you ready for me to go?
1: The- we just experienced all the wisdom we need. Hit it.
0: Okay. Then uh, let me get the thank you screen up because I can't find it. And oh, there's the thank you screen. All right, everybody. You all have a wonderful week, and I hope to see you guys on a Friday night.